Evening geeks and welcome to Fossex Party, a brand new Horus Heresy podcast. Not that we needed one, I guess, isn't it? But yeah, no, there's, there's a million out there, isn't there? Yeah, solid. We're, we're going to have a go as well. Let's see, we get on. All the cool kids seem to be doing it. We're Fossex Party. Uh, we'll be doing the introductions in a minute. Um, hopefully, this is fir- the first time listening to this. We're going to explain how this stuff is going to go down. It's going to be monthly for now. Um, we've got to go at the speed of our slowest uh, member. And uh, whilst Antspin and I have full-time jobs... <laughs> Fucking savage. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, did we all just look at Ross? <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of the gates. Just like, uh. <laughs> to be honest, Ben and I planned that earlier this week. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what we'll do. First thing, we'll just shit on Ross. It'll be great. <laughs> hey, hey. I've all lost track of where we were. It's not. It's not like that. It's a fucking already. The internet knows me as the guy that loves the cock. Thanks. To <laughs> so we'll come back to that, shall we? That's an old, old line. Anyway, so it's still go- going strong. <laughs> it's relentless, man. It's relentless. It's got its own momentum now. It's out there. We're going to be monthly for the time being. Uh, let's let's assume it's going to be monthly for the time being. Anyway, uh, we, we might look at if you guys really like the kind of stuff that we're putting out. Uh, we can talk about this a bit more and then uh, maybe see if we can do it more frequently by getting, I don't know, getting Ross some kind of corset, corset or something to strap him up so he can carry on working. I think you've got, the, the problem is I live a hundred miles away from you guys. There is that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind <laughs> of a small thing. I don't, I don't need a corset. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with a corset. <laughs> what you've got to remember is hundred miles to us is like, Burn out off, burn out off. Yeah, but you guys, yeah. I don't drive. Cause I'm, look, let's not. Let's, not remember. let's not focus on Ross. We're still yeah. shitting on me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> to you. Let's not focus on the tech servitor in the room. <laughs> Beat boot, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, what we're going to do today uh, with this uh, episode is we're going to uh, take you through what our standard content would be, uh, only a bit more explaining what that content is. And then in future episodes, we're going to pick up some stuff with things that you send to us and talk about that kind of stuff. So. What I thought would be a good place to start is maybe introducing ourselves. Uh, so we're going to start with Spin, I think, aren't we, Spin? Oh, we don't know. We're going to do that, are we? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, let's yeah. start with Spin. Uh, so, Spin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Now, you are, of course, colloquially known as Lord Moles. <laughs> By everyone else, for some reason. Yeah. Well, uh, also, Spin is uh, obviously a nickname that everyone seems to have given me. But yes, well, I'm Spencer. Um... I'm a long, you know, long-term, long-term uh, hobby geek. Uh, been into this sort of stuff since uh, for about twenty odd years or so now, maybe Are more. Are you an XGW staffer? As yes, well? uh, you know, both myself and Ant, who will be coming around the table soon. Uh, we're both uh, ex-staff members of one of the local stores. Uh, I was only there part time for a couple of years, but uh, yeah, I lived the dream. Well, you were key time, weren't you? Uh, yeah, part time. Yeah. Ant was a key timer, then they binned all those guys off and made me the part-time part. <laughs> <laughs> Condensed up. Well, you know what they say, idiocy is multiplicative. Yeah, and there was a lot of that over then. Uh, no, it was, it was, it was the, the high time of uh, when Games Workshop, uh, you know, was at its high point from our point of view back then. Uh, you know, it, you know, the store then was mental at times, you know, big releases. Uh, we had five staff on a day and it was just non-stop where... Uh, when I got into it, when, I, when we were doing Vets Night, it was probably like fourth edition. You know, end of third, beginning of fourth edition is when I started playing down the Vets Night, and that's when I started getting to know you guys generally down there. Uh, and then I worked there briefly, uh, and then you know, it was like sixth, you know, beginning of sixth edition is when that's when it all kind of died off a bit. That's when you start getting things like you know, new other game systems out there that people started getting interested in. You know, sort of dark arts that Ant used to be involved in before. 
uh, it became popular. Um, Ant the gaming whore. Yeah, know? yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure if he tattooed his body, he'd be like a custodian when it comes to the amount of game systems he's played. Captain Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so, uh, Spen, how did you get into Horus Heresy Gaming? What sucked you in in the first place? <sighs> well, uh, right. Well, uh, I mean, it's actual gaming. That's all your fault. Pretty much, I deny all re- all responsibility. No, it's entirely your fault. Uh, I've uh, I don't know for a while. I've been you know we. I mean, myself and Ross went to the first Heresy Weekend way back when, um, yeah. and it was always not a great idea. Then when the game came out, it was like fantastic. I've always been a fan of uh, the Heresy as a story and as the background of you know long term. You know, way way back in Road Trader, uh, the, the the idea of this the, the Heresy was a, just a cool thing. I mean, going back to when I was working down the shop, there was times when people didn't even know about it. You know, they're all Space Marine fans, but didn't know what the Heresy Heresy was. Um, I don't know what it was. It was it's just something about like the, the age of mass legions of marines charging across the galaxy to just kicking the shit out of everything they come across about a problem and then it all going terribly, terribly wrong. Rather than these emasculated chapters, you mean? Yeah, pretty much. Um but yeah, in, in terms of actual gaming, it was pretty much um well last year really, when you started getting pretty excited about everything, started getting onto <laughs> it and Less you, you, cats year Horus year of Horus heresy. Yeah, that he's been delayed by a year, I think. Well, it's still going. It's, it's like the heresy train, it has no brakes. No, it definitely hasn't got any brakes. No, and uh, it was when you suge- essentially offered to paint my army so I could start going to some events. And I was like, that's it, I'm hooked. And I think going to some of the events you'd, you were attending, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a cheerleader, I tend to go to these events rather than taking part, I'll go along and uh, just have a look and chat to people and check it all out. And when I got there, it was the, the, the attitude of the, the event. Uh, I mean, I've gone to various other events in different game systems, and uh, I've just never really kind of got that competitive side. Mm. But when I went to, I think it was your first one of your Throne of Schools events. Oh, the Throne of Schools doubles that me and Alan went to. Yeah, it was actually that was the first one I went to, and it was just the the general attitude of the players there. You know, looking at the armies, armies are really cool. Uh, it was very much about you know having just cool models on the table rather than what's the max min maxed army stats that you've got. And it just felt like a very comfortable environment, and that to me appealed to me. Uh, and then I think you organised the Heresy Doubles for Fat Cats. I did. At Warhammer World. And literally, me and Ross went, Oh, we'll have a go at that. Uh, uh, and we both went, Well, we've not got much put together, so we'll just run with the some stuff and then basically charge across the table and see what happens. Yeah. We've not actually played a game before so that, have we? So many dreadnoughts. <laughs> was, <laughs> it, was it two Leviathans, three Yeah. No, we, uh, it, we had uh, uh, two Leviathans between us, yeah. Three Castellex footbots. Uh, I had contemptor. two dreadnoughts. You had a contemptor, didn't you? Chainsaw Jeff. Chainsaw then, Jeff. Yeah, you had a tactical squad with Chainsaw Jeff, and I had a uh, like a. Oh no, I had a, a breacher squad in a yeah, land raider. Yeah. Yeah. And you uh, say though, don't you? In the kingdom of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. <laughs> 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 we had there was there wasn't a lot of tactical finesse going on in that. No, but there, it, was, it was literally that first game of that event was our first game of heresy. Yeah, you know, we'd not played the game, game before. The, it was, and that was it. It was absolutely hooked after that. I mean, we literally said we've got no idea what we're doing. We'll put the models on the table, roll some dice, and just literally run at them with dreadnoughts because we've got that's all we've got built at the moment. We're not already got a lot done, so we'll just go for it. You, you liked and, the army, didn't you? Huh? You like my army lots. Yeah, because you gave us lots of victory points. Lots <laughs> <laughs> of tactical marines, man. I'm like, I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was yeah. It was that second game. I think was when I absolutely, when it absolutely solidified that I really liked Heresy. Is when we played against Ant and uh, his partner, who uh, Dave. Dave, Dave, wasn't it? Dangerous Dave. And uh, the mission was uh, you got to pick a, a unit type, and for each of that unit type that you destroy, you get a victory point. And for some reason, they brought all the rhinos in the world. 
and we just destroyed their entire army of rhinos, and which took us from being potentially last place after losing our first game to oh right we're kind of in second place or no, something. It was it was Chainsaw Jeff taking oh. four <laughs> orbital strikes to the face. He just stood on top of a building like look at you. Let's do this. It was very impressive. I, I uh, did like that game that you played because it was like Grand Theft Auto for the first century. <laughs> yeah, <it was>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were kicking over rhino doors and just stealing them, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was just, I think, it, it was a lot of fun. You know, we went into it with no attitude of we're going to win this. We came out, we went into it with we don't really care. And at the end of it, we won the entire thing. And it was just, a, it was a genuine surprise because we weren't expecting that. And I think it, it just made it, it real. It reminded me of playing 40k back in the day as we'll always say it's going to get said a lot you know when I you know when we used to play it a good 10 years ago like say 4th fourth, fourth edition it, it reminded me of the fun that I used to have then and which I felt like I've lost a bit when it came to more recent games yeah, of but, uh, 40k sorry but this is this is where you, this is where you've got to consider back in the back in the day factor which was obviously 3rd 4th edition mm. and you you didn't have the internet no, you didn't have metalists. No, you had your local scene. You, you know, what I mean, and that was basically well, it. for me. Whereas, whereas now you've got there's so many resources online available. Oh, yeah, yeah, plus absolutely. Tinder and Grinder. Yeah, and, yeah. What, 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 what's the what's one it? Bumble. 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 Yeah. Bumble, 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 yeah. Bumble. Is it, you know, what you guys aren't Bumble. seeing is, is Annie's just constantly ticking left or swiping right, swiping on, right on, 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 on his phone. You know, I don't know what his other hand's doing, but his right hand's doing right. There's any ladies listening? Ant is a real catch. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's also available for weddings and <laughs> And I can anyway, back to the heresy. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. That, 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 I mean, it, it was that, that doubles game that kind of made me go right. I want to play this game a lot more um, because I've been wanting to get into it. I mean, it's 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 an expensive part of what is already an expensive <coughs> hobby. Um, but I, I love the background and I love the you know, the mod- models are just superb. But I never really got into the gaming side of it. And then, yeah, we, we played that doubles game. It was like, damn, I want to get on more of this. Right, well, let's nail your colours to the post. And I don't mean that euphemistically. Uh, <laughs> so what is your favourite or your main army? Main now, army? I should say, before Spin starts, Spin is a bit of a hobby butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> and then some. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm that guy that stays up till 2 o'clock in the morning because at midnight I've come up with some random idea and I start you know, coming up with stuff left, right, centre. That's not cool, people. Don't do that. No. That's not good. <laughs> no, anyway, spin, especially you got a full-time job. I literally yeah, yeah. did it last night. No. <laughs> Desist. <laughs> we will cease this shit. Right. Uh, so, yeah, my main army uh, currently is uh, Iron Warriors. Um, mm. uh, it was... It's alright, <laughs> I'm going to fuck him up later. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, it, it, Iron Warriors, uh, it was... When I first looked into heresy and gaming I was going to go with Iron Hands purely because uh, I'm not I'm you know alongside with Ross I'm an old school uh, Dark Angels fan but it was quite clear in heresy because of where the, the role they didn't play in the heresy well, or, did they? or did they <laughs> but in terms of how the book releases were going to go it was quite clear they weren't going to be involved in the heresy game for some time so yeah, I picked Iron true, Hands true. and then I don't know they, they released a couple of the miniatures like the specialist units and I wasn't a big fan of them and quite frankly, I got fed up with reading how emo they were getting during the books. My product dead. <laughs> and then I, so this, conveniently at the same time, I read um, uh, in quick succession. I read uh, Angel Exterminators followed by the Talon uh, novellas. Uh, there was like two of those, and I'm worried to me before that were the siege guys with you know basilisks and stuff like that you had in 40k and I always found that a bit boring obliterators galore uh, it was just well, basically, basically artillery it was, it, was artillery. Yeah. it was artillery basically that was their thing you know they could take artillery and I found that a little bit boring but then when I read those books 
you saw the side of them which is their their close combat aspect or mm. their close assault aspect and the Iron Warrior's got his reputation for being when they get into close, close assault they become as vicious as war leaders if you get yeah, I was listening to this thing. Um, I'll, I'll reference the guy in a bit, and um, like the casualty count for for Ryan Warriors is, is is through the roof. Oh yeah, they just they're just basically they, they yeah they didn't care. They just they just but they actually they the very they were they tend to use uh, you know uh, militia and stuff like that. So yeah. they'd send those in to find out where like all the traps and things were and where the guns were able to shoot to catch all the bullets basically or you just use them as test beds to kind of go alright and we know where they've got artillery let's find out where the artillery line is going to reach send those guys right now we know where that is (laughs) off we go so apropos of nothing but my Mrs P asked me about she asked me to explain a bit the background and I said uh, the the best way I could come up with to describe the whole 40k but specifically 30k and 40k universes is is that the most plentiful resource is humanity Mm. Oh, go! You use humans for everything, including servitor lubricant. Yeah. <laughs> you're being rendered down, sunshine. Sorry. Yeah, that, that, that is the lubricant. grim dark, isn't it? Is yeah. like, there's so many of us, you know, in the future that you know, there's the best resource out there. That's probably something for us to talk about in another podcast. Actually, what would be in the 31st millennium? Servitor we, lubricant, yeah, we probably. What would we? Yeah, uh, so it would be a space marine. I know that. Um, and then yeah, it was that it was that side to, to them that uh, really appealed to me. So that's what it's like looking at uh, them as an army, looking at their you know uh, doing a di- their list. It was a bit different. So uh, ironically, the uh, the army I'm currently building, which is I'm aiming to get that three K list together, uh, doesn't use a right of war. You know, not going with a iron fire or anything like that. It uses the box standard uh, crusade, uh, crusade uh, right of war. Yeah, not, not a war, uh, doesn't force organization chart. Uh, mainly because you know that's what I remember being used to back in 40k. I, I like that. I like the you know building around that, and you know the, the, I was able to come up with a list that I like in terms of including models I wanted. Uh, had kind of fit that kind of what I call a, you know um, like a trench warfare kind of style, getting in close, getting in brutal, you know diving into trenches with bolt guns and breach shields. I and mean, I was able to do all that without having to use a right of war. Um, so that's where I'm aiming at the moment. Uh, you know building that slowly, and uh, thanks to my colleague here uh, Dan he's uh, offered to paint it for me which is another uh, aspect of why I've got into the gaming is that uh, yeah you, you basically went I want to get you gaming so I'm going to paint your stuff for you it's Iron Warriors man it's not a challenge no it's not <laughs> <laughs> not at all but uh, steady on I, 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 we've just alienated I, um, an 18th of the audience haven't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. not even that probably more than that actually it is, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, this is going to come quite often, and uh, there'll be a lot of people out there that know this, and a lot of people that are coming back to know this. Is, uh, I don't paint stuff, like, ever. Uh, you know. Always, so, okay, so we're all part of a, a local gaming club called Leicester Fat Cats, which we'll probably get onto at some point, either this one or another episode. But we all have club T-shirts, do we not, with uh, names on the back? Yeah. But the, what was the name that you had on the back of yours? The Undercoater. <laughs> yeah, I was the Undercoater. And even then, to be honest with you, that's now should have, that, that name should probably fade and become... The builder, if that. <laughs> I don't even get as far as undercoating these days. This this brings us on to the last question, and I think this is the opportunity for you to uh, open up about some of the, should we say, modelling issues you might have. <laughs> well, I don't have issues. I uh, know. Well, I think... <laughs> hey, it might, and it's not medical. I think it's a few psychiatrists that might suggest that it is, Okay, actually. well... well okay. So, okay. Let's, let's, let's talk a bit about you, what you gets you hard for heresy. What gets you hard for heresy? Because... Actually, when Spin says he likes building stuff, 
He really <laughs> likes building stuff. What have I got on my painting table for your army at the moment? You've got one of my character models. And what? how many components are in that model? Uh, more than I can count on two fingers. So but in terms of actual individual parts. And on a, on a kind of like... To buy the parts. Right, okay. This how, is how much is that model? This is something that we might talk no, about in a future. Not using pop- bits websites. Okay, yeah. This is gonna be, this might be something we talk about further down the line. But recently I worked out if I was to build that one model, excluding bits websites like that. And uh, it, it's, it's, it was, it, um, it's a Siege Breaker. It's Siege Breaker. It's Siege Breaker that, or. Uh, yeah. or um, uh, or potentially Delegatis depending on how yeah, what so I need to a, so, so tell us what he's gone so in terms of his kit just a normal dude he's a centurion so he's a centurion he's a character character model HQ choice siege breaker um, and he's armed with a Volkite charger a uh, breaching shield or a uh, boarding shield boarding sorry shield, yeah. and a pistol, a pistol shield no no uh, he gets pistol anyway but he's got a Volkite charger Volkite charger is that one where you it's like the Martian Death Ray yeah, yeah, the tomb gun, the, the, yeah, yeah. the plasma gun variant oh, of that, yeah, you know, that, yeah. that kind of like yeah. that kind of level, the specialist weapon. Uh, so he's got one of those. He's got, a, he's got the shield, and he's also got a thunder hammer. That's his build in terms of what you go. So I've got a phone. this doesn't work on radio. But no, but, <laughs> but Ant's reference. I've got a photo of him somewhere. Yeah, he's, it, he's, on. he's, in, the, he's in one of the groups that we're in. So, um, so that's 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 his basic build. Now, for me, it was about how I get the all those mod, all those bits that he's carrying in terms of weaponry onto a model now I did come up with some ideas for something or the other and put some ideas and asked the guys for some ideas and I think it was actually you that or that might have suggested or you that suggested put his Volkite charger on his on a servo servo arm servo arm and that kind of stuck with me and so (laughs) yeah he's got um, he's based on a Mark III uh, Tech Marine the body Um, okay well long story short um, if we worked it out as being based on if I'd bought kits for this guy to get the parts from that those kits to build this model, then that model cost over two hundred pounds. Ridiculous, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just absolutely. And then if you yeah. don't use bits websites, and this is you know to me this is an, one, one of the good advantages. We also of need web- to talk about them terminators that you can buy a second hand yeah. car for. Ant's intrigued in the two hundred pound model. Okay, <laughs> so, so he's one twi- a twi- one power yeah. armored scale model. So what's he say? Three. So he's got. No, 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 no. no, no, no. So he's got a Mark III Tech Marine. It's a Mark III Tech Marine body. Yeah. Mark III Tech Marine body. Where's the shield from? Uh, that's from the, I think, the 40k Terminator upgrade kit. Okay. Uh, which is a bunch of, like, power weapons and thunder hammers. Yeah. It's got the shield in there as well. Yeah. Then you've got a, like, a pick like thunder hammer. Yeah, that, that's from a Raven Wing Command Squad. Okay. Uh, so, okay, keeping tabs. Somebody out there, keep tabs. So we've got. One of the shoulder pads is from a Mastercrafted. That's Mastercrafted, which is a, a third-party bits uh, website. Bits website. Well, no, it's not even that. It's a it's a, um, a third-party site that makes custom components. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, spiked shoulder pad. Yeah. Then you've got the. I've got the Iron Warrior shoulder pad on the other side. Which Iron is Warrior shoulder pad. Kit. The backpack here, I think, is from a Volkite Culverin. So the backpack specifically is from a Volkite Culverin. <laughs> that was okay. the bit that got me. Wait, wait, wait! No, it's gets even better. No, no, the bit that gets you is oh, your no, bit. Oh, no, this is the bit that's going to make me really angry. Okay, <laughs> so the backpack is from the Volkite, the heavy Volkite. So the Mark II ones with yeah. the cables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's got like an, energy, like an energy style pack. Yeah. Uh, so like a Ghostbuster so far. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 that's, yeah, so it's just the energy pack. From yeah. there, I use a bit of uh, uh, guitar wire to connect to the Volkite charger. That's yeah, cool which as is, fuck, by the way. But what's holding the Volkite charger, though? Sorry? It's on a servo arm. So it's on a servo arm. So the where's servo the servo arm from, though? The servo arm's from Sergeant Cronus, which, which is, is the, the 40K, 40K tank character guy. That yeah. Is, yeah, so pinch your servo arm. 
but that's got a claw, and I want it to be on like a gimbal type thing. Holy oh, shit, here it comes. Like so, it comes. The, in, a, in the engineer, it's got to be on a gimbal, bitch. It's not going to so work. It's, it's basically on a like a, a joint, yeah, a, yeah, a bending yeah. joint, and that joint is from the elbow part of a phallax <laughs> arm. You fuck, man, I swear <laughs> to God. So I basically cut that away from Where the arm. Where did you find these? Not not find these bits. But get the ideas. The bloody idea. I Google. Who knows? <laughs> I saw that. Basically, I saw some guy that it was converted. You Google for looking at models. Yeah. You look Google for using. Look- on oh, a different. I just kind of models. Sorry. As you were. So the, the, the re- where I got that idea from, uh, I can't reference the guy's name, but um, it well, was for a legal reasons, or you can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Right. But basically, this is an <laughs> idea. <laughs> Colombian fellow who deals in cocaine. This is, normally. This is I found that when I was looking originally for conversions for doing a Surax from the Mechanicum um, because they models went out for those at the time right. and I came across this guy that had converted some but he'd also done uh, what he'd done was take the normal phallax put uh, chaos power claws on them uh, but then mounted shoulder mounted the Volkite weapon that is chest mounted in the actual models but he vo- uh, shoulder mounted them and what, because he'd obviously got the, the, yeah. the, the because he changed the arms on the phallax to have the power claws he got the arm spare so we cut that piece off. So there's one more component that also triggers me really hard. Which bit? The, the only part you haven't mentioned, which what, is the his helmet. Oh no, 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 got the arm as well. Uh, so uh, what arm? Uh, I, because this, uh, because the shield is quite a flimsy bit of resin. I didn't want to risk chopping the hand out to convert the arm. So I then had to use a breacher's arm. Holy shit! I didn't even know yeah, about to, that. So to attach the the shield to, rather than being the other way around, because I was originally going to use the original Mark III Techmarine's arm. But I couldn't get the, the the shield to fit properly, so. But tell them about the helmet. So the helmet is, uh, it's the bodyguard from Severin Loth. As in the command squad. Yeah. You'd have to. way you could get that. Part, if it wasn't from a bits website, then you would have to buy the entire command squad Jesus. to get that one helmet. And then when you add up those kits that you would normally get them from, it's well over 200 quid. Well, so you know what? If you but it didn't, definitely didn't cost me that much. If you, if you ever want to sell the army, then I'll take it off your hands for like 50 quid. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <What's> the army? <laughs> Free pity. So yeah, that's, that was, and, that's, that's and that. And the reach around. <laughs> In the future, we're going to do like a whole, on another show, we'll do a whole segment about building miniatures using parts websites. Oh, because God. like spin literally spends hours going I need a shoulder a particular <laughs> shoulder no and what it is this, I, I, this is weaponized autism it's a yeah. particular kind of autism <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's like I, I do feel actually between the four of us we make like a hobby god we just like shattered aspects we're like of the four that ca- we're like the chaos gods but for hobby yeah but who no, no. No, no, you're you're like clearly he's Slanesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, <laughs> on the hobby spectrum, <laughs> we form a full circle. Indeed. Like, yeah. 360. Yeah. Sure, it'll be But interestingly enough, change, this, yeah. this is why I believe that Spin doesn't paint. It's because he just didn't have the brain He's got no room in his head for it. There's no <laughs> processing Honestly, capacity. Right, you know, <coughs> I know it's a myth that I don't paint. It is literally I don't yeah, paint. Well, no, I'm not incapable of painting. No, you do I'm capable of painting. I just... You paint reasonably well when you paint. When I do. But for one, it's time. Two... Whereas a lot of people find it very relaxing, you know, you guys just do it like it's going out, you know, it's like you're drinking tea for you guys. It stresses me out quite a lot, so I actually find it quite stressful to paint, and it's because of the OCD element. I'm quite particular about it, so if I'm not, if I do it like trying to do it quickly, and it's not up to the standard I know I can do, I don't enjoy it, and I'm I, there, I dislike yeah, that. I so I'd rather it be done well. Uh, but if I'm going to do it well that I know I can do, 
I'd never paint anything anyway. I'd probably get each infantry model be quite maybe character so, standard. So just put this into my con- character standard. Sorry. Just put this into context because there's n- zero pressure on me now. I've got a two hundred pound model sat in the on my top of my washing machine. <laughs> Mate, throw it. The key thing for me, the reason, like to me, uh, conversions or kit bashing is probably the more accurate uh, description. It's, it's what adds uniqueness to an army. Okay, I you might know, hear a challenge I mean, at some point. Oh, we're definitely doing that at some point. Challenge oh, Spencer. Yeah, yeah. God, it depends on how much time you give me. Interestingly, if there's any out, out there in podcast land who's got a particular design challenge, why not let Spin New on the prospects party at gmail.com? Mm, we're coming back to this. Holy shit, it just got real, lads. <laughs> just got real. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that the first cop book challenge? So that's All right, boys, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And what you need him to build, you tell him what you want, and he'll make a really expensive conversion. It might be Make's six months before I get back to you. But yeah, <laughs> you, you, you might have to sell your children or something to fund it. But, yeah. Can you just imagine some guy? America. Two kidneys. Always surplus. One's a redundant. I've, I've got, got a, a really lot of inspiration uh, from other places. You know, uh, a lot of what I, a lot of things I've done is either I've seen someone else's conversion and gone, I like the cool, I like that part of that mm. that I want to apply my own version to it. I mean, a lot of people you probably use the Mark III Tech Marine for a lot of things. Uh, it's especially, a cool model, especially yeah. for you know water Like I know that you're doing something that's got a bit of some work yeah, in, in progress at the moment. Yeah, yeah. That's, Talk about that, that, later, that, that, that was. The thing is, though, I can just imagine some poor guy in America or in Australia, where it's even worse, just going to message us and be like, "I need some help making like a preview or something. You're going to make the most pimp-looking conversion. Send him the bits list, and then he's going to look at how to ship everything to Australia. Yeah, no, I won't do how that. to buy everything, and he's going to be like, "Oh, well, do you know what? Welcome no, to capitalism, baby. Honestly, in that situation, <laughs> that's, that's how capitalism you works. Know, if, if I had the time, I would suggest make you know, if he had an idea what he wanted." Make the model here, buy the bits here, and then send the model over or the bits over. What, to like that running person. a conversion commission service? Yeah, not quite like that, but you know what I mean. He's, he's I can't pay do that. I've literally haven't got the time to be doing he's that. He's got to pay for the servants on his estate. You can get Jeeves to do it. God just so. give Jeeves the shopping well, list. Just because you couldn't find your way up the drive. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's like four and a half miles long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah, but it's one straight line. <laughs> and, and you release the hounds. That's unnecessary. Uh, well, that wasn't my fault. Yeah, someone will get you know, right. talked to about that. Anyway, okay. Should we move on to Ross? Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's make let's make Ross the centre of everybody's Yay! attention and bitching again. Yeah, yeah. So Ross, um, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, right, Good start, in general, strong, strong or like a gaming in general. <laughs> well, I d- I, nobody wants to know about your career as a as a rent boy. So <laughs> let's let's just talk about professional uh, escort. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, no, yeah, there's nothing professional about it. No, it wasn't. To be fair. <laughs> Other than the fact you got paid. <laughs> I've played war games for well over 20 years now. Um, you even that old? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm 30. 30. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not, it's not the age, it's the mileage. Like Spin said, you used to play Dark Angels um, back in the day because I was an edgy kid. And then when I left the hobby for a while to become a chemical astronaut... <laughs> Become a man. Oh, what, sorry? <laughs> a chemical a chemical astronaut to get as high as possible. Oh, right, so yeah, no, I took what you mean there. Yeah, I spent a few years out of the hobby, came back, got into Games Workshop again, just as they changed editions. In fact, the first time I met Ross, uh, I was introduced to him by our mutual friend Steph. Oh, Steph, yeah. And his literally Steph was, Hi, this is Ross, he likes Dark Angels as well. Yeah, and then we it. spent an hour. <laughs> chatting about fluff in the background and that's how uh, when I first met Moss actually yeah so came back they changed editions on me and I didn't like the edition so I stopped playing discovered War Machine then they changed the editions on me and I didn't like it so I stopped playing um, Dan kind of went oh Horace Harris is a thing do you want to play 
All roads lead to me, apparently. So they? I'd started playing Horus Heresy. Been a massive fan of the f- the lore since I was a kid. I've read all about library books. Um, the laminated. No. <laughs> I keep having to buy new copies. <laughs> and then, I mean, I've I've had close calls for writing for Black Library. I'm currently, oh, yeah. currently talking to Black Library about a few things. So the I, I tend to be... No, Ross is a legit writer. Yeah, I've written. Uh, I've been lucky enough to read a lot of what uh, uh, Ross has written, and not just you know like the fluff that you've written for like campaigns right. and uh, stuff like for Penthouse and Reader's yeah. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Penthouse Forum. <laughs> yeah, uh, if I can remember, I'll tell you what his uh, his, uh, his alternative uh, uh, writing name is. No, but I've read some of his uh, stories <laughs> that he's done, his short <laughs> stories, because uh, you generally run those some of the, a lot of those past us uh, yeah. to see what you think, and some really good stuff. I really like that with some of the stuff you come up with. Yeah, basically, I, I read a lot of the books, I know a lot of the lore, it kind of comes hand in hand with having to know stuff that you're writing about, so when you said, let's play Heresy, and it was, mu- it's a lot of other podcasts refer to it as like a historical sci-fi game, and I really like the fact that I can get a black book, find one of the things they're talking about, and it's like, on such a day, the walls fell and this is how it happened, and it's not something like... I'm not going to shit on Mantic, but you look at the Mantic Warpath game and you're like, is there a storyline? Is it what what what's the deal? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, uh, we're talking about Horus Heresy rather than Mantic, but I think Mantic's thing is well, um, any game like um, yeah, it's I mean, the same for War Machine. Like they have a story that runs parallel to it, but it's not intrinsic to the game. Don't don't forget, I've GW have been going what, from four, since about thirty years. Or yeah, something? so I I I. I, I I have somewhere in my loft uh, the original copy of Warhammer Fantasy Battles, mm. the little box. Jesus. I've got an original copy of Road yeah. Trader, not the... I was maybe 13, 14, something like that. Yeah, the thing, the the thing that attracts me to Heresy is that, yeah, we don't have to play like one of the campaigns from a black book, no. but you still, you're playing with your uh, Warsmith or your Centurion or whatever, and you can write the background for him and... Because it's not as cutthroat as War Machine, and it's not as laid back as like um, some other game systems where your shit doesn't have to be painted if you go to an event. Mm. I like the fact that the community holds itself to a certain standard. Mm, painting is for closers. So like, fully painted for events. I'm not gonna be closer. Like mm. you, know, you are with assistance. It's, it's it's things like that. Like yeah. being able to sit down with someone that I've never met before and talk about one of the legions. Yeah. And we've got a common point just of interest. Just an interesting point there. That is just a realization I've had about. You know, talking about you know the other game systems like War, War Machine specifically. Yeah. Like, the advantage of Heresy, Portal K, whichever you, 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 you what it is in 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 uh, Games Workshop games. War Machine is about known characters. You build an army around. Known characters. There's no generic guy well, no, you can War, build an army around. Like it War Machine, it's about winning. And like I come from that environment where. I mean, in terms of like background, you're always going to have yeah. a character that is a known character in the yeah. story. Yeah. He's got to lead your army. Whereas in what we're doing, oh, you can make your own. We've got a generic model yeah. that you can then create your own story for, well, which is where the imagination that. starts going. Well, then, because obviously I I played War Machine at Wave Two, I think it was. You started, you started Mark One, look. Yeah, you I remember you, you and yeah. me. So this is it between me and Mr. Upton. We we obviously we were like kind of we led the way. But then that's what I liked about War Machine because you had set like you had a set leader character, whatever you want to call it. You didn't have like a bajillion choices of war gear. 
and this is what you got. This is this is the feet. This is what it's armed with. This is you know, and and bang, that was it. And it was all about the synergy of the units and how you used everything together, which what made the game. Whereas now, because we're kind of our, our gaming has changed with regards to matured. what we want to do. Matured, thank you. Because because we because we've now matured with regards to how we want to play the game, we want to be able to take you know, Chainsaw Jeff with this, that and the other and, and like I can take, you know, whoever and give him digilated just for the shit. It's where your imagination starts yeah. coming into play and hence the going back to the conversion yeah, stuff. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You know, it's what your imagination creates. It's like, oh, I want this guy to be this kind of character. I want him to have this kind of background, you know, and I'll make the model for it. Whereas other game systems is like, well, this is the guy you've got to use. Yeah, This I mean, is his background for it. You could, other special characters you can use in, in Heresies, you know, and there's a lot of very good special characters, obviously. But um, yeah, sorry, go on. It's, it's like I was saying, I come from that hyper-competitive War Machine tournament playing background that I've done for like five, six years. And now I'm playing a game where I don't have to be whack about everything. I don't have to make uh, like a Warsmith that is just going to kick someone's dick off. Amen, brother. It, it, it's, it's really Quite refreshing. You. This is it. It's like we're going to Tarsis... Me, me, well, all four of us are going yeah, to Yeah, thankfully, going, yeah, that was some good news. That was some very good news. There's like two separate teams, and I've designed my list. I've painted like two thirds of it, and then people are posting up like, "Oh, look at look at what I'm bringing," and it's like all mechanic and fuckbots. And you're like, uh, "Where's the narrative in that?" <laughs> like, we'll, we'll, we'll get onto this though. We've got a we've got a talking point about uh, power gaming versus narrative gaming, fluff gaming a bit later, but yeah, yeah, we'll get onto that. So, in terms of uh, your favourite army, your main army, Ross, what so, is that? Uh, back when I played 40k, it was Dark Angels. Um, when I first got into the Heresy, I looked at playing Dark Angels. There wasn't a lot in the books, but what they had was cool. Can I just, very quick question for, y- for you and Spin. Mm-hmm. So, Dark a- you, c- you could do a Dark Angels one. But well, I'm waiting on Angelus. Ideally, right ideally you want Angelus. Is dark, are Dark Angels going to be a thing in the future? I can't paint black. I can't paint black to the level that no, I want to. Dead easy. <laughs> yeah. dead easy. We'll get on to Hans' um, hobby tips as well. Later. <laughs> I think for me, it's going to be purely about what comes in the Angelus book. You know, okay. is it going to be something that I'm going to find as inspirational? Are they going to have some cool models? Are they going to have? Is there going to be like a unit that I'm going to like? That'd be cool to see on the table. Uh, you know, is it going to resonate with the fluff? Uh, how are they going to handle like uh, the, you know, the Luther side of the story and that side of you know the Calibanite side of it? These are things that I'm kind of like. Mm, uh, when I first started, it was like, yeah, Dark Angels, because it was what 40k thing mm. was. To but be fair, like probably one of the reasons I won't do it is if I rock up to an event with Dark Angels, it's gonna be like, oh, you're on the traitor side, and it's just like, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, the live banter is not. I get pleasing. it. I get that it's like for a long time the fluff kind of said, oh, they they sit on the sidelines and do it, do it, do anything, and then the recent novels, spoiler alert, they kick the shit out of the Night Lords for a long time. And that was the whole point of the Night Lords. They were sent off to keep the Dark Angels away from Terror. That's why they were like, apparently not ig- involved. Ignoring whatever Gilliman was doing and his stupidity. Like oh, the, let me just make another Empire room. Yeah. It, mean, it goes back to the fact that Horus himself knew that the First Legion were one of the most powerful that, that could stop him. It's, so he sent the Night Lords yeah. to stop them It's from why the wolves ended up at Prospero. Yeah. It's like the Emperor wants Magnus telling he's a bad boy. And Horace goes, hey, why don't you just kick the shit out of him and kill him? That's a that's a better way of doing it. So he goes off and decimates his legion at Prospero. And then 
he knows that if the first legion make it to Terra, then he's, he's, no he's just going to get fucked. So he then sends the night. He sends Kurz to go and do what Kurz does. So there's actually in the books now it says this is what was happening in this time period. But we've still got the people that are like, oh, they're traitors. That's probably because the story's not finished yet. He just gets on my tits, and that's the thing. I couldn't. I, I play a traitor legion. I play iron. I play iron warriors as well. There it is, people. Iron warriors. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you've been waiting for that, haven't you? <laughs> oh yeah. So I play iron warriors, who are traitors. Deliberately pinned my colours to the mast, and I played them in 40k as well. But the reason I like them isn't because oh, you can paint them silver and it's really quick. That pisses me off as well. Though you can paint them silver. You can. <laughs> <laughs> and it is relatively quick. But it's like, when someone goes, oh, why do you play Iron Warriors? And the first the first response is, oh, they're just really easy to paint. It just what, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've not even heard that. that. Seriously, on the Iron Warriors page. Show me your Iron Warriors, bitches. <laughs> like, Let's see them. There's been people... You like, see oh, the yours? Oh, what, why, do, why do people play Iron Warriors? And like three or four comments were just, they're the easiest legion to paint. And I'm just like, wow, no, yeah, that's, like I said, to me, purely for me, it was it even changed my mind because of what I read in the books. But the thing is, for me, it's like from day dot when they got Pertrawo back, and he was like, "You're all shit, be better." And then the Emperor, resonated with you, didn't it? Every single time they took a they took a system, they took a, a segment, like a subsector and stuff. The Emperor was like, "Right, you guys now are garrisoning in that place." And then when Horace turned around and went, "You know what? I'm going to go traitor." He didn't have to convince Perturabo. He didn't have to like tickle him with the demonic like hands and shit. I'm per- sick of this shit. Perturabo <laughs> was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm sick of this motherfucker. Like, I'm glad you did it before I did it. <laughs> they're just they're bitter. They're brutal. They don't give a shit. Uh, they were tra- They were more or less ready to become traitors before Horace did anyway. Yeah, that's only because of the way they got um, treated. Yeah, yeah. They were just they were treated so yeah. badly. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Dawn's golden boys are on the walls of the palace. Like just wanking into the wind. That's rightful place, I think you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. What hiding? No. <laughs> At the just back of the lines. No. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what, exactly what it was going on. You can kiss my <laughs> <laughs> And this is exactly the sort of thing I like. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, that, that's why I play on Warriors now. And looking at future legions, yeah, Dark Angels are probably on the cards at some point. Okay. But of the other stuff I want to do first. It's, mm. To be clear, I'm not trying to pin you guys down. I don't want to play this in like six months and go, where's the Dark Angel? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's literally, a, it's a waiting to see what comes. Yeah, but, fair enough. As, you know, much like Ross, there's more than enough to keep us busy in the meantime guess, and other ideas we've got yeah, going on. And, and I guess there's an element of the, um, after the book seven fiasco of, they could really screw this up. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, no, you, I mean, much like me with Thousand Warriors. Thousand, thousand Warriors. Thousand Sons, even. <laughs> thousand Warriors? No, you see, you, you, what you did so there like warriors of thousand. sums up a lot of what I do like about the, the community and you know the, the attitude to heresy gaming on the you know the competitive side. You you decided to do Thousand Sons before they got Book 7. Yeah, I, I was doing and Thousand Sons before they were cool. Yeah, no, but you did that. You, know, you did that. You, you were building your army and you were like, I'm just waiting for Book 7 to come out to see what the rules are like. I'm hoping to do this and the other. And when they came out, you took one look at that and then went, I'm going to sell my army because I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be playing that kind of army. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that, I like seeing that. I like seeing it. Anyway, each to your own. If you were like, playing that army, and we've got a couple of friends that are... Yeah, I mean, you can do Thousand Sons without being an arsehole and we'll get onto that. But um, yeah, I didn't... I just... Hashtag sec meta. No. <laughs> no, it just wasn't... No, it, wasn't, it didn't suit your style, did it? So, you know, fair play to you. But no, the... the the funniest part about this podcast was when we first started talking about it, the working title for it was Savage Weapons. Yes. Because both me and Spin were Dark Angels players that are now Iron Warriors players. And as we know, there's a short called Savage Weapons where 
the lion gives Perturabo the Ordinatus. <laughs> oh, here you go. It's like, geez. hey, uh, you know when Horace gets killed, do you want to back me for Warmaster? And it's like, it's a douche move, but I, could, I, I agree. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's some good negotiating skills there. But yeah, basically that's it. That's me. Okay, so Ross, in terms of getting you hard for heresy, what, what keeps you tumescent? So, uh, just... The books, for a start, yeah. Like now it's picked up again, and we're not messing around with like every other books in anthology. And the road to terror is laid out in front of us. Just seeing where they go with that. Um, the, the hobby chat we have, like, the, there's sometimes where I'm at home and I'm like, I can't be asked today. And then I'll open the hobby chat, and you've posted a picture of something you've painted. Alan's posted something he's done. Spins like, look at this model I just made. It's worth six hundred thousand million pounds. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Nick yeah. Raggio have been in touch. They said, can we have it in exchange for a national debt? <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I've got five despoiler marines on my desk upstairs. I'll go and finish painting them because then I can post in the thing as well. And it just keeps me going. But cool. yeah, getting really hard for heresy. It's the events. Yeah. yeah. Like this, I think it's going to be a big year for us. So, dear listeners, we'll be um, we'll be talking about some of the events that we're going to and trailing some of that as we go through the year because I think. I think it's fairly to say we're, we're, we're well and truly on board the hobby train this year, aren't we? Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, it's a bit disappointing that Warhammer World didn't seem to have any um, Horace Heresy events scheduled, although there was loads of TBAs towards yeah, the Yeah, I'm hoping that's going to be... Uh, it's just because they've not organised any... You know, yeah. got someone to organise them oh, they've, they've got to run out 40k events. It's their new... It's, it's new edition. Especially this year, because this year... I mean, like, 40k... I know there's a lot of... There's a lot of um, torn opinions on you know what's better 8th or the 7th edition regardless I'm not that fussed either way to me 8th no. edition is for 40k 7th edition is for heresy you know I've seen it's not 7th it's, not, it's heresy uh, first 1st edition but what I mean is that you, you what, there's no, there's no, that's not the argument you know you, if you want to play 40k you've got a game for 40k if you want to play heresy you've got a game for it or if you want to play both you've got two, two, two different game systems and, th- and this is where I'll be controversial would you not want to see heresy switch over to 8th so I think that needs to be a conversation for another podcast. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's probably yeah. a weapons yeah. free. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely a weapons that's, free. That's you later, check that shit. But so <laughs> what I was saying is that, that you know, uh, generally the 40k came out essentially what just over six months ago. Mm. You know, in that time they've released a hell of a lot for, for yeah. 40k, but they've still got more to come. No so this walk, year, no orcs. Yeah, no, yeah, go on, no, yeah. no, like Xenos at all. Probably no. the Elder. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Yeah, not, not, they've not released. It. But anyway, that's a new point. But yeah. this year is obviously going to be. Yeah, two hundred. Oh shit, they did. Yeah, they just released those. Uh, but the next year, this year coming, I imagine they need to push a lot of the uh, more events because they didn't really do a lot last well, year. Got, they've they got didn't got have one event last year because it's only just come out. Magline portents for um, AOS as well. Yeah, so mm. they've got a few AOS events coming out. Uh, I mean, it's, it's they are their big games from well, Games Workshop's point of view. The thing is, so you don't know how what's going to unfold here. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Necromunda. Yeah, Necromunda. Well, it is worth saying a couple of us are going to the Horus Heresy weekend. Oh, yeah. Touch it. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, (laughs) me and and Spinner were reporting back on that. Um, So let's move on to my personal favourite, the anarchy. (laughs) Oh, cheers, man. (laughs) No, he's only our favourite too. Here's the the long and the short of it. I've known Ant out of the four of us the longest. In fact, I don't even remember meeting Ross. Ross turned up one time. It's like it's like a social ninja. It's like, just there. <laughs> I've been talking to this guy. I've no idea who he is. But Ant, Ant, I remember we played. I played my Beastmen, and you played Bretonians. First ever game of Warhammer Fantasy I ever played back in the shop when you were a key time. There's a lot of dick swinging. Bretonians had just been released, and I remember uh, my my bestie girls absolutely had a really unpleasant rough sex. 
with your uh, knights <laughs> of the realm, but your questing knights taught me a new one. I will, I remember that Bretonian army, and I I painted a knight at a time at each in each knight each one was, was different, different. an individual that had to be really to, to be properly done. And it, and, and it took me about a week to paint a knight from start <laughs> to finish. After after like seven weeks, I got bored. Yeah, <laughs> I've just thought, thought something new. You know, what was your first memory of Anne? Mine was well, the first time oh, I met Anne properly. Go, was hang on, hang on, steady on. This could go really dark. Really <laughs> dark. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's okay. My first experience of Anne in the hobby, I think, was probably the most suitable. Was when he was working key time, working down the shop. I'd gone in, ran. It was one of the first times I'd gone into the shop. You know, it's it's that kind of like moment when you when you're a bit younger and you go in there and you know full well that was oh, you're gonna, one of two things is going to happen in Games Workshop. Back then, you're going to walk in, be ignored. And generally do what you need to do, or you're going to get attacked by someone who's going to ask you a million one questions and whether you want to find a clue. <laughs> but <laughs> silent fingers. <laughs> but Ant was running a tank game. Uh, it was a big, big tank game. So was that the one in the middle? It's the one yeah, where you, you were. You had your little. T- this he, he, had, into, he got into White Dwarf wearing your hat. He had this. Oh, he had this camouflaged helmet on that was four times too small for his head. Oh. Stood on <laughs> top of a table. With four, like, six-foot tables, or eight-foot tables around him, like, pointing directions. There was tanks everywhere. This, that, and the other's going off. And I turned up, and I've got, like, a razor back and a, and a dreadnought that I've just painted up. Yeah, I did paint some stuff. And I was like, can I get involved? He's like, yeah, mate, right, what have you got? Uh, right, you've got a razor back. Okay, then put that over there. That's great. Got dreadnought. I've got an idea for that, right? Gets in <laughs> like, this guy over here, he's been a right dick. Right, he's got <laughs> the entire table of basilisks, like, the entire length of them. And no one can do anything about them, and they've got the range, kill everything like that. But I don't like that. He's being a bit of a twat. So what I'm going to say is that your dreadnought and these dreadnoughts, they're going to deep strike in here, and you're going to act like an assault squad of dreadnoughts. <laughs> and it's literally what he did. He just deep strike dreadnoughts onto this guy's table, and pretty much march down the table, just removing basilisks left, right, and centre. And now I'm like, yeah! <laughs> I remember the photo of you in in White Dwarf because you, you you look like an old green that had stolen an Imperial Guard helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was vacuum formed to the top of your skull. Genius. Anyway, Ant. Hello. So we're not here to talk about history. Sorry, yeah. Let's it. talk about Horus Heresy. So, Ant, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, oh, Jesus, where do I start? I've been into the hobby now for way too long, probably about 25-ish years, maybe longer. So I think I wandered into Games Workshop um, when I saw pretty models in the window. And because I used to do like, a lot of airfix kits and all that kind of stuff, and um, the bloke in there basically said I could actually make the models, paint them all up like I normally do, but I now get to play with them. So I bought Space Marine as my first box set. Um, well, Epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Epic Space Marine. Epic Space oh, wow, Marine. Yeah. So that, that was what? That was second edition Epic, I think it was, or whatever whatever it was. It was after edition. No, that was Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that was, that it was, was like first edition that Epic was like gaming. Back, back in 1912. And uh, ever since then, <laughs> True historical then, then you had to go and fight in the trenches, didn't yeah, you? That's yeah, that's right. Thing, yeah. the, the, the ironic thing about that is that, that I'm pretty sure that was set during the heresy. It, 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 was, was, it was. It was. It was. Well, no, because that box set was um, Marines versus Eldar, and I had an Eldar army. I had, I had um, uh, was it War? I know it was Titanic because um, it was set during the heresy. Yeah, yeah. I had, um, I had these Eldar Titans that had Psychers on board. And they were real. Oh yeah, I remember that. They were used to uh, like warlock the, the warlocks, titans, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were wankers. They were. <laughs> they, they still were, are. They were great. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. Been into the hobby for far too long. I've collected just about every army under the sun. Um, I'm a like Dan says. I'm a bit of a, a system whore. 
Uh, we're not quite a King of Kingstarter anymore, but I stopped when I spent like half my mortgage on it. Um, I don't know, you, you still do occasionally pop up with the random Kickstarter. That, no, that's mainly because he backed stuff about two years ago. Yeah, and then yeah, it just yeah, yeah. randomly it turns up. Turns up. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. The AVP stuff turned oh, up yet? I fully should mention that. I got an email the other day about AVP that's looking a bit... There's some stuff that I'm not going to get by the looks of it. Oh, man, such but bullshit. The, but the thing is, though, that stuff I'm not bothered about because I didn't actually back it anyway. Oh, fair. So, <laughs> so I got all the bits I wanted. Anyway, when I did the demo stuff, I got my waiting golden aliens anyway. Yeah, it's probably worth saying, Ant, isn't it, that um, you are the king of demos as well. You got quite yeah, a few of us into that. Yeah. To be fair, you got me into War Machine. You got me into several other games. You got me into the, the pirate game. What was it? Arr. And it was called the, the, the Fantasy Pirate Game. <laughs> oh, Cutlass. Cutlass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've just released a new one, actually, um, which is using the same system, um, but I can't remember if the name of it, what it's called. Tombstone. Tombstone. Called Tombstone. Oh, it's not the Pandora's box. Yeah. Been and, it, and, it's got, and, it's, and that has got undead, undead cowboys. <laughs> oh, why did you tell me that? Shit. Weird, I can't man. afford this. And I've got, yeah. me, I've got Mexicans, so I'm going to be bandido. <laughs> Nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about that. Anyway, God, so quickly moving on. Um, no, yeah, so basically I've, I've been into the hobby for years. I've, I've collected all sorts of stuff, and I just basically... Um, You're one of the true veterans of our local scene. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just love the hobby. It kind of keeps me... Keeps you were El Presidente for a while as well, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, involved with starting the club. I, I, ran, started I, ran, the club. I started the... Um, I started Games Workshop. No, <laughs> you're not that old. Yeah, you I started, started, started Leicester Fat Cats 15 years. In fact, 16 years ago, it's the 16th anniversary this year. Mm. And um, yeah, yeah. Um, so me and a couple of the other guys, kind of on a drunken stupor night out, decided to start the club, and that was that. I think I ran it for about what seven years. Yeah, you were president like for seven oh, years. Well, so yeah, yeah, for quite a while. But um, then there was a whole incident, and we had to pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knew yeah. that donkeys can't give evidence in court? Well, <laughs> thank goodness. That's what I mean. That took a turn I was not ready for. I think, I think the words <laughs> kind of like saving on that one. I think that much sums up yeah. how future episodes might yeah. go. No, no, but no. Um, so yeah, I just I just do everything like gamey wise, um, but I'm more of a hobby man. So like I started off a blog. You're a whole hobbyist. You're a 360 hobby. I, uh, I started a blog off. I always back in the day when Forge World didn't have a system to go with its models. It just had cool stuff. Mm. Um, I bought a, war, a Chaos Warhound Titan. Still so in the local shop. Uh, Bob is on Bob. display in Gears for Geeks, but not for much longer. He'll be coming home soon. Yeah, <laughs> um, in the schooling. <laughs> yeah. Someone said you should have um, used that in that hot punch game. You're I'm, almost I'm, definitely going to have to disinfect it. I need three, though. Probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know who's licked it. Did we, did we have some ground rules It's fine. Anyway. Hang on. Every, every single pleb that's gone in there has like touched <laughs> went, it with their dribbly hands. Yeah, and, and you don't know where the general public's been, you know honestly. I could, I could take DNA samples off it and make it <laughs> yeah. army. No, you could grow a great and clean one from yeah, it, I'm pretty sure. That's cool. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, so I started off with a Warhound, uh, a Warhound, Chaos Warhound site, and I started a blog um, to kind of how to build it and how I painted it and this kind of stuff and that was what about seven eight years ago maybe a bit longer and basically it's just been great and what would that blog be called that long yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the anarchy of Anton some of you might know it the anarchy of Anton it's I think it's it's the actual web page is something called completely different because I changed too much web. metal or something like that yeah, yeah too, too much yeah, metal or too much unpainted metal or mountain of metal or I don't know whatever yeah. it's bloody so called. two things you should be aware of the um, some of you out there who are listening will be aware of the Fosfex Party Facebook web page and Anarchy of Anton's got a link on there but mm. we'll keep it up to date always worth checking on there because it's uh, 
it's a descent into madness, I find. But it's a, it's a joyous place. Mm. It's always good fun. It's, it, what, what I've always liked about Ant's uh, hobby style stroke and, you know, what's come across on, on the Anarchy uh, blog that you do is that you, you, you don't overcomplicate things. No. Like, you know, uh, we've seen the speed that you build, build and paint armies. I mean... Did you, have you built one just while we've been talking right now and painting um, it? Because that's how I was, you can. I was, I was contemplating bringing some of my Smurfs to paint at the same time, but maybe I'll do that next time and show you. For <laughs> do it. You should do it. But no, the, the the point is that you 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 got, you produce decent quality stuff in a like a very short space of time, and you know, okay, no offense, it's not going to be winning gold no, demon awards or anything like that. But if you look at it on the table, it looks fantastic. Well, I'll go, it's I'll, the speed you do it at, and well, you do, it's because you don't apply. Complicated methods. You just go, what? Which much bolts? I don't know. Have you seen his lightning? I don't know. Well, yeah, seen, yeah, that's yeah, where you're starting to experiment now, aren't then, you? But this is the thing. It's like I've, I've always gone down. I've always gone down what I call the two foot rule. And if it's and if it's and if it's closer than two foot, or if it's around like so, basically arm's length. And if it looks good at arm's length, then that will do. Because mm. the thing is, I can either paint a model or an army. Yeah. And I'm not going to paint a model when I've got a whole army to paint. If I'm going to do like a like a character model, so say for example a Primark or something like that that's quite funky. People like me to pick up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll spend a bit of time on it. Um, and, you know, maybe highlight it. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, you say that, but I don't know, for the past five, six years, every army you've put out, even though you are more than an arm length away from it, it still looks sick. Like, I remember your noble marines that you kicked the shit out of me consistently with. Oh, that's because I kept changing my list. Back in 48. You're a cheesy bastard. I never. <laughs> bullshit. What's wrong with well, three Terminators with lining claws? All champions, thank you. So, like, you, you could pick up one <laughs> well, of these. Well, if we're uh, talking about old school gaming, then, uh, we, yeah. This you, guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you pick up one of the Terminators or whatever, and it looks, it looks really good on the tabletop. And then you get it close to you, and it still looks pretty good. Yeah. So this whole oh, I don't get into highlight and stuff. You're talking yourself down. I'm not having it. I oh, know, I oh, know, but it's one of those things. It's what, it's what I don't kind of. I won't sit here and go, my my painting's amazing because because obviously I'm I'm on Instagram and all that kind of malarkey, and and some of the guys I follow on Instagram, apart from just porn stars, are, <laughs> are just and some of their stuff is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Are they building? Are they doing armies? I don't know. Cause, yeah. you know because you know, because there's, there's too many boobs. I mean, I remember Little Joe, was it little called, oh, Squirrel Joe, Paul. Tom Chesky, yeah. uh, who yeah. ended up working for the studio. Well, is he still there? Yeah, not he's still there. He's sure he's still heavy there. metal. But he, he, he never ever played a game. I think he played Lord of the Rings, was about the only game he even got close to playing. Did, but, but that's because it was six models. We won't talk about that. But yeah, he the stuff he came out with, we, we, he was doing it when we were working down the shop. Mm. Was phenomenal stuff. Yeah, but he was an artist. Exactly. So th- that's the difference. He yeah. wasn't. It's he didn't have to build an army. He was no. just building the model, painting the models he liked. Yeah, but then it, it depends. The thing is, I mean, this is this. I think this is an important thing. It's one of those things. The hobby is what you make it. So for me, the hobby is. I open my case. People go, "Oh, what Sant bought this week?" And pudding. There's an army. It's like, for example, um, I don't know. My Smurfs, for example. I've got like nearly four Ultramarines. For anyone who doesn't know, well, sorry, <laughs> who's not going to know? <laughs> It's worth mentioning that, yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it not the third company? That's the children. Oh, the they're Legion. like the fucking uh, 12th or something. Yeah, the, the 12th of the world, Eve. Number 13. And I've got nearly just over 4K's worth of 30K Smurfs. But then I've only played, what, 
two games yeah. of them. And I'll just keep adding. Bring it, lady boy. Let's do this shit. Let's throw down. Cock punch. I'll just keep adding random stuff to yeah. it. But, then it's, but it's also one of those ones where I'll kind of think, I oh, think yeah. That's another joy of heresy is that there's always more cool shit you can add to your army. But then. But, but it's not just the heresy factor, it's just the hobby in total, the mm. hobby in general. You can either go down like you, you do with your you know, your mental conversions. Um, Ross, with obviously all his fluffy background stuff, Dan, I won't steal your thunder, you can get to your bit. But then for me, it's just like I can, I can quite happily sit there and, and the way I relax you know, before after work and all that kind of stuff is just by painting models. And the fact that I can paint you know, an, an entire board of stuff is, is just unbelievable. It's just, it's just what I do. And it's no, it's no big fee. You just got to apply a bit of focus. But then, everybody has different priorities in life. Yeah, but, you know what I mean. It's just. I, 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 I do say that's a really interesting point, and actually, because I'd say exactly the same thing. And that, that for me has been the fundamental difference between how I used to be and how I am now. Yeah. It's, it's a question of scale. Yes. And it's saying I'm, I'm not painting a squad. I'm painting a three thousand point army. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, how do we get from start to finish? And the thing, the other thing is, so it's like, for me. The, big, the biggest game changer from a kind of a painty type wise, and I'm, I'm like you say, I'm never going to win a golden demon. I'm not bothered by that kind of stuff, and I'm never going to. Oh be no, that's not what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. But I I'm, think no, I'm, if anything, I'm not, I say if you not. applied yourself, like if you, if you <laughs> maybe, the mindset maybe, you have, maybe the mindset you have, you if you went, you know what, in 2019, I'm going to enter a golden demon. You would now, right now, <laughs> knowing how you think and how you apply yourself, you would start investing. You'd stop practicing now mm. on a model. You'd then investigate different techniques. You'd maybe get other people that you know that are doing it to like message you and learn the TT's techniques. Yeah, I, c- I could. And by 2019, you probably would have got you know could easily enter Gold Demon Lord. It's just you're not really that fussed about um, it. It's one of the like, the thing is, Harry. So I'd rather I'd rather paint like 15 guys than than one bloke. You know, what I, mean? I don't know. Anyway, but um, oh, what was I about to say? Production line painting is what I call your stuff. I don't know if it's production line painting, but it, but it's for the, th- the biggest game changer for me and all the kind of all, all my painting stuff, in, certainly in the last like what three maybe four years, has been um, inks and glazes and washes. Like um, I swear by um, Army Painter Strong Tone, fucking love the stuff. Mm. If I could buy that by literally the liter bottle, I would. Because contact them, I'm sure they'll let you. No, there's, there's, there's some guys out there, like you know, there's like there's a guy called Melvin Strain Shooter, he, he's, he's shown how to make some washes. There's a guy, uh, a bloke called Luke APS, he's got these are both YouTubers, and they show you how to make inks and washes for like you know, doing lots and lots of stuff. I can't be asked, I just buy a two quid, you know, little box, but I buy them in boxes of six. Um, and I just and I just that's what I use, and I just use that, and then just rehire, and it's just real simple techniques. But it's anybody can do it. You just got to understand how to do it, and that's that's, yeah. that's just it's a the, trick. It's, you design the process, and then you paint the process. Yeah, I yeah, think that's yeah, the key thing. Yeah. That's what I do with airbrushing and stuff. Mm. It, yeah. it, you, you might spend a bit of time working out how to how you do it for one, but then it's it's got how do you scale that yeah. up to do yeah. units of twenty or whatever? Well, no, it's true. But this is it. This is it. And like, like with the airbrushing thing, it's like I've been faffing around with the airbrushing stuff a lot more. Most of my ultramarines are done with airbrush. But even if it's just putting the base colour down, and then with the vehicles, the vehicles have been some vehicles have been were really challenging, but it was it was exciting, but it was also scary at the same time because it was like how much is too much. And where do you stop? Mm. And it's like I did my Mark II. What B. point is going over the top? Yeah, precisely. Yeah. I did my Mark II B Land Raider, and I thought I'd got the kind of the level of blueness right. Um, put it on the side. Got one of my rhinos that I've done previously. Put it next to it. And it was it stuck out like a fucking sore thumb, mm. and I was like bollocks. 
so then I had to kind of dull it down and then kind of restart it. But it was it was all part of the learning curve. Like the, the I've had, I've been faffing around with um, this liquid latex, this like liquid mask. We don't know. That this is hobby. Yeah, I'm not talking about liquid. No, I'm not talking about tip tape. <laughs> but, um, but this, that's what you use masking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What? Tammy a tip? Tammy a tip. Remove your hairs, Ross. It's okay. Yeah, um, it's cool. But like this liquid latex, it was like I thought I'd give it a go. Didn't re- didn't really read much about it. Just thought I'll just whack it on, see what happens. Didn't put enough of it on, and then I'd, I'd scrape up half my lightning to kind of get the fucker <laughs> off. But then it makes it look quite cool. That hurts, man. Just yeah. hearing that's painful. Yeah, but you've seen you've seen what it looks like now. No, but it's more the co- fact that you've got a lightning, you know, Forge World resin model, and you've gone, Psh, oh, it's not quite worked. <laughs> <laughs> With a knife. I can, just, I can hear the noise the knife makes as well. But it, every time it scrapes, a little tiny bit of my soul's just like, oh no. <laughs> but then, but then that's, that's that's the attitude you have. You're just it. like, oh, if it not works, if it do doesn't it. work, let's let's. But then the thing is, though, even though it's got like obviously it's got like little chunks and chunks and out of it. But when, it, when I do the weathering on it later down the line, it's going to make it look a bit more funkier. Yeah. Admittedly, yeah. the weathering's only going to be in certain bits. But it's, yeah. the, it's the Bob Ross thing. It's just a happy little mistake, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all of a sudden the Deadpool Adam, uh, trailers just yeah. popped into my head. <laughs> 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 but it's like, like I've been painting my own warriors, and a lot of what you've just said is all how I'm, I'm approaching it. If something, if there's too much null oil in one place, and it's kind of formed a little blob. Well, that's fine because when I go at it with like my weathering, that's just somewhere where it's going to be a little bit more weathered. Yeah, yeah. Or like because sometimes the Forge World resin needs cleaning up, and you you slip with your knife, and you end up with like a gouge. Well, that's yeah. fine because that's now just like a bullet indentation. Yeah, it. There's no point. I mean, I know war machine players that have got halfway through painting a model, made a mistake, gone straight off the deep end, stripped it, or thrown it away and bought a new one. And it's just a little bit like. But it depends on your angle, though, doesn't it? So you, you're going to get some perfectionists, regardless, regardless of you know whatever walk of life it is, whether it's painting, whether it's gaming, whether it's whatever, you know. And and you're going to get some people if it's not right, then they'll they'll strip and start again. But for me, it's like I don't think in in all in the grand scheme of things, the only the only models I've stripped ever were some Dark Angels for forty k that I sprayed with army with an army can. Paint a can oh, go and, and it just went completely yeah. fucking wrong. Yeah. And, and they're the only models I've stripped. Everything else I've kind of just, you know. See, stripping plastic for me, I picked up some secondhand Land Raiders and I'm like, these need stripping. But every time I look on the internet how to do it, there's always someone going, it'll melt it. Uh, oh, I, I posted, it did you get that link I posted? But a, a chap has gone through a lot of the well known methods of stripping and reviewed them and he's tried them on plastic, resin, metal, mm. and basically says, uh, which one? Uh, I can't remember which. Tell you what, why yeah. don't you? Why don't you I'll dig that, that out. The yeah. page. It was a really, yeah, it was really, a really good, a uh, really good um, link. I'll, I'll, I'll remind you to dig that out and I'll uh, post it up. I can't remember the chap's name. I just found it randomly, or it was from a link from somewhere else. You know the way you used to strip plastic. Wow. Right, so you get light fuel. No. <laughs> <laughs> For a minute, then I thought we were going to have some serious. Oh, <laughs> but, that, that, no, that, no. but that's. I think that's key to Ant actually is that it's finished, not perfect. Yeah. And, and that, that's true. You should live your life. But that's like the exact opposite of my issues yeah. with painting. Yeah, is yeah, that I, I, I would never get happy. It would never feel finished for me. Well, it, I think it was General Patton um, uh, who said uh, he said something like, uh, "The enemy of the good plan is the dream of the perfect one." Yes. Yeah. He, 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 the, Plan should never be a perfect plan. It never doesn't actually no. exist. It's like it's like your old age. Your old age is basically it's like you know the best day plans as soon as it hits the battlefield. Yeah, 
me. He's just going to go to No plan survives contact with that the enemy. That was it, yeah, yeah, that's the one. I mean, the, the thing is, though, it's like... It's just Unless you're Ant and you just throw him at chainsaws at people. Well, well, yeah. That's a whole other story. That is a podcast on its own. Um, but, but, it's just, but it is just one of those ones where when it comes... For me, the hobby and all that kind of stuff is just literally... And you know, painting models, having a good giggle, and and for me, for people to turn around and give me like the thumbs up, likes, and comments, and all that kind of stuff on social media, or if it's face to face, where I remember the, the nationals that I played in at the War Machine way back in the day, and I took my um, cricks, no, I think, cricks, I think cricks, cricks. And, and the amount of people that said that's really nice, that that that's all I wanted. Mm. The fact that I walked away with sportsmanship. Really, uh, that's was a good, good point. Was really I have good. never ever not enjoyed a game playing against you. That's because I don't take it seriously. Well, I don't right. take it seriously. Even though. those, even that series of games where I just got fucked from one end of the table to the other. Like I think we played five, 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 five games back to back in in like over a certain uh, length of yeah, weeks, over maybe. like two months and. Each game, I was like, right, I need to borrow Spins Land Raider. And then I'd turn up, and you'd fucking blow off the table in turn one. And I'm like, mm, uh, I'm not going to get salty, because it's Ant. But anyone else, I'd have been like, fuck you in your face! This actually, Ant exhibits a quality that I think is critical when you're playing Horus Heresy games, is that your life cannot be defined by victory in a game of Mandols. Absolutely no. no. Man dolls. I've never heard that before. It's true. That Ant's life is not defined like that. I think I think we all experience victories in other parts of our life, such that um, victory on a gaming table isn't the be all and end all. No. But, but tr- the trick is, sorry to cut across, yeah, sure. the trick is, it's about where you finish. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and it's and it's whether you if you fi- <laughs> 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 oh, uh, Yes. And carry on. Right. <laughs> so, so you can either go for the chest. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go this. Crude, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it depends. It depends. You've got to you, break you can, them in. You can you can finish at the top, and you can, and people can either love you or hate you. You you you're going to be like Marmite. You can finish at the middle, and it's like you know you're okay. Or you can finish at the bottom, and and most people will like you because they've either given you an easy game, or because you're that nice guy kind of thing. And it doesn't matter where where you finish, like kind of you know. It's where you stand. For me, it's where it's you about are, it's about your personal where you're happy to your finish. Personal off, yeah. Enjoyment. yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, like I, I would never go to a tournament and expect to win it. Well, like mm, it's not double tournament. We I went with that attitude. Yeah, we won it by accident, mm. essentially. Like from yeah. from War Machine, I've gone to tournaments expecting to win it, and I've placed high. For a long time, I was a very good War Machine player, but it doesn't apply here. It's a different mindset. Mm. Like if I went to Throne of Schools with my War Machine attitude, I'm not going to get any favourite votes, and I'm not going to win. If I go to a GT with my War Machine attitude, I might do all right. But at the same time, I'm not willing to invest my time in putting together a whack list that I'm not going to play at club because I don't want to drop mm. like a Knight Praforion or... Oh, yeah, yeah. How long will that take? An hour? Maybe yeah, that? If not, yeah, okay, we'll talk minutes. about that thing, I don't, I don't mm. want to build a list that's designed just to kick people's dicks off and right. then not use it at club because it's not fun and friendly. No. I mean, an example of that is... The, the last game we played, I played two full games on my own. It was both been against Dan. Mm. Uh, the first one was actually quite a close game. I thought I made mistakes initially because I not, didn't understand how the scoring system worked. The last well. game was purely Dan going, I've gone to the GT uh, to do with a practice game. I was like, yeah, I'll build for that. I didn't roll up with a GT list. I just rolled up with my standard, well, what was my standard 3K list reduced down to two and a half. Mm. And you spanked me left, right and centre. And literally every model off the table. I've not had so much fun playing a game in a long time. But then, but then the thing is, but then that's also. Oops, I just touched you. 
Uh-oh. It's wait, right. wait, 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 wait. Are we all here? Hello, anyone? Anyone? Yeah, anyone? No, it's fine, it's fine. Um, but then, but then that's, but that's what you said there is, is, quite, is quite interesting because it's not necessarily about the list you're playing, it's about the person you're mm. playing. And that's where th this hobby is quite unique. It's not like, so say, for example, I've been talking to various leaders online and... And you I would, talk to them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hang on a minute. That was that was a sketchy comment. Cam, <laughs> cam, cam chat. You had to pay for some reason. If I explain the hobby to people, and, and a lot of people think that it's like an Xbox Live, like a PlayStation Online type, it's like electronic-y type stuff. And when I turn around to them and say, you know, it's, it's dice, it's, it's, it's actual models, it's, it's tape measures, it's actually kind of real, well, not real life tactics. Some do work, some don't work. But it's an actual, like, an analog hobby. And it's where the social aspect is one of the biggest things. Because if you are not able to chat crap to your person opposite you so we we all know each other really well and we all know each other by the hobby and we all know and how to take the piss out of each other precisely and and, it, and we've all got a we've all got um a certain level of respect for each other based on what we all cave what we all bring to the table kind of thing apart from ross of course he's well, a dick well i know right i'm, just, <laughs> I'm literally here because i can do the text up yeah silent servitor where's the fucking it, off switch for the audio but it is but it is one of those ones where you know you're going to get some people who, who love the hobby for the social aspect you're going to get some people who love the hobby for the game you're going to love some you like you're going to like the people who do the like the net lists and the meta lists and, you know, and the, like the, leaf, the, leaf, the leaf blower stuff and you know which obviously we're going to cover later but it's just it's it's what you want it what what you want it to be is what you make it yeah. and and i think that to me is ultimately why yes you know why i'm why i'm yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Ant is my spirit animal. He's my hobby spirit animal. I think he is for a lot of us, to be fair. Yeah. It's only because I'm a fucking nutter. Yeah, but oh, we love yeah. that about you. Yeah. Uh, I think I was. It last year I only painted. I think it was about 550 models. Oh, holy shit. Only. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I was minus three. I'm, I do a pledge yeah. on my blog. Yeah, yeah, I, was yeah. my, I was minus three on my blog. So I'll tell you one thing. So it's, it's the difference uh, between yeah. what you buy and what yeah, you Yeah, pay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and as. Hang as on, so you were minus three on what you bought. Yeah. yeah so you've, what you've what you painted. So you bought more than five hundred models. I bought five. I bought five hundred fifty-eight models. I think. So you were, and it doesn't differentiate in size. No. Every model. So, was some the same. some of those could be a titan. <laughs> yeah. Some of those are a warlord titan. Oh, he does. No, he he likes a bit of a man. Uh, I don't need a new car. I, don't <laughs> I do. Need, <laughs> I do need a new car. No, it's just one of those ones where it's like you know you you, you know what you what you buy you paint, and it's to kind of keep the like the hobby mounting down if you like, mm. but. I just bought a new house for when, for when, <laughs> yeah, I've got a garage now. Um, but the thing is, when when I was typing up that end of year like blog review, and I'm going through each month, and it's like you know negative number, negative number, and I was just like, nah, this ain't good. And it's the first time in what five, six years I've finished on a negative. So it's kind of spurred me this. What you know, What do you think has caused that though? I mean, I know it's, when you say negative, it's like three models, but for you, I know for you, you're generally in and the plus. But don't don't forget, and pretty much supports. Uh, about two thirds of the gaming companies in the UK, yeah. in terms of how. I know, it's more, it's what, what's changed? I, I think what's it's changed. For, it's for clearly right. a result of Brexit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Let's take that out. Productivity okay. is down. Okay, so what's happened? There's been there's been a, quite a few life changing things. So is it just purely a life thing? There's, there's, there's been there's been some real life stuff that's gone off. That's kind of. So nothing that's kind of like you've lost a love for anything in the, in terms no, of the hobby no, side no, of it. No, it's just purely like getting it's, away. It's just literally my, my shift changed at work. Um, that kind of fluffed me over. Um, there's some other bits and bobs that have changed. That's kind of taken a lot more time up. And it's just one of those ones where rather than me, like, you know, sitting down and getting like, you know, two, three hours worth of painting in, I'll probably spend 
you know, two hours faffing around looking at porn or God knows what. And then <laughs> and then I'll decide to pick up a paintbrush once my hand's a bit worn out. And, <laughs> yeah. and jobs are good. Um, <laughs> he's right, not old enough yet that he starts getting the shades. This is a thing. Old session. This is the thing I've had recently. I've been painting so much recently that I've started to get wankers cramped while I'm painting. <laughs> I've realised now the reason that Ant strength test, I know, man. The reason strength the reason that Ant can blast out weight. so many miniatures is because his pre-painted warm-ups is just you, to, you just to go at it. I need a shake weight. My porn up account is locked to the load. I just celebrated my three-year anniversary. Have you got a premium like a platinum? Like, nah, I refuse to pay for porn. Locked and loaded. No, no, I thought they did. They give you one for being such a regular customer. There is another tower chair about Anthony's porn collection. That's for another time. Maybe. There's, a couple, there's at least two. Is an after hours one. Well, you'll appreciate. You'll remember when I tell you. But anyway, okay. we're not I've talking got about so many fucking stories. I can't okay. remember. Them. I'm, I'm looking forward to. I remember. Um, anyway, um, right. Let's get back on to. Let's back go work on track. track. So oh. okay, then. So let's have a look at this. So your favourite main army. Uh, my favourite main army. I started off with the Third Legion, the Emperor's Children, basically because I'm a perverted fucker and I love Slanesh. <laughs> But um, you did loyalists. I know because I <laughs> wait, were they loyalists? They were loyalists. Emperor's children. Yeah. children. Yeah. Because salt targets. Because, because, because salt. Fucking salt targets. This is the. I never. No, don't do it. <laughs> Please don't stick that there. No, no, no. no. <laughs> salt targets is one of my favourite characters from from the novels. Just because all the way through he's like, no, I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. And then at the end of the novel, it's just like you got fucked because you refused to like. Come on, man. You were in that bomb shower. You were all good. There was no reason to open the shuttle bay doors, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Fucking yeah, so I started off with the Third Legion, and that and that kind of where where I was or how I got into the hobby, if you like, is kind of hand in hand. And there's there's a guy over um, I think it's Burton or somewhere like that. There's a guy called Ed Barfield, and he started off like a a, um, a slow grove thirty k kind of campaign thing so like once every so often we get together at Warhammer World we'd rock up with like you know like a 500 point 750 list and like kind of like your points would go up after a certain amount of time and and because at that point the the, the Kalf the, the, was it the Kalf yeah uh, that, the Kalf. yeah, yeah that's yeah. one with all the Mark 4 guys in was that the first one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the first one yeah so that, GW set. so that came out, and that kind of gave me a bit of a kind of a, a, an, in, an inroad to actually get hold of 30k models that weren't going to cost me a liver. Um, I think, if anything, that's probably where the, a lot of the heresy well, boom came. Yeah, like absolutely, the last years. No, absolutely, absolutely. So, so Ed, Ed did this campaign thing, and he had like a Facebook page, and he was quite bollocks, and, and it kind of spurred me to kind of paint lots and lots of. So I got loads of tactical marines for that, and the problem is that. I don't understand how they work because I, I had a thought that each each kind of uh, legion would play in a certain way, and I couldn't suss out how the children played. No you one mean can. need to have another conversation yeah, about this? <laughs> we do. We do. But that needs to revisit but, your but, thinking. But it's, one, but it's one of those things where because no, by all accounts they are not an easy army to. Well, the thing is, we'll, we'll, we'll come yeah, to that. Yeah. We'll talk but, power listing, power gaming. Yeah. So, so, so I started off with the children. I, I did. A, I don't know. It's like purple, don't you? Yeah, purple was fun. They, look, they looked shit. really, they looked really, really nice. nice. And they were lovely to paint and all that kind of jazz. And, you know, they were nicely done and all that malarkey. But I didn't, I didn't, you know, when you don't feel you them, I them. don't feel them. And then I just went completely controversial, went to Mechanicum and painted them in the best colour in the world, which is obviously Russian green. Russian green. Everybody loves Russian green. Russian green is and the finest colour in the world. Almost every one of your armies is Russian green. <laughs> Not no. 
Almost. There's a di- uh, it does paint a lot of World War Two stuff though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, World War Two stuff. And, is, yeah, that not, is that not close to Salamander's Green? No, 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 it's no. Like, it's, 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 it's a lot of you know the Salamander's like, Green is the kind of green you get when uh, you take an Exeter. Ketchum Green back in the day. <laughs> yeah. That kind of. Am I am I retarded? I don't know what Russian green is. You remember Kachan? I'll show you. I'll show you. Oh, is it essentially Kachan green? It's a similar sort of shade. Like an olive type. I'm with you. So yeah, I did my Mechanicum, but then the only problem with my Mechanicum was that I couldn't pronounce half the fucking my auditory skills aren't particularly amazing. I can't even pronounce Lathiathan. <laughs> <laughs> This could be a challenge, Brad. Dan, what does this word say? <laughs> so, a Leviathan, you mean? Leviathan, the, yeah, the big ass dreadnought. Yeah, okay, you can't, what did you call it again? Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. But, but, but this is the thing, right? No, I've just never heard him say it. Mechanicum, mechanicum broadly fit into. Yeah, you've pretty much got that yeah, right yeah, down. Okay, yeah, it's got, a bit on the slow side. Uh, Do you know where that comes from? No idea. It's from, uh, from <laughs> Greek uh, mythology, from the Hecaton Kyres. Which means what? Uh, Hecaton Kyres were a bunch of cyclops with multiple heads, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. My like Greek mythology yeah, is not but great. Like, there's so many. Uh, well, hang on. Your Greek mythology is not great, but you probably know a lot more than yeah. I certainly do. I respect so my previous contact comment about absolutely the fucking. <laughs> Weapon names in Mechanicum. I reckon. I do reckon the person who whoever wrote the Mechanicum book was some kind of troll saying, "Let's see the fuckers pronounce this." Hey, no, no, you, right. No, and, and let's put it this way. Right, it was only th- last year that I realised that the way that Eldar pronounced monkey was monkey. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's one of those things where when I've read it on the book, the only time I've ever heard it is in my own mind by reading it in a book. Moncat. So I did it in a weird kind of alien kind just, of language in my think, head. Just think of the 70s. No, I completely get it. No, just think of a 60s, 70s cartoon with a bloke on the cloud. Moncat. Yeah, no, I, I completely get it. I got it now. But when I've been reading it for all those years, I've had it in this weird alien kind of like link to it. So I never twigged. What it was actually yeah, saying—it was just a weird alien language. Have you, have you seen the the latest Abomination Kong film with? Um, well, Island of the Skull oh, Island. Uh, Skull Island. Yeah, no, not yeah, saying that. There's, there's a bit in it where the, the guys were there. It says they're called Skull Creepers. <laughs> it sounded a lot better in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, it wasn't that. It was just purely because you know it's not like someone, we've had conversations where someone said it. So. Mm. It was always what I read in a book and how my mind applies that word. Yeah. And it was just much like you, you know, you said there. To me, it was just in my head a weird alien way of saying something. So I just did it in a weird alien way. To and me. then someone went, "Oh yeah, you know, monkey." Actually, said it and went monkey. And I went, "Penny drops." <laughs> Holy shit! All these <laughs> years, I not even realised. Well, like if, if you listen to any of the podcasts, it, it, it is like there's there's been some kind of major deficiency in the educational standards across <laughs> the Western world. 
Um, Michael on RFI, it makes me laugh every time he tries to say it. He can't say acquisitor. 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 I wasn't even trying what to they were talking about. I've even tried to explain it to him in a chat and said, this is how you pronounce it. Phonetically, this is how you say oh, it. Oh, no, can you say it now? Well, of course he can. Acquisitor, Michael. Acquisitor. Acquisitor. <laughs> Wait, one second. Like acquisition. I've got a thing. RFI, I love you guys so much, but the Imperial Eagle and the Aquila are different. Don't get... No. no, no don't trigger the Ross. No, uh, oh, no, it, Ross. No. It's my bit. Fuck off. Sorry. Carry on now. Just get right, anyway, track, so, so yeah, so I so went, went to Mechanicum, wanted to really do Mechanicum. Couldn't Always, say Leviathan. Love yeah. robots, all that kind of stuff. Couldn't say Leviathan. <laughs> there we go! Yay! That's a thing now. Yeah, that is a thing. Um, That's so and, mean and, that was a thing. And the thing is, though, and it was one of those things where I looked at the rules and I was like, what the fuck? Um, so I couldn't suss out the rules, so I kind of just shelved them. But I still got them because I got loads. Because I, got, yeah. I, got, I got loads of those thalats, you know, those infantry yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Really nice, superb models. Again, and we need to sort this. We do. Yeah. We do. Um, and then, cooler. and then, just to kind of like, you know, throw throw a complete curveball. Um, I think the beginning of 2017, I think it was, because I tend to do like one army, like new army, new year, or new year, new army, should I say? And I went with the the Smurfs, went with the Ultramarines, much to everyone's dismay. Um, and I've just been pumping them out like a fucking good. nutter. And they do look utterly fucking awesome, frankly. They are good. They're all right. I'm not going to... You, you know what they're, I mean. they're, they're typical they're, ultramarine. Yeah. yeah. Shiny. Is, like yeah. A, a lot of people's problems with the ultramarines have started to go away with the more books that have come out. Mm. And like I think he's more... It's, I think... Uh, I can't remember if it was the Genie 5-2 guy. I think it was the Genie 5... I can't remember his name. Is it Tom on the Genie 5-2? Yeah, who yeah. plays Ultramarines? Yeah. He I said... He, so. I think it was... I don't know if it was the latest episode or the one before that. He, he pointed out the fact is... The, the dislike for Ultramarines is not anything to do with the fact that Ultramarines. It's to do with the hang-up of them being the poster boys for 40k but then, but for so long. But that's what I wanted. Because yeah. the thing is, though, because mm. it, it's, they're like Marmite. You either love them or you hate yeah. them. And I wanted to kind of, in, I kind of wanted to kind of get that reaction where, where when I put up on the Fat Cat's Facebook page, and yes, you too can join. Um, <laughs> yes. It was it was one of those ones where I knew that I'd completely split the club. Some people would be like, Ooh, and other people are like, what the fuck are you doing, Ant? And and it's just like and it's, and it's and it's good it's good to see the reaction yeah. and and because I'm not on any kind of, I'm not on any ultramarine Facebook pages at all because I'm I, I, a blue marine is a blue marine. There are people that will argue about that. Well, <laughs> there's only one ultramarine blue. He's got a point. It's named after a colour. Yeah, there is only yeah. one ultramarine blue. He said that, and I genuinely went, I don't know what to say to this. Yeah, there is only yeah. one ultramarine blue, and it's not Prussian blue. Back in your box, service. And it's not God flat it. blue, it's ultramarine blue. So, yeah. but, then, but that's how I paint my stuff. But I've seen ultramarines painted really dark, which look really nice. I've painted them seeming like pastel colours, which look a bit... But that's what makes these armies unique, isn't it? It's yeah. your image of what an ultramarine should look like. Yeah. I mean, the, the way you, if you were to bring all those different armies together, for, like, all the, if you imagine all the people that painted an ultramarine army hmm. and you brought them together and everyone goes, oh, yeah, well, they don't they match. Well, the great thing about heresy is that the legions were so vast that who's to say that a company well, didn't do theirs in a slightly different shade of paint? Well, they did. That was the whole point. They have like heraldry for different captains. It's like it's in um, Pharos, you see where the one of the successor chapters gets their heraldry from and it's from the from the captain um, oh the uh, the quartered the white yeah, and the, the, I can't yeah. remember which successor chapter they are but Science of the Emperor is it? no uh, that, they, they eventually like, yeah, get yeah, Sother yeah, as yeah. their um, homeworld and then yeah. the Nids come and eat it but the thing is though, Don't this, do a this, this is the weird thing is like for 30k I've got Smurfs lots of Smurfs and in, in, in about a year-ish Roughly within a year, I'd say, give or take, 
I've probably got about maybe four thousand-ish points worth. I've got obviously the you know I've got Robbie G leading the way as well. Never used him in a game. I thought he's a nice model. Hated the face. He's I'll actually read. quite a cool model. I don't it? know, but he's a cool model. But then I don't like the Robbie G for forty k. He looks just a bit kind of that's not action man. That's, that's that's not a thing. That's a thing in the future. Let's not pretend that's happening. Okay, but you know what I mean. So this is it. So yeah. I've got what about four k's worth of Smurfs. But then next on the list is like I'm I'm going to test paint for uh, Ravenwing, uh, which Ross and um, Mr. Spencer's got very excited about. Very they're really excited. Cool. They're and, cool. and the thing is, because I did because I did a, a Death Company art like two k's worth of Death Company in about three weeks, um, so I practiced black. And then they they're by painting an army. By painting Some an people army. are doing a four k of an army in a year would be you know that's a challenge. Yeah, it's black. In, in the spare time. I love how you just and casually like it's black. I'm sat here like oh I really like dark angels, but the one thing I can't paint is black no, to a convincing way. On a serious note, I could, I could show you. You did say that you'd really, kind of cracked it, didn't you? Really simple. And the thing is, though, it's all about. It's another. It's another. It's a, we can do that another time. Yeah, but yeah. how you do the black and, and when all the only other color I've got to crack now is white. So from a 2018 army, I was going to say, what's oh the no, new, what's the new army for the new it's year? It's going to be world eaters. So I'm going to do the 12 companies. I'm going to do the wolves or the ha- no, the hounds, isn't it? Warhounds. So I'm going to do I'm going to do the 12 company. But it's one of those ones where you do those for the escalation campaign. Yes. Oh, for the bale stars. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes. So. Just, just to on. say, um, we'll be talking more about the events we run at the club in other podcasts, but we are running an escalation campaign to try and get... And it's gone quite frothy, hasn't it? Mm. No. It's dying. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. So, I mean, what was it? In the space of 24 hours, we got 20 people signed up immediately. Yeah. And yeah. it's just for our local... Yeah. And a couple of those club. are people that are completely new that want in so they can build alongside everyone else. Yeah. yeah. But, then so. the, but then the thing is, well, then this is again, this is where, where I kind of dropped into the, the 30k factor. If it wasn't for the plastic sets, I wouldn't be here. No. Because ultimately, I couldn't, aff- I couldn't justify spending £85 on 10 dudes that will get shot to shit in like <laughs> one turn. I mean, that's a good point. I, I started after the plastics, and I own something close to 70 Mark III Marines now. But, is that it? Yeah, but I'm slow. Every time I've got, I've got, I did a stock count. I've got ninety unbuilt Mark Fours (laughs) in my garage, (laughs) unbuilt. You know what? eBay and like seventeen quid for ten. Yeah, I've got um, some Mark Threes there, I think. Cool. Mark, Mark three are my guns. But I've got. I've got mixing up you see, the thing is, though, for my, for my world eaters, I'm doing all my rank and file, so all my tactical dudes in Mark four, and all my vets are going in Mark three. So that's, that's going to be that's going to be so my split. The next army for me is um, I'm looking at a Black Shields army, and I'm yeah. thinking mixing, like literally mixing Mark four. Because um, uh, the, 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 the Iron Warriors, I've gone for quite a unique theme. Yeah. Uh, with breaches as troops rather than going with the tactical squad, so. I've, it's taken me a while to build up the army because I've been buying bits as mm. I'm going to them and getting a unit what, here. Than spending three hundred pound on a character. As <laughs> <laughs> we said, that was if you'd bought the kits. I've not got like severing lots of these bodyguards sitting around with one just this guy. Going back yeah. to what I was saying, like, do you not find that after you've got seventy odd plastic marines? Like, I mean, I did it. I sat down. and I was like, I need another troops choice for Tarsus. Despoilers are a thing. Yeah, they're expensive. Like ten despoiler marines from Forge World are. I think have they have they ever guy with like the pistols? Pistol pistols. Pistol 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 like the grenade launchers. No, no, no that's that's the destroyers. Destroyers. Oh yeah, because I got a squad of them. I bought them just for two jet, no, three jet. Packs. God damn it! <laughs> that's See, like I find myself. Yeah, I'm nice. now. I'm now more readily happy to spend forty quid or whatever, fifty quid or whatever it is on those despoiler marines. 
after I've got my core of my army sorted. I think the, what the plastics have done is they've given like a gateway drug. It's like, hey, hey, do you want to play some heresy? Do you want to well, play yeah, some, like, like, here's some plastic it's like marines? cannabis, isn't it? Cannabis is your gateway into like LSD. And I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we, we've got no point of reference <laughs> now, and we, none of us know anything about drugs. We're all Amsterdam is good. Amsterdam is really I, good. Iowa is currently um, a, a primarily resin. Uh, because I've done it slow, very yeah. Like but you've you've got you've got an idea, you've got a theme, you've gone with the theme, and the breach the, the breaches of your troops look really funky. But the point of what I was just saying about the plastics is that for the black shields, I want to try and force myself to kind of mix, use the plastics more. And I was going to take the Mark Fours and the Mark Threes and literally mix them together to you represent see, that kind of like mix and match. And that was that's black shields element because when I first started collecting, or when I first started looking at thirty k, and obviously I mean it's obviously seventh edition rules, so I played seventh edition now and then, and so the rules set wasn't a problem. It was kind of, but when you, when you had like Mark Two, Mark Three, Mark Four, Mark Five, which is pretty much with most of your heresy type armor, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, there's different rules for different marks of armor. And I'm no, like, I don't. We can't do that. And I'm like. Can you mix and match? Can I have Mark II shoulder pads on a Mark III body? I didn't fucking know. So I'd have basically blagged the shit out of it. And I was like, fuck it. So I've got all sorts of stuff yeah. in my Emperor's Children. I've got, I think it's Mark V with my Mark. All the bubbly ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've got, I've got all sorts of manner of bits in there. And now it's like I'll put, like for my World Eaters, I've got Mark II and Mark III shoulder pads on the way from Forge World. And they're going to go on my Mark Three and Mark Four Marines, and I'm sure somebody somewhere is going to be like twitching. And but this, like, well, no, this is exactly but, the whole point. But, but, but when I just, just sit there and go, they're mine. So. It's to represent the fact yeah. because the Black Shields, they're you know they're not got access to the the, the, the kit they need. They're going to mix and match whatever arm they get hold of. Mm. And I, one of the things I was kind of you wanted gonna, to do I'm, to make I'm it gonna unique. Have, I'm going to have a load of tools. So spare it. Well, no, one of the things, the other things we can do is take a, um, a Dimos or Demios or whatever you want to say it. Uh, Rhino, Demos. Demos is it? Demos. Rhino Mark One. Um, to two, I think it is, Mark two. But they take the, the whole of that, but then for more predators, put the plastic predator kit turret on top. What, the, the, what the, um, yeah, to represent the mix match. Abraham's looking yeah. box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looks shit, man. But I can't stand the, bo the bobble on yeah, the, the bobble predators. Yeah, classic. But no, no, it's the whole idea that's like is to 90, represent. That's like people who are into the no, no, no. 40s yeah. classic. Man. But it's to represent the mix and matching. You know, so they've, then, they've so then why don't you the, the, use so then why don't you use a one fifty scale tank turret and then switch out the main gun for an auto if we, or twinkling glass? If we wandered into weapons free and ignored No, we've not. Okay, so what makes me hard for heresy? Painted models, having a giggle and basically um, the feedback that I get from um, people with regards to the shit that I've painted. And it's all Ed's fucking fault, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ed. Actually, yeah, Ed is Ed was gateway. He's the man. I think he's still doing. The, is he the events organizer? At he's one of them. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure he does. Is this, this Ed? Ed, Ed Barfield. Is yeah. that the same chap? Yeah, the guy we were talking yeah. to at the, yeah. Double yeah. the, the, the one, the one that you nearly scared off by going, "This event, shit." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that the guy that was like, you can't use third party at Warhammer World? No, it wasn't him. It, it got involved. That was just a GW just thing. A, that was a, it came from Warhammer World, which is, can I can I just add, is patently untrue, because my Death Guard army at the last event who was nominated, and there's third party bits all over yeah. that stuff. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be a thing. I think it's just to stop people using fucking Coke cans as tight. <laughs> no, no I, I think it's, it is, part of, of what I've heard, one of the things I've heard is that, you know how, uh, if you look at the way that Games Workshop make their plastics now, mm. You know, you're not got, you know, a lot of just torsos and legs and then a head and stuff like that. They, they, like if you look at like the Death Guard, they are 
molded parts that slot together in a particular yeah, way. But monopose. Mon- monopose, but you know, they're, they're the fantastic models, they're still fantastic models, but you can't just take a piece off and then sell it on or uh, then swap in a third party bit very easily. But, but, I don't know whether that's to, to do with yeah. it being a, a starter uh, set, though. I think because you've got stuff like Shapeways, for example, and you had that guy on Shapeways. Pop, got Pop Goes the Monkey. That's the dude. Yeah. And, and I was looking at his stuff, and, and obviously, Ben, he, he controversially obviously got shut down. Well, well, he, no, he had no, a lot of his now. range you know, like like taken pulled, off. Like pulled because yeah. of obviously IP and it's all a, that. There's a long story behind that. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know what I mean? But, but this is it. But, but it's probably to stop more stuff like that. As well as to stop, you know, people taking down. Well, the ironic thing is that. Someone pointed out is that if, if take Pop Goes the Monkey as we're talking about them at the moment, he produces shoulder pads and weapon types yeah. and like, like fantastic. But if if Games Workshop have an issue with that, I can I can understand their point of view as a company. That the other, but someone pointed out and they said, well, if it if it wasn't for Games Workshop producing the miniatures in the first place, he wouldn't be having anything to sell to put onto those miniatures. Right. So it's that people would need to buy the miniatures from Games Workshop yeah, to put those bits onto. Yeah, but that's not how IP works. I, no, no but, but, but the thing is, can, is I, can I just say this is probably a discussion point for another day. To yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, as true. always, get going. Right, but yeah, so that's basically me Tangent. in a nutshell. Um, I like painting models and, and looking at pool mud is great. Right, I think um, I completely I, I zoned out for a second because I looked. At <laughs> in my head, I looked at something on the laptop. And then all I heard was painting models and porn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that Ima- is not I can imagine that's definitely gone hand in hand. In, hand. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in Ant's hobby room. Um, no, it's not my hobby it, room. It's like, it's like a kill room from... Um, the purge. Tarp or like yeah, yeah, tarp or tarp or like from was it Snatch? Dexter. Yeah, yeah. When they yeah, walk yeah, into the room, yeah, they're yeah. like, "Oh, this is not going to go well." Is I it mean, when it's just like tarp all over? I the just, never I trust just, a man who went to pig farm. I, just, I, just, <laughs> I was about to say, I just need pigs in my back garden. <laughs> Do you know what ne- nemesis means? <laughs> yeah, yeah my, that's my favourite quote. It really is. And I swear, like the rest of the world just assumes that that's how all of England talk. What from, the, from, from those films? I have, I have met back. American people that are disappointed that I am not just a big brick top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Ross. I'm disappointed what? you're not a big brick top. <laughs> Errol, um, go and make me a fucking cup right. of tea. <laughs> now, I think uh, you shat it. You put your dick on. Make me a cup of tea. I think uh, I nominate no sugar to now interview Dan. Okay, then. So uh, well, I'm going to introduce Dan slightly because. If it wasn't for Dan, I don't think any of us would be actually sitting here because he's probably it's one of the most organised <laughs> individuals in the world, especially when it comes down to rallying the troops because we are like a bunch of fucking cats. It's, it's um, herd, herding psychotic ferrets. Yeah, it's like. yeah. Well, I think the laser pointer that you got does help me because I'm like... <laughs> 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 um, leaving, leaving, obviously, um, Stalin for Ross to kind of... Chase. Ah, Stolen was tasty, man. Um, it's was good. German yeah. shit, man. It's keeping me going as well. I've got some we'll, more. We'll go and get some more. I've got it? some more. Anyway, um, so yeah, so um, I introduced Dan. Dan's um, obviously Dan. We called him Dan the Man. And uh, away you go, sir. Introduce yourself and uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, well, I got into gaming, uh, and this is going to. Uh, we accuse Spencer of being Lord Mould. Um, I got into gaming after I fell off a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> like so I don't know that. Was, was that an ex-girlfriend or? It might have been. Oh Lord Almighty! Well, um, so I used to I used to do modern pentathlon at university. Okay. Yeah. So like fencing and shit. Yeah. Yep. And that pretty much took all of my time. So when I finished university, I carried on doing it for a bit. But I fell off a horse doing horse jumping, and I fucked my left shoulder and my right knee, which is an odd combination. But I did. 
do the awesome thing where you hit the ground and you knee yourself in the shoulder? Uh, it wasn't far off that. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I basically tried to stop myself. My arm went, and then the horse kicked me in the knee. Holy oh, shit! That's yes. nowhere near the comedy. <laughs> No, no. All, it's, all, it's, all, all I imagine is the shattering of it was, that. It was properly fucking knee. painful. Is no shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? Anyway, did, so did, po- did you cry? Sorry, did you cry? I, I wept manfully. <laughs> I tell you what, as, as, it was someone, beautiful. as someone that has broken their back, you win. <laughs> no man, <laughs> Jesus Christ, no, Jesus, that's a bad time. Go on, go on. So anyway, so I suddenly thought to myself, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do something with the time because I can't, I couldn't ride a horse, I couldn't fence. I couldn't do anything. So would it, would it be in your shoulder as well? I bet you couldn't yeah. have taken up an Anton activity either. No, no, exactly. No. No. I'm left hand's my wanking hand. So, <laughs> are you not ambidextrous? Sorry? Are you not ambidextrous? Well, no, this feels like a stranger. <laughs> so, so, so I came off. Hold for it, hold for it. And breathe. Go. Ooh. Okay. So I came off hills and I didn't have, I didn't have any activity to do. However, so I thought I'm gonna have to have a hobby because I was laid up for ages, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to get something to do that I can do kind of relatively immobile, if you like. Mm. And um, I, as I said, I got a copy of the original Warhammer back in the day when it was a box that came out with three books, and it was in a little shitty box, and it's somewhere in my loft somewhere. I thought, I know, I'll go into uh, GW because it got a store in there and see what's what. Which, where was this? Or was this it, is in Leicester. Oh, was this in Leicester? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was, so at the time, um, it's after I came, is it? yeah, it's after I came back from Africa. So yeah, I worked <laughs> on ships in Africa. Holy yeah, shit. No. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. Until no. before you told everyone oh, on RFI. Yeah, I don't, It's it was a dark time, we don't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> so when I came back from Africa. Yeah. Um, and so I was back in Leicester because I couldn't afford to live anywhere else at the time. So I thought, fuck it, I'll just go in. I'll just go in and see what's what, and I'll build some shit, and uh, and that's how I got started. Wow. Basically, I got so, sucked in. So, what was your first army then? My first army was beastmen. Why would be why beastmen? Because I didn't. Do you know <laughs> the thing about forty k? And it still fucks me off today. It, and it's still it's a bit of a heresy OCD thing I have. The scales wrong. So there is no way in any modern battlefield that if there was a basilisk that you could draw a line of sight to. <laughs> that it would it would exist because some dickhead with a missile launcher would go you can go away and uh, that always the, I, 40k thing and you'd watch I watched a game it was Scott do you remember Scott yeah, 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 yeah. I remember watching Scott play with his Iron Warriors and he had Basilisk hid at, at weird angles behind buildings and I went no that's not for me so I started off playing fantasy okay and so, it was so I'm going to ask you a controversial yeah, sure. question now obviously if you've been into fantasy since what technically first edition yeah pretty and much and obviously you've watched it kind of go over the years yeah, and yeah. kind of Go from where it is to like kind of the magic fest that it was, and then kind of try and kind of Are we going where I think we're going? We're going to go where, where we're going to go. If there's someone that's going to go there, it's going to be Anne. It, well, why not? You know, I mean, it's like you know, you should know me by first into the breach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Once more into the breach, dear friend. Um, once more. Philip the with 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 ninth edition, yeah. i.e., Age of Sigma. Age of Sigma. Do you think that was the right thing to do for the fantasy universe at that time? It was it was the right thing to do for GW. It wasn't the right thing for fans of Warhammer Fantasy Battle. Okay. It's a completely so, different game. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Which is fine. But it's, it's, it, it, what it does is it leaves a lot of people who are refugees who then go, well, that's not that's not my game anymore. Mm. And that's not what I want to play. Mm. I mean, from, from a... <coughs> From a law perspective, it was the only thing they could have done. Yeah. Like, unlike with 40k, they wrote themselves into a dead end with the Storm of Chaos. Mm-hmm. And they had the Storm of Chaos, and Archaon won and destroyed the, the old world. 
but they couldn't. They can't destroy the, the only world. world. But ultimately, everyone said, oh, you didn't follow through, or you didn't follow through, Archeon destroyed the old world, you're shit. And then they destroyed the old world, and everyone was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, um, okay, then, so Fantasy Play, from, so, when, so when did you bridge the gap from Fantasy into other sides of the, the GW universe and 40k and all that kind of shaz? Uh, it was, originally, um, Epic. Really? Yeah, okay. it was epic that got me into it. So, like oh, you, I yes. bought a copy of Space Marine. Yes. Uh, and but I'd also jumped on Epic Armageddon. Yeah. And I, again, for exactly the same reason, the scale was right at this yes. time. Yes. It's got your artillery battery halfway across the table. Yeah, yeah the scale was about right. Range, absolutely. Correct. Yeah, yeah, it made more and more sense to me. Uh, but then you see, it was quite a small hop into. Uh, 40k then, yes. because what I picked up was Alpha Legion originally. Oh, you bastard! Oh, I remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Spin has Spin and I have a long and storied history of playing Alpha, my Alpha Legion against his dudes, Dark Angels. Did you Dark ever Angels. get them back? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, well, they became yes. true Alpha Legionnaires, didn't they? They did. I I did get <laughs> them because I remember that I was gutted for you. That yeah, yeah. Definitely. Do, you, do you know how I got them back? Yeah. Well, you might as well explain the whole story for the listener. Oh uh, well, they got stolen out of my car, basically. No, they 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 got transported by chaos <laughs> <laughs> they, they got stolen out of my car they were stolen by somebody who got their jollies by jizzing over stuff oh, such no. yes okay didn't and, hear this side of it and I, this is on I, the he doesn't listen yeah. he doesn't listen to the answer phone messages on our archive I, I don't listen to podcasts I All right, don't know why so I'm doing this to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 this is, this is this is for me is this is like football I like playing football I can't fucking stand watching it because <laughs> it's participation you've yeah, got to do it yeah. anyway bye bye um, so it was stolen out of my car, along with my Chaos Army as well, yeah, um, yeah. Chaos Marauders and all that yeah. kind of shit. And um, they went walkabout for three years, yeah, four years, maybe something like that. Well, and I got them back after a court case where the uh, the police basically got in my bag, and my cases were in an evidence bag. And they were like, um, well, you know, we had to keep it because it's got significant DNA evidence on it. Well, it got blood on it or something. Well, it wasn't blood. They, Oh my God, does he piss on it or something? He piss on these stuff. No. He didn't shit on it, did he? <laughs> no. Um, wanking over it. What, he wanked over your stuff? What? Not just mine. But basically what you do, he'd steal it. He liked to steal stuff. And then he'd, he'd he pop his filthy yogurt all over it. That's him off. Getting off over stuff he'd stolen. Yeah. And I thought I was bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's a whole world of perversion you've wow. not encountered yet. And try talking something from Spin's house before we go. <laughs> See, I don't know. Maybe it'll work out for you. I'll take you. Did you burn the models then? Uh, I burnt the case. <laughs> you, you sold the way you made. Yeah. I've got to say, though, though. Because you you know, back then, you know, Dan's Alpha Legion were cool. They, they were what Alpha Legion were meant to be. Like you, you'd put a dreadnought on the table and go, off you go. You can set up now. I'd be like, fuck it out. And then the all cannons and everything. But like I remember, that. you go, you go back in the day. Yeah. I remember when um, one, whatever edition it was, and the Chaos Codex was re-released and got fucking nerfed to shit. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have Legion and stuff Legion at all. Was was a little picture of uh, like three little pictures yeah. of colour well, these are the yeah, they didn't have any rules for them yeah, yeah that, that was, that's, when it that's what killed it for me because yeah. they went from having these cool rules to so a fancy paint well, job it was character yeah. wasn't it it added character to the oh, army so that's it? when I stopped playing Iron Warriors the first time yeah. 
happening first time. Yeah, okay. You've not played them yet, have so, you? So, whoa now. Whoa, <laughs> whoa now. He has at least played some games with them. True, true, true. Okay, and so so that was obviously your 40k type Space Marine sort of yeah. stuff. And what made you go, flick the switch, you go full on retard into 30k? Well, it was Alistair. Alice Bear. Really? Yeah. Well, Alan, really? Alan, yeah. Um, so he baited me for about six months. He was going, Dan, you could do this, you could do this, you could do this, you could do this, you could play 30 games. No, I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then one day I bought a trailer from Calfbox and I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, so then what was your first... Because I know obviously you, you know, you're quite renowned for having a number of legions under your belt. Most of them. Um, so what was your first legion? So I started off with Thousand Sons. Okay. Uh, again, I started off with Thousand Sons because I, largely because I figured out a cool way of painting them. Yeah, they were, they the, were really um, nice, actually. Hot Rod, Reddy... It was like the candy nice. stuff, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, candy Reds, yeah. They were beautiful, they did. You introduced me to those candy paints, and I'm just like, oh, I could buy an airbrush and get good. Or <laughs> <laughs> it, it is easy mode. Yeah. Uh, there'll be somebody out there going screaming at their uh, podcast listening device, going, "It's not easy mode." No, yeah. we know it's not. It We've is. seen examples Spray of it. Silver. And none yeah. of us gone to the MK thing, so I haven't been to an MK. No, none of us have. No, there you go. What's an MK? It's like a painting airbrush painting course. It's quite big in there. On a lot of people rate it. Um, to be honest, most of the stuff that people turn out as a consequence of it is really, really good. So I'm, I'm not knocking it. I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, although we've both done the one at Farwell Bodywork from Steve Buffer, which I'm doing. Yeah, for me, that was that was like that kind of took my painting, not necessarily my painting to the next level, but it gave me a wicked tool to use in my toolbox. So rather than just using my roller brush, um, I've now got a body, I've now got a car body can spray brush. Yeah. Spray. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sat here giggling like a child because I haven't said oh, he's got a wicked tool. <laughs> he has. Oh, yeah. uh, there are many fine ladies who will verify this fact. <laughs> Allegedly, if you so, can find them. Um, so I started off with a thousand yes, sons. Yes, a thousand sons. Uh, and I thought to myself, uh, but I quite like the portrayal of the Calf board game. I think the board game is quite good. I've never actually played that. Never played never it. Played we it. should do that. We should do that one night. It's a good mm. board game. So I thought I need I need to paint something else, and I was flicking through the Traitor Legions, and because I was thinking, oh, Thousand Sons, mm. Magnus did nothing wrong. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was flicking through, and I thought, oh, which one should I do? He was and misunderstood. No, and nobody nobody seems to be doing Death Guard. I didn't see. I hadn't seen anything yeah. about anybody doing Death Guard. It's probably because it's white. Uh, well, or cream. Yeah. Or no, yeah. it's just uh, they're, they're not really the poster boys, are they? So I suppose not. Uh, but I, I started reading some of the stuff, and I got the Legion's book at this time. So the thing, and I thought I quite like that. And it's t- this goes kind of back to your point about saying um, uh, what was the Legion we were talking about? You're saying oh, most people, Empress Children. Yeah. And they go oh, a lot of people don't see it. It's because, and I think Death Guard like this. Death Guard don't have their strength in the shop window. They're not meathead strong. Yeah. Mm, you've yeah. got to, You've got to think about how you're going to use them to I get mean, the your most death out. guard that you're... When I mean, I've played it, you know how much I hate the Grave I don't Wardens. think I've ever played your death guard. Have Haven't you? Yeah. Make sure you're not bringing Grave It's Wardens. a life-changing experience. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, can't, you can't play against them and not face Death Wardens. No, they, they are, they are super, absolutely super. Grave Warden. Have they terminated do you? One of the two And this is well, I apologise to everybody in advance. My knowledge of the heresy is... Piss poor is the best way to describe <laughs> it. You know what okay. I mean? As it's an example, like, right, this is just, I, I meant to ask this on, earlier. Test me, go on. No, no, no. Like, How do you say, say Leviathan? Fucking <laughs> 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 savage. Right, in terms of, of like, you know, one side of it is the, the heresy novels. That's obviously what a lot of people have got for you into the game because but they I, came I, first. I think I got so to... So I'm currently up to, I'm halfway through Crimson King. You are only just a little bit behind I've, that. I've Master Rankind? I stopped at Master Rankind. And so you've got, you got like two or three books behind me. Yeah, Black Library were like, hey, we want you to write in the Dark Imperium. And I was like, ah, oh, I've got to go and read now. Yeah, <laughs> so you stopped at... The Thousand Sons. 
And have you read any of them? Uh, I, I'm not bit beholden to tradition. I'm just reading every fucking book I like. So I've just well, finished um, <laughs> Pharos. Well, then, oh book. yeah, because you read that after the, what we suggested yeah, sure. for Tarsus, didn't we? But, well, yeah. this, well, then this is where I have uh, this is where I've got an uneven advantage. There's a guy called Tactica Imperialis who does like 20 minute, half an hour snippets of like stories of the legions, mm. and I'm learning about the legions. Yeah, that's always doing it. Yeah. And to be honest with you, the guy, the guys, I've really rated the guy yeah, because because I found out stuff about the Iron Warriors, for example, where basically you were you were treated like plebs, yeah. which now makes sense why they could turn yeah, traitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the space walls and the thousand suns, and it's really interesting. Mm. And it's like, and, and then the ultra, the ultramarine one I listened to because I thought, oh, man, this is going to be a load of rollocks. And I listened to it, and I'm like, bloody hell, it's actually really quite. And each one's got a wicked story. I'm not listening. I've listened to the Death Guard one, and that was really interesting. But yeah. sorry, carry on. So I, I started pay, painting Death Guard whilst I was waiting for Book Seven to come out, and. Somehow, accidentally painted seven and a half thousand points of Death Guard. Oh, it's easy done. You know, yeah. you just get in carried away. Don't and you? and to be honest, Death Death Guard will always be my first love because of course I won the Throne of Skulls. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say. Yeah, yeah, you won. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that um, was that like your first event? Uh, no, that was second event. Second event. 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 For the uninitiated, how do you actually win it? Is it like a normal well, tournament or is it um, something different? Throne Throne of Skulls is is a bit of a, a kind of a hybrid. And to be honest, I've not been to two Throne of Schools that have had the same scoring mechanism. Okay. Truth mm-hmm. be told. It changed but though, didn't it? You won and then they changed it after that. <laughs> I broke it. <laughs> <laughs> you won so it with charm and then they went, oh, hang on, that's not what we Hang on, no, you can't, you can't have nice people winning this game. Um, well, that's so why a Custodes player won it this year. Ooh. Ooh. No, that was GT. That was that GT. That was GT. Stow that shit, Hudson. Was that the Dreadnought with two assault cannon things? Two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But GT... Is a different thing altogether. So, anyway, the point being about Thro- Throne of Schools, what it was is, and they, it was really nice actually because they'd obviously set it up for as many people as possible to take something home. Well, okay. So uh, it w- and it was it was narrative in the sense of you went in, you're either a, ne- a traitor or loyalist. So it was two factions against each other, yep. and every everybody on the winning faction got the certificate. There was um, an award for the best in each legion. Okay. And also, so like, so, but also things like um, mechanical one, and then there was like agents of the emperor, and there was also a imperial army. So there was solar orgs and militia were together. Um, Talons of the emperor was basically one, and I think that might have been with mechanicum actually. Anyway, but there was so there was like twenty awards for the best player in each of these different things. But interesting enough, there was one guy. Um, is it's a good friend of him nine on on Facebook. He won the word bearers one because he was the only word bearer player there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, by the by, default is still win. Absolutely. Um, Surprise. Yeah, and then they had best traitor player, best loyalist player, yeah. and then they had best overall. Okay. So, and the way it worked was you had victory points for your games, yes. and then you had favourite game votes, and your victory points for your games were multiplied by your favourite games. Uh, so, in terms of raw victory points in that throne of schools, I think I came about fifth. But the three of the four of the players above me didn't get a single favourite game vote. Well, that's obviously because and as we swats. well maybe no, no, not necessarily. Well, no, but I mean, I'm if you if you if you <laughs> remember back to when you won best sportsmanship and some of the shit you pulled on the Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> that's because I was still pissed. Oh, exactly. <laughs> um, no, Ross, it, Ross is having non flashbacks. Wait, no, the, the best thing about that weekend, right, is on the Saturday night we went out. And this is after I've done nearly a full bottle of Jaeger. 
So I'm like, fuck it, I am getting my dick wet tonight. I've got to say, most of your stories start with, this is after Jaeger. I had a bottle of Jaeger. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was so with I'm chatting to this bird, <laughs> getting on, yeah. and I'm like, you know, do you want to get a drink? Got her a drink, we're still chatting, and she, she dropped the line, drinks here are really expensive. And I was like, I've got a bottle of Jaeger back in my hotel room. Boom. And she was like, I'm going to tell my friend it's that I'm going on. with you. Oh yeah. And baby. I was like, oh yeah. So I'm just chatting to her, and then fucking Kurt. Comes <laughs> And he's like, have you seen Dustin? We've lost Dustin. And I was like, don't care, mate. Kurt, Busy. Kurt Busy. is the club disaster Busy. artist, isn't Three he? Three times he came over. Oh. The, f- the fourth time, and intercepted midway, right? <laughs> nope. So, no, no, no. You listened to this I saw it. Right? I was there. This interception is legendary. <laughs> so I see Kurt walking towards me, and then I see Ant. Of nowhere, just comes through, grabs him, carries on walking. <laughs> By the scruff of his neck. Kurt like, doesn't know what's happening. So I've got this girl, we're off, we've gone through the bar, we've gone through the dance floor, we're literally about to get a taxi, and I'm like, fair, this is legit, this is a good time. And then Kurt pops up, and he's just like, I can't find Dustin, I'm really worried. And she goes, you should help your friend find your friend. And once you've done that, then come and find me. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay. And then I went and found her about 20 minutes later, and her mate was like, she's not going anywhere with you, mate. And I was like, you bitch! (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realise Kurt was such a cock-blocking motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, about interception, I didn't even break a stride. He didn't. It was so good. It was like he just picked him up like a, like a pissed-off toddler. Naughty step for you, sunshine. Is, that, you is that when, we, when Kurt realised saw for the first time how when you apply my dancing to a strobe light, it looks like I'm teleporting across yeah. the dance floor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's dancing has to be a talking point at some point. Anyway. Anyway, so, yeah, back, back, sorry, back, back, back to Dan. Death Guard is a throne of schools. So yeah. Death Guard, throne of schools. So I, I got I got four get favourite games, which was amazing. I, did, okay. I, I, I didn't even, I don't know. What, what can I say? I couldn't have won it without um, the four guys I played voting for me. So. Yeah, but then the, well, like, um, this goes to kind of like my original point when we were talking about you know my bit of the hobby and all this, and it's, it's all about um, the interaction with other humans. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know I mean? And you know that kind I of. I think it's, it's, it's beholden on you as a player to give good game. Yeah. Well, it was it was going back to the, what I was saying about what got me into it was. You, you winning that and me realising right so it's not just about smashing your opponent yeah, of course. you know you winning the entire event because just having a nice being a nice guy and generally mm. having a good fun was what won you that event essentially but he like still had to win games though no no but still you know, yeah, like yeah. you said there was four players above him that technically beat him if it was just a smashing was, your it, opponent. was it a five round event five, five games so yeah. you were one off your inner I was, circle I was one off which was, was I don't know it grieves me I think. I'd like to, I, that is the one reward I would love to get it's what, the inner circle. circle. What's, what's the inner circle? So okay, so they don't announce it as part of the events, but if if you get the um, is it like a rave, like raven win and death win? We don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like dread win. <laughs> green green go, win. Go go go. <laughs> um, no. So what it is is if if you're at an event and you get the maximum number of favourite votes. Okay. Yeah. Then you get inducted into the inner circle, and it's uh, you called night of the inner circle. So you have a special trophy and a certificate for it. There's a couple of guys who are actually in the club. Um, they're not local to Leicester, but are in the club who have won it. So Matt Pendleton, the Iron Warriors guy, yeah. who we were talking to the other day. Yeah, he's oh, won okay. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been close a couple of times, but I've never won it. But the thing is, though, so obviously, I can't, so I can't be nice for five games. Obviously, <sighs> why not? Just, just, just give them gear and you'll be sorted. Um, Holy shit, no! <laughs> <laughs> don't just, don't just get your opponents fucked up. Like that's yeah, they'll vote for the best player, but I'm pretty sure the police Wait. will turn up. No, you're right. That's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so okay, so you, so you got I mean, what? What legion number are the Death Guard? Then? So legion number fourteen. Okay. 
Okay, so so you so the Fourteenth Legion is obviously your, your baby. Well, it, it is. Although I've to, moved to, on. Oh no, no, this I is have other children. This is where <laughs> I was going to lead on to. So, <laughs> so, since, so since painting like seven billion but, points of Death Guard, yeah. what other things have you wanked out since? So I got my son into playing. Cool. So Tom started playing. He's he's now moved. He's discovered he prefers PlayStation Four now, which is fine. But that's left me with a Legacy Sons of Horus army. Nice. Uh, so that's a, that's quite cool. And then um, the green dudes, yeah. The green dudes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're horrible to play against. Yeah, you played those. Yeah, that's my first game. Not that bad in the world. Yeah, it's the have you played these the armor breakthrough list? But I sat and watched you play it, and yeah, I was like, it was if horrible. Spin wasn't playing like a noob. Yeah, but still, it was not nice. It, it's one of those. I don't like taking it to a lot of events because it's it's quite it's a really strong rock, and if somebody's come with scissors, they're fucked. Yeah, sword. it does. Well, it's like you said though, is that you brought it because you knew that. Okay, I'm, I'm new well, to you, heresy you sent, gaming. You, well, yeah, you sent me the list. I know that Spin has <laughs> unintentionally created a proper dick kicker. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give him some. No, but that's what, that was cool, though, because I turned up and I was like, okay, I've, I've designed this list out of context of the gaming and playing or anything like that. And you, you could have brought something else. And you went, no, I brought this. And your list is a bit of a dick kicker. But I also know that you are not a complete idiot. You know, you're going to give a good game. I'm only a partial idiot. I have certificates. No, no, you said about me. About oh, yeah. Dude. Dude. Yeah. No, what I mean is that you, you, you played that knowing that I was going to yeah. bring it as well. Well, I wasn't going to try and, you know, I wasn't probably going to kick your ass, but you knew I wasn't going to be sitting there just like, oh, I can't play this game. But this is it. It's not, I, I've got no ego to polish um, to, to, beat, to beat people. It's just, that's, it's not irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I don't, I don't have I'm one of dice. Yeah, so. exactly. But equally, I don't want to, I don't want to patronise you by bringing something where that you think, oh, Dan's let me win. That was that was the key thing there. Is like you knew you you know me. You've known me for a long time. We played a lot of games in the past. Okay, I don't play a lot often these days, but you knew that I wasn't going to just turn up and you know be pandered to as yeah. it were. And You're playing more this year, let me tell you. I can't wait. I'm, I was actually gutted that they hadn't announced the more heresy events, yeah. like official events. But then the thing is, though, why why should you wait for Warhammer World to announce? Well, this is it. We're not going to. No, we're not going to. You know I mean? we're, we're because, talking because what was it? We've got the the road to is it Tarsus Four? Tarsus Four. We've got that coming up, and then um, obviously you've got various other bits and bobs. There well, are. Back to yourself. Back to myself. So obviously, you've got, so, so you've got your armored list of Sons of Horus. Yeah. Um, so that's airbrush tastic. Yeah. That's looking beautiful. Yeah. Although, um, go on. I mean, this is this is the thing, isn't it? It's, mm. it's, it's the thing about being finished rather than perfect. I do have crises of confidence where I go back and look at stuff. I can do that better than that. But well, you've talked about redoing well, your then, sons, haven't you? Would you want to redo it? No. <laughs> the, the irritating thing for me is I've got a, uh, there's a few bits I want to add to it, which means I've got to paint it the same way I painted it before. Just weather the shit out. Well, maybe we'll see. Anyway, but that but that's all part of the development. Actually, on reflection, being able to look back and say, "Yeah, that's when I start. That's when I started. This is where I am now." And you can see the progression, and that's fine. I can live with that. So after your yeah. Sons of Horus, what did where did you go from there? We did Sons of, and then it was Whoa. Word Bearers. So broke the, break, naughty, so break the mold there, didn't you? Well, naughty boys, not proper naughty. So I decided your lot's favourite friends. Yeah, the Ultramarines. Oh well, no, of course we're of course we're best friends. Oh yeah. <laughs> Call the betrayal lever. I don't. I don't think he ever is not going to get that. Like, so, um, the, the, I started Wordbearers as a straight-up painting challenge. So I had six weeks to go to. Uh, it was another throne of schools. It was the throne of schools, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was the new one for last year. I yeah. tell you what, that that whole I've got six weeks to paint two and a half thousand points gave me so much anxiety. 3, was it three thousand? Three thousand points. Oh yeah. mate, the anxiety involved. <laughs> and you weren't doing it. No, no, no. You know what was even better? You changed your list about halfway through, didn't you? I no, did because I. You were going corn, weren't you? Well, it was an Anton special, though, weren't it? That was. The thing is, is got plan and process. The, the reality of it is, is in my experience, any job 
will take the amount of time you give it. Y yeah. So well, if you say I'm going to paint a tactical squad and you give yourself four weeks, it will take you four weeks to paint that tactical squad. Oh, that's true, yeah. Well, you've, just challenged, you've just challenged yourself to that. Oh, for the Tartus. We'll talk about the Tartus yeah, thing yeah. later. But. So, so that's what I did. So I got um, the guys over at RFI to do me a list. Is uh, that where it came from? Yeah, well, I, I, guess, yeah, I, I got them to do me a list. I thought it would be useful content for them, and they did. And good old Ryan bashed it out for me. Um, so oh, the list, yeah. the list, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a Kimmel special. It's that time on a Saturday night. Oh. Uh, so in a year's time, people start saying, "Oh, I had a good old Kimmel session last night." But what? <laughs> he will not thank us for it. No, not at all. <laughs> no. So, uh, so I did, and so I, I literally built and painted everything from scratch, and I did change my list halfway through because I had got a painted bloodthirst I wanted to use, but I used it in a couple of trial games, and it it just. It wasn't a fun time for anybody. It was rude, wasn't it? Really? Well, it's the D weapon one with the giant fuck off axe. <laughs> Why would you take the D weapon? Because that, that's the one I painted. That was the whole point. Yeah. I painted. For me one. to say D weapon, only one thing's been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That'd six be. on that table. D six plus six penetrating hits. Things as well, like you were doing your word, your word bearers, yeah. and I was. That was when I thought of my survivors a cow thing. Yes. And then I talked to you about it, and you were like, "Yeah, it's really like that's legit. Do this, put these." And I, I went off, made myself a list. And then we signed up for Tarsus and I haven't done it and it makes me sad because I really want to do it. Do well, it's it. alright man. I, I am here to assist. So we did that and, and that was, uh, I'd got my, I'd got a great unclean one that I hadn't painted, the Forge World one. Yeah. So I stuck that together, painted that, got a load of plague bearers. I changed it over to Nurgle. Uh, yeah, quite successful. I came, I think I came fourth, fifth, something like that. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was good times. So, uh, so have you added anything more to your word bearers since? Then? Yes, I've got <laughs> because because my thing is uh, I like tactical squads in rhinos. I don't know why. I, as a whole, it just feels complete. It yes. feels like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, people who like vases. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of a way. It's it. to do with your uh, education into or your knowledge of like historical kind of possibly. military. It's, it's, oh, the, possibly. it's the it's the core of. Yeah, an army. No, no, no. You don't know what this comes from. This comes from going way back to Space Marine and way back to Epic Armageddon and all you that. You had to have you bought, you bought a tactical squad to stand and it came with a rhino. <laughs> yeah. That's the reason why. Uh, Symmetry is a big deal for me as well. Yeah. Uh, any of you that have um, tried some of my half arse lists that I've written for you will notice it's, it's symmetrical. I can't break that. I don't know why. <laughs> right, you know, you know the game, the last game we played against, and I played your GT list. Yes. And I had to take my, you know, the 3K list I won, and I had to drop it down to two and a half, and I played you with uh, one breach squad on foot and one in a transport. No, I, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. I've had to change it again to put that land like, like, yeah. rider back in because I totally get that. the symmetry has to be there. I, I, I totally I get that. Really See, I don't have that. No, that, that's fine. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. You, you are, I have some kind of disability. You, you, you are free of that. <laughs> I, I like your you need at least five scoring units thing. Yeah, do the scoring units, man. Because that, that was the thing that... Well, I know, but everybody goes... I've got three. Oh, God, eight. no, man. You've done it... No! No! I think odd, odd numbers are good. No, it's, no it's, it's, the it's the number. The amount. It's because my Terminators don't have implacable advance, so yeah. therefore they don't score. The number of games I've won by going... Right, so, you know, Terminator squads, yeah. it, like generic Legion Terminator squads, they have a rule called implacable advance. Yeah. The Grave Wardens have implacable advance. Yeah. A lot of the specialist uh, Terminator squads have implacable advance. Veterans also have it. It's a basically oh, the rule it is makes them into a scoring unit. Scoring, right. yeah. Oh, is that the the, um, the map? The what was it? Something of the Legion. The um, 
um, master allegiance. No, no, no. no. It's, no, it's, no. It's, 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 it's a separate rule that those oh, okay. those types of units have, yeah. and allow so makes them to score units. Most troops' so, choices in an army. So, do, so, hang on. So, do the ultramarine, you know, the ultramarine ones with the rocket launchers that in Victoria? I don't think they do. They do. Yeah, yeah no, suzerains, borders, yeah, borders, shields, guys. They do as well. Formentaris. But the, the, but the uh, Iron Warrior Specialist Units, the Iron Havocs and the uh, Tyrants, are both heavy support choices, and neither of them have the Can I tell you why? Because they're just dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they don't need it, though. Well, but this is going on... So the, the, point, the point for me is, I've won so many games by going at the start of the game, excuse me, which one of your units are scoring? You go, yeah. oh, it's these two, and I'll go, right, those three dead. dead. Now yeah, you can't score. I'll get priority. <laughs> yeah. But this, this which, is like... Which is a more, it's more, it's more of a tactics thing. Than yeah. It, isn't yeah, it? yeah. It's, you know, it's, and it's one of those things, if you can deny the enemy of obviously the foothold, then, then straight away mm. we're going to be on the back foot. The, the Throne of Schools I won, I won the first game despite being tabled because I killed all the guys' um, scoring units in turn one and he completely missed the point of the game. Yeah, and couldn't score anything. Yeah, he yeah. was like, so how many points have I got? And he, went, and the, he even called the TO over. This is probably why I didn't get a favourite game vote for that, actually. <laughs> yeah, he called the <laughs> TO over. Yeah, he went, he said, how many, how many points did I get for this? He went, you don't get any. He said, how many points did you score from objective? He said, oh, he didn't. He killed all my scoring units first turn. He said, don't get anything, mate. You got zero. <laughs> and I was like, they don't have it. They, your terminators don't get impactful advance. No. Oh, okay. And I, I, I was kind of like stood next to him, biting my thumb, going, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, that's really bad. Oh, you, should have, you should have put your arm around my shoulder and gone, Dude, never mind. Did you, buy um, him, did you buy him a beer? No. I did offer to buy him one, but it was the first game with the day, oh, so I it was a bit early. Yeah, I offered to vodka. buy everybody a beer. You should have taken vodka. You should zero and get them, though. What, is yeah. it, are the guys the with shields. the shields? Yeah. We're not Suzerain. talking about Sorry. Yeah. Okay, wait, so word bearers. You did really so word bearers, and then um, I was looking for another painting challenge. Are you gone with the um, the boys in yellow? Yeah, because I've seen loads Ooh. of Imperial Fists on me, and I'm thinking, oh, I can paint yellow. I bet I can paint yellow. So how are you in fight? So rather than talking about the army, mm. let's talk about the painting because obviously that's more my thing. Mm. So how have you found the yellow? You obviously you assume you've, you've given yourself a challenge. You thought, right, let's give it a go. How has it been the reality compared to the theory? Um, for me, it's always about cracking the process. You got to if, once you've figured out the process and you've got it nailed down. It's fine. It's the kind of thing you're talking about. You know, it's a bit hairy at first. You think, oh, hang on a minute. And you might have to go back a few steps every now and again. Once you've cracked it, because I'm anal like this, I'll document it and write it down. Yeah, I do that. So you yeah. don't do an Anton and just blag the shit out of it? Well, there's a bit of blagging going on. <laughs> I, I, I just write it down what, how I've blagged it. That's all, so I can remember it. Uh, and the, for me, with the Imperial Fist, what I found is um, I wanted something where I could use my airbrush more creatively on a smaller scale. Okay. So I'm quite, uh, my tanks are good. I think I, I want yeah, to do, yeah. do all right tanks, but that's quite big flat panels. What I wanted is a, a, see if I could use my airbrush to get a better finish on smaller stuff. And the kind of thing I've got with the different angles and oh, the zenith types the things. And then some, some of the tricks with the wash and breaking the surface tension, which going back to O level chemistry, basically and physics. Um, I think I've, I think I've nailed it. Yeah, they, look really they, are, they are really nice. So, well, how, so, how many, so obviously this is the army that I think me and you are joined up for. So it? yeah, so yeah. it's the doubles army that's going to Tarsis. Uh, I've got a list from, again, from Ryan Kimmel on uh, Radio Free Istvan, which I'm going to build as a, as a kind of demo army. So I've got yeah, yeah. Because well, I, yeah. I want to get the closer patches as well. Do you know about closer patches? I've heard about these, but yeah. we can come back to that in a second. Yeah. So, um, and I didn't, I didn't want to take a silver patch, because silver's is for losers. <laughs> See, I, I've got one legit question. Yeah. Why haven't you done Alpha Legion yet? Uh, 
that's a very good question. In fact, Spin because, asked me that originally, didn't you? Uh, was it because Justin was doing them? Yeah. yeah I don't know, really. Is he? he uh, do you know, I want to leave that gate open to him. <laughs> I, to don't, fair, I don't want to slam that door in his face. He's gone on the same airbrush course as me um, for, in April because he, so. wants, he wants to get his uh, get on with doing his... Eventually, you're going to run out of legions. You're going to have to do it. Unless yeah. you start doing just chaining black shields. I don't know. I think... Uh, so I, I did have a... a dip my toe into Mechanicum. Oh, my Christ. <laughs> oh! That was only a thousand oh, points as God, well. that nearly killed me that day. What's wrong with that? I just... I don't know. <laughs> you so really hated painting them phallax, didn't you? I, don't, I can't well, stand... Well, silver and blobs of colour. Oh. Yeah, but you can't airbrush them oh. both at the same time. No. So That's what, what bothers you. So, so you just do them silver and then you just do them green. That's what yeah, but then you can't airbrush the green oh. over the silver. Yeah, rush, rush and green is just the way forward. <laughs> I've got three Castellac footbots on my table and I'm like... Do you want to swap them for mine? No. Why not? Well, I don't know. Because mine are Russian green. Though. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <green. laughs> they do look mint. Fair they do look cool. But it's like, okay, paint that silver, cool. Then black out the panels. Then do my like hazard stripes. Done. And I was like, what caused Dan's problems? No, I don't, I don't know. I, it, it's not a rash. It was because of the airbrush. It, you couldn't it, get the, the airbrush. It's because they're 50-50, basically. Not just that, but you also you, you have a tendency to uh, you know, complicate models. You'll do them, like a lot of people do, break them down yeah, into parts and, and, and paint them separately. You couldn't do that with the phallax and things but like then, that. But then the thing is, though, the other thing to consider as well is it's, um, a marine's quite simple to paint. In, once you kind of got your head into yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas, yeah, yeah. whereas the Mechanicum, because they've got so many like, little Details. weird and wonderful bits in it, they are. you have to do a completely different approach. Mm. And, and to airbrush um, Mechanicum, I think... The, ve- the, the vehicles, easily, because again, nice big mm. flat panels and that kind of jazz, but to airbrush the, like, the bigger... Um, Mechs, um, mechs and or, or robots and all that kind of stuff. You'd have to do them in bits. Yeah. You're just sticking them together and painting them fucking bits. Yes. I don't like I say, it, but it's not. It's not an objective thing. I mean, I like Mechanicum, and, and to be honest, I didn't want to extend them out and to use as a demo one because they've got so many weird and wonderful. Yeah, yeah, demo yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah. It's not a. It's not a useful analog right. for people to get their yeah. head around the game. So. So what? So what's next for you? Um. So once you've done your fists. So this year's the year of the fists. Are you going to go full full yeah. on? So I'm going to do. I'm going to take them up to a su- substantial level. I'm going to add in a couple of Lords of War. So you, 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 the, the, the whole point of the Imperial Fists, as you said earlier, about the way you got the lists on, is that it's modular, so it can be a fifteen hundred, yeah. two thousand point, two and a half thousand point, yeah. three thousand point. Okay. It's kind of how I started doing my my worries now. So just don't do what I do and just buy something because it looks fucking cool. Right? I do that. There as will well. be an element of that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I've got my list, you know, my two and a half k list, to a point where I've got the four. The Pretty much the regular core that's going to not really change, yeah, yeah. but then I can put slot in a knight for fire on. No, <laughs> uh, the uh, HQ choices like I've got my warsmith, but then my second HQ choice I can slot in a different version to see to, to get an idea of what difference that will make to the game and whether I prefer another version over something else. So I do want so a. Why would you why, why would you swap something out? Why just play like four grand? Uh, no, because so because a lot of the events are two and a half k. Uh, and the throne of schools was you can go with you can play a two thousand point game a two and a half thousand point game or a three thousand point game depending on which what well, well, on well, no you kind of agree with your opponent, opponent. Yeah, yeah so you, some people would just take a three thousand point list but yeah. then that's a bit or if you turn to point oh, I've only brought two and a half thousand points because it's all I own then yeah. great I'll play that uh, and you know, it's the way that and I quite like that and <sighs> when I uh, read it um, after playing Dan yeah. last time sorry to cut across they all have to be the same legion or could you have like three different legions mm, they had to be the same legion yeah um, for Throne of Schools because you, you had to play the insane legion for the, all of the games right, in okay, order to qualify okay. for the thing uh, and then this is 
I know I'm kind of quitting on what your, your your intro here, but the um, I got mine. My two, I got, I did it because I didn't like what I was using for the two and a half k game against Dan. Mm. I redesigned the two and a half k to be the core, and then I wanted to slot in something to, to make it three thousand points. And then what I've done, I've got Warsmith is just there. He's always going to be there because he's the character that's leading the army. But then I've got like you know I want if I want to try a master signal or I want to try a vigilator cheek, cheek. I can cheat and what I've done is got it to the point where all I need to do is swap like some more gear here and there okay. to change to get things in and without having to actually change what models go into it other than that one model. So now the Perfurian thing that uh, Ross is uh, keeps going on about. Hey man, Knight Perfurian was his idea. Uh, oh, is that the the big Knight Knight Titan? Yeah, yeah. the big oh, the one with the double yes. gun thing. Yeah, you see what it was now. Yeah. What really worked for me in that was that um, it was OP. No, I didn't even know whether it was OP. I looked at it when it's not got the D weapons. So great, that's that was it. You kept going, take a preferred because it looks cool. It looks yeah, nice. I was like, yeah, they cool. do look cool. But what it was for me another release after was that all I had to do is take twenty five points of war gear off the veterans. And then I get one model, and I go up to three grand straight away. That what's, was it. What's and, it and, called? And, and, uh, and knight. No, Ferian. It's a, it's a knight for Ferian. I don't think it's, it's in the, the book. No, Christor- it's it's it in is. the Questorus section. Oh, it's not in that book. I don't think. Oh, no. Is it not? no, it's in the digital version. Oh, okay. Because uh, yeah, right. it came out in books. I just, like, I just like chopping down trees. With um, books, so <laughs> and the, the, that just appealed to me because being able to put just one thing in to get five hundred points extra to make it three k, and. Also wanted a kind of like a centerpiece model. So, so, then, so then just pull the trigger and do it. I have done that. Do it. But no, but what, what I've done now is I've decided that that's going to be if I go to like a GT maybe where it's kind of expected that sort of stuff comes out, yeah. or if someone wants to play against it like Alan, who's very keen to play against it because it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. What I've done is for my normal three K is I've gone for something a bit more thematic and just different things are trying different elements. The thing is, to three K. That's just me. Anyway, yeah, cool. So yeah, so um, Mechanicum. Yeah, so yeah, so you lost your mind over Mechanicum. It wasn't so much that. I'd probably, truth be told, it's like having kids. I've uh, it's been a long enough gap now since I painted them that I'd probably go back and have another go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is all right, isn't it? Oh shit, no, it's a terrible <laughs> idea. Right. Give it a man. Give it a man. <laughs> well, so what's after the fists then? Uh, who knows? No, I don't know. So when Angelus drops, yes, you're not just going to be like. Ooh. So, what, so Angelus is going to I can see him doing Blood Angels. Is that well, Blood I mean, Angels, um, Blood Angels Dark, Dark Angels, Angels Night Dark, Lords, Demons, Dark, Dark Mechanicum? Yeah. I mean, the reality Dark of it, Mechanicum? Dark yeah. Mechanicum. Mm. The, the, the reality of it is I would probably hop back onto the Demons bandwagon. Go Pure Demons? Or? No, no, no. I would never do Pure Demons because what's the point? You can. I don't know. I know. It's a rhetorical question. But what's the point? It's like a release for Dark there's, there's already bits and pieces out for Dark Mechanic. There's a couple of characters that are Dark Mechanic. Is yeah. Scoria yeah. Dark Mechanic? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, no, but this is the thing: know. is like if you if you look at the quality of the quality of the models that are coming out, and some of them are really really nice. And yeah, but Dark then you've got Space Wolves, which aren't. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there are people that like the Space Wolves stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm disappointed by the fur. I know there's been a, a lot, lot of people. Right. I know, you look, I know, you look I know. at the Varagir Terminators. The the guns don't even have pistol grips, pistol grips on them. Yeah. I missed this detail. What's this? Yeah, yeah. yeah so like, you, you know, the bit that sticks out the bottom of your hand. Oh, the actual of the grip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those no, on no. What the heck? That's just like lazy, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe, okay. maybe, 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 maybe it's just one of those things where they got bored and just like gnawed them off because they've got hunger. I don't know. I mean, stuff. It's probably easy to say stuff that I wouldn't do. So no interest in space wolves. Yeah. Uh, no interest in custodies. 
they can stick it up their the golden throne, frankly. Um, <laughs> got uh, quite I quite fancy doing a militia army actually. Uh, funny, solo we, we were discussing um, this earlier. Yeah. Night. Funny, funny that you, you mentioned that. Well, I mean, <laughs> so so the the militia I, I was thinking of doing was maybe um, actually because I really like the Adeptus Mechanicus model from the forty. 40 book yeah, the are yeah. really, really nice, especially the Rangers, and they're they're a bit garbage in the in forty k. Um, but oh, because you did a mechanical did, yeah. for forty k, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I could re- easily repurpose all of that and to you know, sort of like, like uh, survivors oh, of the dark, Age, dark slash, well, there's cyber, yeah, cyber, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, all yeah, and yeah. I, I quite fancy that. And again, it's my fetish of uh, troops choices in rhinos. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, sold. Yeah. Where do I sign? So, so the what, important question: What gets you hard for heresy? Uh, everything about it, basically. <laughs> I, I am so tumescent. It's it's like I fell into a vat of Viagra and uh, and we that's joined you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you just down. I've stayed in it. I'm just pulling people in. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the Horus Heresy Joker. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. 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 I, uh, the truth of it is, it's everything about it. It's the it's the background. It's the um, might not be immediately apparent. If, unless you like me, classically educated, uh, but it's it's the stuff that actually the the background is is essentially Paradise Lost, the book yeah. Milton's poem Paradise Lost, Fallen Angels. Yeah, all it's that it's the classic war in heaven, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, the originally it was exactly the same proportions in the poems, but that's by the by. Um, but it's all of that. It's 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 the whole mythos. It's the it's the historical element of it. I've been hearing that a lot more recently, especially in the advent of Eighth Edition coming out. You know, people have started calling. Heresy, the historical game or games yeah. workshop, and I like that. I like the fact that it's, it's, it's always posed game. itself that way, though. If yeah. you, especially if you look at the, if you look at each of the Imperial Armor books, like Siege of Varax, um, the Badab War Badab books, War, they're yeah. all written as a historical document. It's a, it's a replaying of a uh, of an event that's already. And happened, then the first it? Black Book drops, and it's written in the same style, yeah. and it just breeds this. Those Black Books are super. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's it's, it's, it's got. And this this is a thing that I always really liked about fantasy. It had its uh, Warhammer fantasy battle is that its own internal integrity. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the thing I, I totally get why, as a company, you want the freedom of something like Age of Sigmar or even modern forty k yeah. latest edition. It's going chucked everything in the air. So do you know what? We're not tied by any of this bullshit from the past. We're just going to do what the hell we like. And if we want to introduce a new race, or if we want to say this is how it works in its upside down world and grip people stick to the ceiling, fine, you can do it. You can't do it in that kind of context where that is the, where it's got its own internal integrity. Yeah. I mean, there's still room in the heresy to introduce oh, yeah. new stuff. Yeah, but absolutely. They can't. Just, they can't just be like. If anything, the, the, the way they've done the heresy series in terms of the novels and the fourth of the background is like the, the very early on there was like, oh, hang on, they've done this. You know, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> Ferris Manus. Uh, you know, before that, we knew things about the heresy. We knew the general the story, is, but then it was like, holy shit, they're, they're introducing things that we didn't expect them to. You do. say spoiler alert, but the very first edition of the Heresy Fluff, the very first like story they had, Ferris Manus did die. Khan did pull the Infinity Gate down on himself. You know, they're all things that were there. That then they were like, oh well, no one's going to play Iron Hand if we kill Ferris Manus. And then so they brought it. They he went it missing. Was, yeah. That's kind of what I mean. But it's like... They but then they solidified it and they made yeah, it a they've thing. Gone, yeah. They've gone back to being like, well, they're adults. They'll still play that Legion because they like that Legion. They're not going to be like, oh, Ferris Manus is dead. No one's going to play it. Are we going to have a sweepstake on Ferris Manus coming back with a big scar around his neck? Um, <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> after, what, after what I've read in the book. Hang on a second. Oh, hello. Lucius the Eternal died, didn't he? Was it Lucius the Eternal died? Yeah, but he dies all the time. Comes no, back. no, no. But there was one guy who got his head chopped off and played his spoil. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not Lucius. I know, I know who you mean. I can't remember his name. Oh, it's, um, yeah. I know the Emperor's uh, Children guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, dude, Eidolon. It? Eidolon. Yeah, so, so the thing is, if you can do it for him, then... Well, the point, the point being the thing is, is they've cloned him. I don't know whether they want to say because I don't know what people are listening to, but I read something that is it. Is it a heresy book? It's a heresy. Shut book. the fuck up, then. It's not one. It's not one after. It's not. Shut the one. fuck up. It's before what you've had. Yeah. You you must have read it. Is Which it? one? It's about um, uh, Fulgrim. Right. Which uh, one is it? Short story. Yeah, but what what book is it? In? This, I can't this was, remember exactly. This is legit. Oh, not on that. So like thirty k porn site. You <laughs> <laughs> I'll dig it out. I'll, I'll I'll see if you've read. The, I'll find out which book it is. Tell you the title. Right. And if you read it, then you read because it. Because they've it, Fabius Biles cloned all of the Primarchs. Allegedly. Uh, there's there's in one of the shorts. He's in his lab and he's got test tubes full of like each one has a uh, child Primarch in it. Oh right, okay. Oh, because is that when the Alpha Legion went and Gypsy and nicked all the. Um, it's, it's after that, yeah. But it's like the, the Raven Guard. It's, was it the Ra- I can't remember. It, it sets up for 40k to bring them back the same way that like um, Belarus Crawl's going to turn up in uh, an up and coming heresy book. It's just setting everything up so it makes sense yeah. again. I mean, and that that's fine. And but that's why I like the Horus Heresy because it's yeah. got its own internal yeah. integrity, and we don't you don't have to necessarily worry about greater demons of corn saving an entire chapter of Space Marines. <laughs> okay, then so. For 2018, yes, the fists are your thing. Yes, you're going to ruin everybody's day. Uh, people, are, people are going in to a loving and, and caring loving way. And caring way. People are going to love playing against you because obviously you're a great card to play against. I can't wait for. But, then, but then the thing is, it. though, what what do you want to achieve from a hobby perspective by the end of this year? So, not, but I'm not going to hold you to. No, this. no, 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 no. It's fine. I, to be honest, I we are recording it though. I, I, have, <laughs> I have said as I have said as much because I think Mike from the club um, put some post up something similar to this. So I want to get my fists up to about three and a half, four grand. Yep. Um, I want to get more people at the club playing heresy. <laughs> I think you've successfully doing well, that. I, I want to keep that train going. Um, I want. I'd like this podcast to be a success. Yep. Um, um, I'd like us to get more because oh, I think we've got a lot of really great guys at the club. You four, it, it, three in particular, are sterling dudes. And uh, I, I want to I want to expose you to the world. We don't get that one. Don't edit that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And I, 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 I kind of I'd like to get more involved in the community. I, I'd like to be out there. I want to I want to go and talk to other people. I, I think the, 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 when we talked about doing this, mm-hmm. and then that kind of naturally turned into you know wanting to do events yeah. this year, and you know the tasks came up, and it was more. It's not about. I mean, it's it's, a, it's been pegged as a narrative event, and it's like the other. That's what I'm excited about. It's Centurion, so it's a bit different, but it's also us guys doing this yeah. going to that that's our first event yeah. where we're going to luckily now going as, a, as all four of us I think even if it was if you know, me and Ross had eventually missed out on actually to be able to take part I think I would have been You're planning on going, going anyway yeah. the thing is hang out with you guys at the event. Like, I, the way I know that heresy is a thing that I really want to do is when we didn't for 100% sure have a ticket to Tarsus I could have at that point gone no fuck it I'm going to a LARP event but Instead of going to that LARP event, even if we didn't get the ticket, we were going to come and cheerlead mm. anyway. Yeah. And like for me, if that had been a War Machine event where I haven't got a ticket, well, don't put me in a queue. I don't care. I'm going to a LARP event. That 
they're, they're my two major hobbies, if you like. Mm. So I know that heresy is a thing that I want to do because I'd rather come and just cheerlead and see what's going on. I mean, also, I mean, like this is going back to a conversation we were having about, you know, when we found out that, you know, I bought a ticket and uh, it turned, I got an email a lot the next day and I was like, sorry, you, it turns out you were actually one of these guys because it, it was mental. Utterly mental by the sounds of it. It did. It was. It's worse than Glastonbury. Yeah. Yeah. The, the five two boys broke the internet. Yeah. Like they they Fair put play, on an event. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But when I got my email, like, you know, we, when I said my tickets bought, you got your tickets bought. I was like, yes, let's do this. And the next day, I got the email. I was like, I was utterly, utterly gutted. And it was more because it was like, well, you guys are going, and we mm. might not. And then it was like, you know what? No, we're going to hold out. Like you, I would probably normally yeah. have gone. Ah, fuck this shit. That's that's, that's bullshit. That is, but. Fair play to the guys. They they held it. They've held it. Um, they held the promise true. They've had someone drop out. We managed to get back in, and the hype for it is still there. I had no doubt that they weren't going to come no. through. Like the Geno Five Boys. No, I was more worried that people weren't going to drop out. Yeah. Than anything else. I mean, the Geno well, Boys I, are cool. I, 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 I always work on the basis of thirds. If you if yeah. you ask a room of people to do something, a third of them will do it with no prompting. A third of them will do it if you badger them often enough. And a third of them won't do it yeah, if their life's depended on it. Yeah. I mean, having organised big scale events. Yeah. So then, so then the thing is, if, if it's one of those things, and, and just kind of like thinking out loud here mm. from a client club perspective, because obviously, we, we, like your club is where it starts, mm. then um, you behobo, as in the the five hundred point play two hobo tournament. Oh, play, that's such a classic so, game. So, so you play. So for people who don't know about the hobo tournament, a lad called Scott kind of invented this, and way back in the day, back on best night. Um, back on best night. And then what you, what you do is you come up with like a five hundred point list. Um, you play two games with other people's armies, and then the last game you play with your own. So you can't give do like a dickhead list or a, a wank list. Well, you can, but somebody else is going to use it for two games. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you've got to try and win your third game. Yeah. Um, but if you do a hobo, like do a hobo night, yeah, it, we've talked about it. We've thought yeah, about we have it. talked about it. Some people get quite precious about their models for. I'll tell you one thing. We, we should do. We'll put the rules for the hobo on um, on the on Facebook page, yeah, the so Facebook people can have a look. Because it is very, very. It's very simple, but it's also it's quite, good fun. But when it's you, good fun. But, like, you, but you do make a good point about people getting precious by the models, and it's like if you. Tr- Rust people enough. Well, that's why it works quite well internally within a club. Yeah, it's well, actually, you know, you know the people. You know, for example, yeah. we're not having issues with anyone. No, no, but, then, but then that's interesting because obviously with our club, I mean, Dad might get worried when the Iron Warrior players be in pure piss and we start like scratching them. Start licking them. Here's your latex gloves. And you <laughs> if there's a mark on it, I'm taking it out. On but then, yeah, but it makes a good point about obviously the club because obviously over in Leicester, obviously, you know, you've got the fat players and you've got other yeah. clubs that do try and you know. And uh, I don't want to make this sound like I'm really altruistic at all either. This is totally self-serving by because the more people that play Harris, the more people I have to play. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, true. it's true. I know. I don't want to come across as some kind of like. Um, it's been good though. I mean, like, um, towards the end of last year, we, <laughs> we, we created a WhatsApp group for people, and we added a few people who knew it might be interesting. Oh, the thirty k. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, recently it's just really exploded in like the, in terms of the chatter and the people just things and. Or, you know, people talk about what they're going to paint, and it's really cool to see that happening. I don't know, Mike hasn't said anything since I told him I was disappointed in him for custodes. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, no, Mike's on the heresy train. He's on the heresy he train. He's on the heresy he's, train. Unfortunately, he's on the golden heresy train. Because he was like, World Eaters, man, World Eaters. And I was like, Yes, I will talk to you about World Eaters for hours. And then he sent me a picture. I, I looked at my phone, and I just had the WhatsApp notification, and it was like, Sometimes I don't know who I am anymore with a picture. And I was like, if I open this, and it's a dick pic. <laughs> so <laughs> and it ended up being something so much worse. Well, it was. It was five dicks in golden armour. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. Because yeah. um, whenever he, he can build it, he'll paint it. 
and then I'm going to either give him a schooling. <laughs> right, so I'll tell you what, guys. We'll, we're going to, before we move on to weapons for each, we have a little break. Yep. Yep. Okay, everybody. Uh, we're going to move on to our first substantive um, content item. Something that's going to happen on all the podcasts. It's going to be a regular feature. And it's weapons free. All right, sweethearts. You heard the man and you know the drill. Assholes and elbows. Hudson, come here. Come here. So, this is going to be us talking about various subjects. Hopefully that you'll provide with us to talk about in the future. But one that we've set ourselves up. Something that's quite close to our heart. I should say, though, this is just our opinions. And opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. But if you expose it in public, you can generally get you arrested. So just bear that in mind, okay, before we get going. So our topic for today, gentlemen, is... Well, wait, for first, Ant's left. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. And that Ant whole has empty seat. Uh, and he's not left the room. He's left the abode. He has left the complete yeah. house. He's got, he, he's had to go. He had to apologise. Uh, He's got, you know, real life shit to deal with. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we've uh, we've already lost a member. When you say real life shit, he's got to go and play Minecraft with his kid. That's real life shit for him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, it's not. You like know, I don't have kids, but Dan does have kids. And Listen, my kids play Minecraft on their own. <laughs> they don't need assistance. <laughs> They've reached but that no, level. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, he, uh, he's, we've lost Dan. Dan, even. Have you ever felt the drive to build like a Ramesses class starport in Minecraft? Uh, I did, and then I thought. There's other stuff I could do with my life. Have you seen the guy that made the Star Destroyer in Minecraft? Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. I, my, my life's too short for that shit. I haven't Wait, got much left. You've got Marines to paint. Right? <laughs> I've got Marines to paint. So, Weapons Free. So, in Weapons Free, we're going to talk about subjects um, and air our thoughts and just, you know, have a chat like you would do uh, with your mates as well. So, the first topic that we're going to cover on Weapons Free is the fluff and versus power gaming discussion. Now... We're going to talk about uh, is one better than the other? Is one preferable? Uh, is list abuse real or not? Is it something that we actually see or is it just a consequence of the way some of the things are? We're going to chat some shit about that. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just going to jump in basically. Now, well, I have, I, before you start, Spin, I have got a metaphor for this that I think works quite well. Dan's got to do the metaphor. Yeah, yeah, do the yeah. metaphor. So for me, playing a game of Horus Heresy. Is a lot like making love to a beautiful woman, and by that I mean it's the way you go about it is exactly like that. So, if you think about most narrative events, right? Most narrative events are essentially mix and mingle kind of speed dating type events. Now, how would you go? (laughs) What would you dress in, or what would your attitude be if you were going to a speed dating thing? Would you go in a gimp suit with a ten-inch strap on? (laughs) Uh, Depends on who you are. No. No. The, your expectations for that kind of event yeah. are different, aren't they? Are you going to conduct a bit more casual? Yeah, you're going to yeah, conduct a, relaxed, a certain yeah. thing. Yeah. If you go into a BDSM party, though, you're not going to go in there in your in your tuxedo, are you? Well, you might I mean, do. Might, yeah, might not. You might do. You might soon get out of it. Yeah. If, so, if somebody's going to, somebody's probably going to inject you with rohypnol, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, it's all going to go south from there, basically. But you know what? If you're going to a BDSM party, you'd expect that kind of behaviour. That's why you? you're going. Oh, indeed, absolutely. You have chosen to go. And for me, that's essentially it. And that's a very good metaphor, actually. Yeah, no, it's essentially like it. Yeah. It's a, the ty- you have to go with... You can't expect other people to join in with your particular deviance if they're not into that kind of stuff. And it's the same with this. I, my personal feeling is I don't have a preference one way or the other. I quite like 
the narrative gaming, the fluff gaming, all that kind of stuff, all fine by me. I do like a nice competitive game as well, uh, hence you know, going to the GT. But I understand that they're completely different environments, and I do different things within them. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of it is, the, 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 for me, there's like, is there a line? At what point is what you've considered to be a fluffy list, or, you know, I mean... I'm always guilty of this. Um, for, the, for the Iron Warriors, I came up with a, a theme. I came up with a, an idea. I've got a concept of what I want them to be in terms of their story, their background. You know why I've built the list the way I have. You know, and I, you know, generally went with cool models. I want some of these cool models in there. I want some of these cool models in there. And I did this list and started building it. And then the first time I kind of like let you look at it, you responded with. Holy shit, that's a bit of a dick kicker list. And it wasn't intentional. Is this for the Bale Stars? No, 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 no. no, 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 no this is no, back no, in the Iron Warriors, yeah. like the first, like my 3K list, my initial 3K list I came up with. And it wasn't, you know, that wasn't me. You know, I was designing this in completely out of context. I wasn't, I don't know what the competitive scene is. I don't know what's considered as really good. I've got, you know, some basic knowledge of what's sensible. I've been playing war games for quite a while, but I wasn't picking things based on what I think was maybe good. I was thinking of like, I like that model. That's cool. I like that, and that kind of fits in with the theme. You know, I'm not got for, I'm not gone for like tactical squads because I've gone for breach squads because they fit the theme. Blah 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 blah. But then when you said, yeah, that's a bit of a dick kicker, I was like, really? Well, okay, then fine. Uh, you know, I've done that by accident. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. Not all of it's intentional. I no. mean, you know, I, I totally. <laughs> I know we we make a, a big uh, make a big joke of it, but actually, I do think legitimately. I'll, a few people who play custodians at least will be attracted because they do like the models. I think I'd be I'd be surprised if there's anyone out there that doesn't go for it because of the models initially. I would imagine most. Well, of them. you right. Well, there's one person in our gaming club that's definitely gone for it based on the models yeah, because definitely. he had no idea about any of the rules. Like I said, out of context, they don't know, do they? But for every person that looks at those models and goes, "You know what? That's my way in." There are two people that already play Heresy that are like, oh, "I'm going to pick up custodians because they kick dicks." And this is this is a but thing. Does that, that actually happen in in heresy? Yeah, because it's happened at club. Uh, that's true. We have local experience of it, and it's true. I've seen it at events that I've been to as well. I mean, the, the key uh, to go back to my original metaphor. This is the equivalent. Uh, uh, so I don't have any problem with people who are upfront competitive and say, yeah. "I am going to bring." If that's what they get out of the game, that's what they exactly. get out of the game. Yeah, I'm going to bring the filthiest thing I can I can put together. Fine, if that's what you're expecting. The issue I have is the stealth. A stealth power gamer. Oh no no no! I'm a I'm a fluffy player. I'm a fluffy. Player. You're not. What you're trying to do is is trying to get some kind of win over on somebody on, without them realising it. Um, and that that's the equivalent of going to a speed dating with your gimp suit on underneath the <laughs> underneath the tracksuit or something. I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's the, the, the accidental stuff. Uh, and as you pointed out, the Bell Stars thing. Once again, you know, I'm list building is my thing. That's my jam. I, I love because it's like a puzzle I've got to solve. And you know, I read uh, the. I didn't hand created a list yet, and it's coming up in February. And I thought, oh shit, I need to sort that out. So I looked at the event that we got on Facebook, and read the bit of fluff that um, uh, Ross has written for it. I was done. That said that you wrote. I thought you'd wrote it. <laughs> Makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> whoever wrote it. Anyway, whoever wrote it. Stuff about the first mission. Yeah. Was that me? Yeah, that was you. No. Oh, okay, well, whoever wrote it, it was We're a, bit a hive mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both achieved this simultaneously. Okay, well, anyway, so the, 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 the bit of fluff, really cool, really great. I've set up a, uh, an escalation league. It's about, you know, the early forces getting in there, trying to find a landing zone for the rest of the forces to come land. And I was like, okay, right, in my head, I'm thinking I need, you know, either infiltrating stuff or fast-moving stuff or, you know, you know, what, what kind of force would we want to get there that will be able to take a, a landing zone that will, you know, we're not talking... 
Uh, you know, I don't want to take a say a Leviathan Dreadnought because it would be a lumbering thing that's going to take a while to get there. Uh, you know, do I want to take um, breaches? Don't really make sense in that sort of situation. Uh, and obviously, the, you know, we're only working at five hundred points. It's not like mm. going to be sitting in your like, your flyers okay. and stuff like that would make sure. more sense. So I went okay. Well, I pick HQ choice that fits. I go for Vigilator because he's kind of like a stealthy kind of uh, infiltrating kind of dude. Um, and I went for an assault squad because the jump packs are going to be quite quick and get in there fast. And then this is the the, the kicker that came in. Cool model. <laughs> it's fast. It fit my concept of fluff for the thing. Uh, and it was a Sakaran battle tank. N- not one of the Akaris or whatever you want to call it. Arquas. 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 It's not an Arqua. Aquisitor. Aquisitor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, for me, in my head, I was thinking it's a it's considered to be a fast-moving tank. You know, and it would be a bit of heavy firepower. It would be brought to that situation where you've got to take a, a landing zone. And I did, you know, that, that was one of the various lists. I did like four or five different things. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to need a sense check on these. Uh, so I sent them to Dan. And it was literally like, Dan, these are the lists I go. And you went, that one's fucking horrific. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, because that's the one I actually designed based on fluff. Yeah. And it wasn't intentional. It wasn't, I mean, honestly, at that point, I hadn't really bothered checking the, the rules of the, the guns as such. I knew it had the, the auto cannon thing and it had the sponsors and whatnot. I just went on the fact that it's a fast moving tank. But yeah with retrospect and with hindsight and looking back at it and having someone else look at it for me, it was like, you know what? Yeah, that is pretty overpa- overpowered for the level of game we're playing. Yeah, I mean, um, and just just be clear, that the reason why it would have been because it's fast tank, moves 12 inches, fires yeah. two weapons, yeah. and most of the things that else is going to be, it's going to have to do its full move and then run a maximum distance to even get close to yeah. it. And then it's just going to drive no, off yeah, again. So, yeah, and as a result, I've just been that off completely because I don't want to be doing that sort of thing, and, even and by accident. The, so you're demonstrating for me the two key skills for any kind of community where you want to keep this kind of thing in balance. Self-awareness and self-regulation. Yeah. And um, they are, well, I don't know. My, my experience is generally, most of the people I've played have been absolutely fine. I've, I've played some people who have been absolute dicks and they've... Uh, I think, as as we've discussed before, there's an there's an element where I feel like maybe the the only victories they have in life are on the gaming table, mm. um, and it's really important to them. It's not that important to me. No, no. As as we've talked about before, you know, I think we said this in the earlier section. You know, my last game I played against you, you absolutely tabled me. Literally every single model was gone, and I've had that is the most fun I've had in a game for a long time yeah it was no more than you said though Smith <laughs> yeah but it was that situation wasn't it you know I came up with something it was your GT list I knew what I was going into it knowing what to expect I wasn't expecting to have a bit yeah. easy game I, I told you I was, I was going to yeah. be wearing my gimp suit yeah with you, strap you on. said it was going to it, was, it wasn't going to go in dry I'm afraid it, yeah. it was going to go in dry <laughs> it was going to be pleasant it wasn't going to be pleasant it was going to be upsetting And I, but I went I knew what to expect yeah. you know I, it wasn't a this is a narrative game this wasn't going to be Oh, we, we, you know, it, we've got a certain scenario where you know we brought these sort of things. It's like I'm bringing two and a half thousand points of my grand tournament list, and I brought it to be a bit of a dick kicker at that event. But do you want to have a game? I was like, yeah, I'm not going to. And you knew I wasn't going to be bringing the same level of quality of list in terms of you know I was just adapting one I'd already. Designed. Well, I mean, I mean, critically for you, you haven't got the scope just in terms. I mean, the thing, the advantage I've got with my Death God is I've got. A breadth of stuff that I can bring yeah, in terms of actual stuff, yeah. yeah so yeah. in terms of models that you've already yeah, built, yeah. Exactly. No, I'm I'm very restricted by what I've currently got. So I went with what I got and even had to proxy a couple of bits and pieces. Um, but it was like I said, it was it, it wasn't a fluffy game. 
No, it wasn't going no. to be, and but I went it, in with it was that never expectation. To no, be. exactly. That's a key point. But to go back to like the Bale Stars, so the Bale Stars is a escalation campaign that the, me and Dan and um, yeah, it's just me and you, isn't it? Yeah, it's me you and you together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're we're running it for the Fat Cats Club, and starts at five hundred points, and the 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 goal, and it's even in the description of the event, the goal of the escalation campaign is to encourage um, narrative or fluff-driven army building and to get your shit painted so that you can come to events with us because there are lots of people saying they want to start coming to events yeah, with absolutely. us. absolutely. And um, like you can already see the different kind of mindsets that we've got down at club coming yeah. out because there's a couple of people that are more... Uh, you know they're more inclined for the tournament games. Well, it's it's what their background because we've got a lot of people now who are jumping into Horus Heresy from, from different yeah, systems, yeah. not even from a, a Warhammer gaming yeah, background. Definitely, yeah, um, we've got there's quite a big War Machine scene at the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got quite a few. We've got quite a big um, Blood what's Bowl. Blood Bowl. There we go. A Blood Bowl th- scene as well, and th- that's a. I mean, Blood Bowl's different, but certainly War War Machine. Uh, yeah, seen at the club is quite competitive. And from what I've seen, like the some of the War Machine players have come over, and they don't know a lot of the law, mm. and they've looked at their what they can take five hundred points, and have gone, oh, I'm going to take this, which is a really cheap HQ, and this, which is a really cheap unit, and then I'm going to throw in like some Castellex or some, uh, like I wonder if I can get a Thanatar in and stuff like that. So those of us that know more of the law are going to have uh, have stepped in and said, yeah. look. That's cool if that's a model you want. Wait until like two thousand five hundred yeah. or whatever, and then um, you know this this is the fluff reason why a Thanatar wouldn't make. It's a slow lumber and it's not a fast moving. Yeah. It's not an early strike weapon. It's a bombardment. I mean, weapon the only the only thing that we've done that has like maybe could be called out for being a bit a little bit uncool is the fact that we've said no custodes. But that's more geared towards the fact that the the campaign is going to escalate up into a narrative weekender we're running. Correct. So I mean, and um, quite clearly, the story we're trying to tell doesn't include that. No, no. Then they. I mean, I know this is going to be a point of contention for a lot of people out there. Like I said, there's people out there that want it, and I feel, I do feel bad for custodians players at the moment, or people who want to be custodians players. It is this thing, and it's been talked about on other podcasts as well. That. It's an army that people have wanted for a long, long time. We're not, we're not talking just like in since Heresy came out, no. since Time of Memorial with 40k. But the, the, I mean, the myth of custodians in the background of the fluff is mm. they are the coolest shit ever. Yeah. And, and how, I mean, how many co- conversions do you see or have well, seen over the decades? Oh, yeah, very much so. Even I looked into it myself yeah. and I'd be like, that'd be so cool. And I've seen some amazing conversion of armies. Like, back it used, in 40K. To, uh, it used to be a lot of grey knights got converted up into custodians. Yeah, easily they? done. And, you know, no one had an issue with that no. back then. But, you know. <laughs> It's, as we said, like the, if you come look at Custodia's in relation to Book 7, Inferno, it, and I think it, is, it's, it was said that these campaign books, they are meant to be exactly that. They're yeah, meant to be absolutely. that campaign. So Custodia's are balanced probably more well, against the Thousand Suns and with the Space yeah. Wars in there because that's what they were happening then. It's like I was saying to you earlier, Book 7 to me is very much meant to just be Prospero. It's Russ at the height of his power versus Magnus at the height of his power because af- narratively in the in the novels after Prospero, Russ was never the same. Like from his point of view, he killed one of his brothers. He killed Magnus, who ultimately, yeah, he he had a bit of a problem with Magnus, the fact that he was a psycho. But he didn't hate Magnus. He didn't have any. They were still problem. brothers at the end of the day. Yeah, he had no problem with Magnus like the way that um, Mortarion did or anything like that, or the way that Kurz has a problem with almost. All of his brothers. So, oh, you we know, need to come back onto Kurz in a minute. 
Horace manipulated Russ, and Russ, you know, he brought the pain, and it broke his legion as much as it broke the sons. So I expect at some point we'll be given another version of Russ, another version of both their lists yeah, that are so like so not at the height like, of their power. You mean like, um, like uh, Corax? Yeah. And so they've got the Corax before it's fan. And uh, similar to with um, Petrobo in a way, not to that extent, but no. Petrobo yeah, can yeah, take yeah. the Forge Breaker, which is the before after it's fan sort I mean, of situation. I think with, with a long view to it, if Alan hadn't been as ill as he was, maybe mm. that would have been part of the book seven. Yeah. You would have had a maybe, before yeah. Prospero and an after Prospero. So, so there's an interesting point there in terms of uh, power gaming versus fluff gaming, in the sense of both there's a, there's a, a self-constraint thing, so actually does the these lists only fit within that but then there's also the inherent power within a list so I've, I've talked to you guys before in other settings about um, custodies being all in the it's all in the shop window the strength yeah yeah. you, you just just buy the dudes and put them on the table and you, you don't I mean, case in point the guy that won the GT mm. um, he was a decent player I watched him play one game he was a decent <laughs> player but it was no Gary Kasparov of the 30k <laughs> scene it wasn't like he was some kind of grand he wasn't coming out with tactical genius no, 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 moves no, no. or anything like that no no, no, no. It, wasn't, it, it wasn't any kind they're, of special really gaming like a, they're a low finesse army really like it's, it's yeah for example like you can build thousand tons that aren't sec meta correct and they're not gonna drop onto the table and wreck you you can build space wolves that aren't all varagir and, de- and death swarm that aren't gonna wreck you in the first yeah. couple of turns because they're all dropping in and it's the self-regulation of uh, like Lex Head have you met Lex Head yeah I know right. I've played him yeah he's a really good guy and yeah. he's really I listened to his interview on Vangarian Heresy yeah. and he made a really good point that he's played Space Wolves forever and um, when Book 7 dropped and he couldn't use his breaches and stuff as, as troops it all had to be Grey Slayer backs you know he said he could have really easily gone from having his fluffy list that he had to just making like a dick kicking list that in his opinion, which could have been slightly overpowered, mm. but he put the constraints on himself to make a fluffy list. And you did the same with your Thousand Sons. Mm. Alan looks like he's doing the same with his Thousand yeah. Sons. I mean, part of the part of the reason why I I end up selling all the stuff for my Thousand Sons is because um, I couldn't work out I couldn't w- work out a way that I couldn't get a massive advantage over somebody. Yeah. Without deliberately just taking up, even if you take like, <laughs> do, you know. There's a right of war in Thousand Sons called uh, Axis of Dissolution, where you've got to take max size troop choices. But but twenty, but yeah, twenty Thousand Sons tactical marines yeah. with bolt guns. It's still horrific. Yeah, that's going to be pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah. Do they all get the crazy rounds, or is that just the terminators? They don't. They don't get the aspect rounds. They don't but get them. They do Overwatch on twos. They, what? You, yeah, you can take Corby Day. Oh, because of all oh, the psychic yeah, powers. Of the, yeah, all the psychic yeah. powers. You put. And the way the Thousand Sons list work means you got you need to maximise your HQ choices because you need as many independent characters. If they all die, your army gets screwed. Uh, but what that happens is you go, oh well, oh, all of a sudden I've got a massive psychic army and it's yeah. horrible. I mean, the thing is, we're 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 currently like calling out custodes Thousand Sons. Yeah, but you can do it in any legion. Like you can be an absolute arse. Oh in any yeah. Legion. I mean, just look at look at uh, Iron Warriors pre the change to Iron Tyrants. Yeah. To Siege Tyrants. Oh sorry. god, yeah. When you could take. Pride of the Legion and run them as troops. Yeah, and it got changed because people were doing it because they had, they couldn't self-regulate to the point where they're like, uh, twenty siege tyrants as troops is a bit bullshit. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Mm. 
And the same <coughs> spin. Sorry. <laughs> I don't yeah, run I 20. I know you don't. I run less than 10, just about. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think there's, every, there's something in every legion that if you are minded to exploit it, yes. you, you will end up with a list that is... I think this is, this is what a, 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 not a problem, but I think it's just an inherent... It's not even a flaw either. It's just like sometimes you're, you're building a list and you kind of go, well, I know that's good. And you, it's not necessarily that you're putting it in because it's good or because, you know, you, generally a lot of the things that you like the models for are probably really good as well. Mm. Um, but sometimes you just can't help it. Yeah, sometimes it, you, know, you want the stuff like, that looks cool. For example, I've put a Spartan in my list. Now I know that in the new edition, it's actually not as powerful as it used to be because of multi-bombing now yeah. and you know people have got obviously Kraken missiles and whatnot to take them out. So even though I'm, I feel like a Spartan is a strong element in my list, and I kind of go, at first I'm like, mm, is that really fitting? But it kind of fits the style of the army, this and the other, but I also now know that it's not like it's a, a game winner. I'm everyone, not going to sit there and that thing alone is going to kick the ass everyone, of everyone. Everyone brings tools to kill super heavies and Primarchs anyway. So by including a Spartan, you're not doing something wrong. Yeah. It just it, It's going to mean that if you bring your Spartan list and I bring a list that doesn't have something that can deal with a super heavy in it, you've won... Which is list partly what happened with, against you with the GT list. And it's the reason why I looked at the Spartan is because you got a Spartan mm. and I literally had... No weapons that could deal with it apart from the three well, last you, cannons. You had, on. you had plenty of stuff to glance at to death. I think no, I only had the last cannons. Oh, because of the flare shield. Because of the flare shield. Okay, so actually, right. So this is. I think this is an interesting point to interject another question. Yeah. So, um, I totally get that it's entirely possible to build a, build a dick kicker list, and it's entirely possible to build a fluff list, and, and the whole spectrum between. So, what I'd like us to think about now is. Um, do people conflate oh that person's a power gamer with all the list is overpowered that, that list is overpowered with actually with it not that with them not understanding perhaps that is, that person is just a better player yeah a lot of the time that is a thing like I've sat and I've watched you play spin and you play other people and yeah you run initially they were competitive lists because you were practicing for yeah. GT uh, yeah at the time yeah but I've, I've sat and I've seen you run out of Spartan and run out... What's your Super Heavy? Uh, I generally don't use a Super Heavy, but I've got a Shadow Sword. And it's like they are things that you have to learn how to deal with. Like hmm. my first few lists that I wrote, although they were really fluffy in that they were Iron Warriors lists, so they had Medusa batteries or Basilisks in, they had nothing that would cover air support, so they had no AA, and they had nothing that would deal with heavy armour. And yeah, I was having a blast. I was making these awesome, really fluffy Iron Warriors lists. And then I watched a game and I was like, I've got nothing that will deal with anything over a rhino. Need to deal with that. Like, multi-bombing helps, but at the same time, you have to get your troops there. And if you're playing a competent opponent who knows that that um, Land Raider has got breaches in that have got multi-bombs, let's take that Land Raider out so they have to walk, that Assault Squad needs to die... You know, the game is just changing naturally because of new, yeah, new, it's, new it's rules an, it's that an evolution, are adapting yeah. things. So, like now, I know I have to take. I can't just rely on my Leviathan because my Leviathan can be taken out by multi-bombing or glance down. Mm-hmm. So I can't just take one Leviathan. My Contemptors, although they're cool, they're armed to deal with infantry. Yeah. So which is why I've got a new one on the way with anti-tank. You know, I like to run a Tech Marine Covenant. So now I'm looking at how to arm those to deal with vehicles but at the same time it's not like oh I've got to sacrifice that unit so I can deal with a Spartan 
it's not that much of a pressing concern. I just no. I need I need a I need something in my pocket that if it comes up I can deal with that isn't going to be a detriment to my list. Yeah. So like um, there's a, there was a thing I saw the other day of a guy saying oh I'm going to run Iron Havoc so I'm just going to run them all with las cannons. And it's like no don't do that mix them mix them with like las cannons missile launchers because then if you're firing ten las cannons into a unit you're going to miss a couple. And then you're just going to kill a couple of people. Whereas, like, you can get the blasts out for frag. You can do pinning. You can. It's why back in you know days when I was running Dark Angels, I used to run Devastator squads with two heavy bolters and two plasma cannons. Yeah, it makes sense because to me. It kind of it, it, okay. It wouldn't couldn't take down heavy uh, uh, vehicles, but I had other things to do with heavies. But you know, plasma cannons could deal with the light, like rhinos and stuff I mean, like that, that potentially. That and it was just a. It, but then against like horde armies, it would. Decimate horde armies. That's the thing I was going to talk about. Horde armies, like we looked at, because um, we're going to Tarsis, mm. so we built our lists and we were like, yeah, we're fairly confident we can deal with like the odd dreadnought that's going to turn up. Terminators might be a bit tough to deal with, but we've got weight of fire on our side; it'll be all right. And then um, guy posts up and he's got like eighty tech thralls, and then people are bringing militia and they're posting their pictures, their lists, and it's just mass dudes, bam. And I'm like, even Fury of the Legion's going to have a fucking tough time well, killing I, that many dudes. But on the flip side. I don't care. No, no, that's what, this is what I mean. Yeah. No. Like, because it's a narrative event, there's there's less... I'm not butthurt about it. I'm just like, lol, if we if we come up against this list, it's going to be... It's just going to be a massacre. It's going to be Early Marines. Early lunchtime. It's going to be <laughs> Marines doing what Marines do, which is chew through But also spots. doing what a mass infantry do and grind you down yeah, and yeah. get into get hold you into combat and just by massive numbers well, it's, the, it's, the, it's the death core of Krieg approach isn't it yeah basically just launch them in send them in boys we have to break that wall but we have no artillery but we do have millions of dudes <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, well, yeah, as a mentor of self regulating going back to self regulating earlier mm. you know I uh, designed my half of the tasks list initially and Sent it to uh, the Gen Five Two guys. They look, you know, I don't want to be that guy. Can you just have a look at this, see what you think? And they went, yeah, that's perfectly fine. I was like, yeah. okay, cool. Now that version of the list doesn't exist anymore. No, because I, after a while, and even after seeing what other people were taking, I was like, I don't want to run Fosfex. No, I actively, you know, I had Fosfex on my on, on quad launchers, and I was like, you know, I don't, I don't want that. I don't need that. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be a thing. So I just take it off. Mm. Um, whether that's a good thing for for the game, I don't know. But for me, as a as a player, yeah. and going to an event, uh, I'm going to meet new people. I don't know. I think th this is this raises. Uh, I mean, phosphates in and of itself is is a thing, but um, it raises an interesting point about where you start to see that break point between a viable unit and a what people might consider to be a broken unit. It's when they're optimized for things. So phosphates is the ultimate infantry killer. Mm. Yeah, uh, specifically marine infantry killer. Yep. Uh, Solar Auxilia probably won't care. Um, well, they're going to die anyway. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And similarly, Militia. It's also not great for Mechanicum because it's poison. Yep. Um, and it's AP3, so that most Mechanicum aren't saves. Quite frankly, when we were designing this, honestly, this is just pure ignorance on my behalf. I wasn't thinking, oh, we're going to come up against a bunch of Militia or Solar Orcs. I was, when I did that initial list, I was thinking, oh, we're going to be up against Marines because that's. Yeah, it's odd. Like, having well, I've not, not been, been to Adventure C, so not. Yeah, that's what I was asking, but not been to an event. In my mind, a lot of the events are marine on marine. Like, I've not come to watch any of the GTs or anything, which is a shame. I mean, I live up north, away from you guys. Mm. But, you know, I've seen pictures that Spin's taken, and you've talked about it a lot. And, you know, you do get your Admech, you get your, well, not Admech, Mechanicum. Mm. You get your Mechanicum, you get your Militia, your Solar Orcs. Although, to be honest, so just thinking back over all the events I've played, uh, I'd reckon it's about 80% marine. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hmm. HMN Legions around about uh, 15... In fact, no, it would have to be 20% Mechanicum because I've never played Militia. I've definitely seen them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They generally... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen uh, the horde of... you know, uh, What I assume was a Militia list was mm-hmm. a sort of horde of... Yeah, dude horde. Dude horde with uh, some tanks behind it and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's quite interesting, actually, because... You, it, it, and it can be misleading because you can look at some photos. So, for instance, I've looked at some of the, fo- the um, uh, photos for Tarsus Four, for instance, for the armies, and I've looked at them. I'm thinking, I bet you any money they're the fearless thralls right. because they're big units, yeah. tar pits. It's like marching. You can't, you can't, you have to kill them all. Yeah, in sh- yeah, you're not yeah, going to do because you're not going to scare them off with by making them break from shooting. You're not going to make them break in combat because they're fearless. And I think, oh, I bet that is. But then when you get to the event, you go, oh, I've taken them with this. Thing which wasn't what yeah, we were expecting. Exactly, we don't know the actual list, do Correct. we? So I, mean, <laughs> I had a guy on Tarsus on the well, not on the Tarsus page. He messaged me privately. I posted a picture of one of my work in progress with my my despoiler squad mm-hmm. that I'm working on. And he messaged me. He was like, "Why are you taking despoilers?" I'm just curious. And I was like, "Well, I'm running them with an apothecary, so they're a little bit more stick in the fight." But I just wanted something different to another tactical squad. He's like, "I'd take another tactical squad so you can fury." And I was like, "I don't want to." Like that. Sergeant, who I just converted up when I was bored waiting for a wash to dry, like chainsaw Well, that's not even chainsaw. No, no, chainsaw. Was it the not? New, it no, was no, the no, new no. soldier for the next tactical so, squad. Have you seen the guy with the pointy hand? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I made him. I was bored, like waiting for the wash to dry on my on my tacticals. I made him. I took a picture of him. I sent it to uh, our other WhatsApp group that were in with Will. Mm-hmm. And Will immediately was like, "He looks old as fuck. I bet he's proper grumpy." <laughs> <laughs> and then Spin comes in and goes, oh, "I bet it'd be cool if he was like an old Terran Iron Warrior." And off the back of that, I wrote like a little bit of fluff for him. Yeah. One of the first inductees into the Legion. He was pissed off before they found Pater- Perserabo. <laughs> and now he's really angry. Perserabo decimated the Legion, and he was like, "That's a fucking good idea. They are all scrubs. Like, <laughs> I agree with this 100%." And then he gets completely battered at Istvan. They rebuild him because he refuses to be a dreadnought. <laughs> And now, and now he's just like, you know what, I'm going to lead this to spoiler squad because I'm angry as fuck. No, 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 that guy became your new tactical sergeant. No, he didn't. Because Chainsaw Jeff went into the no, spoiler, didn't he? No, because I've already painted Chainsaw Jeff with squad markings and I'm not fucking about. <laughs> I, I thought the new guy was with, with the bolter. No. Uh, for some reason, I thought he was with the bolter. I'm guy. working on a new Chainsaw Jeff <laughs> because I'm, I've used Abaddon for my Golg, so I've got... Um, Garrow's running body. You should, should really explain who Chainsaw Jeff is. Oh, right. So, it's going to be a cool pose. Dan ran a doubles event for all the fat cats. Which we talked about. One more that we talked about. Yeah. Um, and as we said earlier, me and Spin just threw, threw together stuff we had built. So, we ended up with like HQ. I ran an Apravian with three Castellex fuckbots. You did, you bad man. Um, <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's like all I had built. Didn't know. Like, Exclamation mark. Uh, two dreadnoughts, a Leviathan, and a big tactical squad who just, like, he, the sergeant, had a double handed chain blade. He did. We deployed. It looked, it looked awesome. He still it, looks no, awesome. Expl- no, explain a little bit more detail as to why we made the joke out of this guy. Well, oh, because he's got the targeting, he's got the targeting head the from the Iron Warriors, but he's running with a double-handed chainsaw. Because he's getting those crit hits. In. He's basically targeting that little spot where he's going to hit yeah. you with a sword. So uh, deployed him on a building, and then we we're playing Ant and Dave, and they dropped four Orbs bombardments on yeah, him. Yeah, they had all the Damocles. Damocles and t- um, they had two. Th- I think they had three. Two Damocles, but signals. two master signals. Yeah. yeah. So he got four orbital strikes to his face, passed his invulnerable from well, past his um, cover, cover save each time. Yeah. Then 
charged out of the building and killed one of the masters of singles. <laughs> Bearing in mind there was only him and one of the marine left at that point. <laughs> it started off in the first game up against uh, Alan and... Um, oh, when he uh, killed everyone apart from Apart him. from that guy. Yeah. They basically, because it was the scenario where we started in the middle and everyone kind of, we get ambushed. Uh, uh, it was Phil. It was Phil, yeah, wasn't it? Phil. And uh, that was a good game because it was our first game and we got in this scenario where we were like, yeah, our idea of running across the board and battering the hell out of them is not going to work on this scenario because we're stuck in the middle. It was them quad heavy bolters. Yeah. Like a, a unit of quad heavy bolters just took out nine tactical marines, left yeah. Jeff on his own. And yeah, it was, so that was it. It was like, chase all Jeff survived. That's they where it came kill from. They couldn't kill him. He didn't die once over no. the whole weekend. <laughs> so, so you two there have just given me a, a section which is exactly why I like narrative gaming. Because you've, we've got an entire war story there off the back of a game. Yeah. Rather than um, oh, he stuffed me fifteen three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, 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 I, I mean, the second game was just comedy. I mean, for one, it was up against Ant. It was always going to be an entertaining game when you're up against Ant. We just had dreadnoughts running around it, killing. It tanks. was literally. It was like you start in that corner, we start in this corner. That's not right. Okay, then off we go. Ah! And we we literally kind of bowled through these rhinos, and we're like, if we go for tank as our thing, then. You know, we could kill some of these guns. No, we weren't expected to wipe them off the board. No, that was at the thing. all. And it was when you one shot his land raider, and all his suzerain. Died. Oh, no, it was it was they, uh, no. I think they just got out, but I just yeah, one bombed the, the land raider in yeah. one turn, and just by yeah. pure fluke. Shot I, mean, over the I had a leviathan coming. that ran from one end of the table to the other end into the back of their deployment zone, just because it was just punching yeah. through rhinos. But that's the thing, though. That's what narrative gaming's about, in my opinion. Like, you come out with the war stories. Exactly, yeah. But, like, like we're saying, Chainsaw Jeff is getting a new iteration as a Legion champion. Like, I don't care that a heavy chain blade is probably not the optimal loadout for a, for a champion. It should be the optimal loadout. Heavy, a two ha- what is not cool about a two-handed yeah, chainsaw? Yeah, yeah. Nothing is uncool about <laughs> no, that. No, exactly. It's, that's at the apex of cool, and then everything is below that. No, but, oh, so... Going back to the whole fluffy and what's powerful and whatnot. Now, going back to what, the, what we were talking about earlier about the Perfurian. Yeah, the yeah I, ha- I had a reason for that. It was here we uh, go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I mean, and, as, and as you know, and, and since then I've kind of reconsidered. Even though I'm getting a Perfurian because the model is cool. So getting um, a Perfurian because you'd already ordered it. No, I thought you'd already. I'd already, I'd, I'd, no, I'd already changed my mind on it, and obviously the, the wait. So you ordered a Mastodon and a Perfurian at the same time. World, Lord Mould, ladies and gentlemen. Someone Lord might, have, someone might have got a bonus at Christmas, <laughs> right? Anyway, so Andy Hoare is going to come and give you a hand job. <laughs> just on it. He's going to be like, you well, are the winner. So now you've said it wrong. From my point of view, it, it was clearly... So I played your game against the GT, yeah. and I was like, okay, what, what I didn't like about that game is that uh, you know, I took a three thousand a list I designed for 3,000 points, because when I first started, I was thinking that's where it was at. And it turns out 2.5K is probably the best place to start. And I struggled to get a, a three thousand point list down to two and a half k, and still feel right. And it's going back to what we said about mm. symmetry. You know, it, it didn't feel right for me in that game. So I was like, okay, I'll rethink it a little bit. But I want to do it in a way that I can just add something quite quickly. Maybe a throne of scores or you yeah. know something where you you, you can have different uh, lists, but without having to go take like another thousand points worth of army just to slot in. I like the idea of taking something. It made one or two models I could just slot in, um, but I also like the idea of having a, a centerpiece model, something that the army's kind of like designed around. Yeah. And for me, and I, I literally, I remember, I remember the conversation. I basically went into one of our groups and I was like, "Right, guys, what any suggestions? You know, do I go for a knight? Do I go for you know a super heavy tank? And this, that, and the other." And I think Ross went go for a Perfurian. I was like, 
you know what, actually, in my mind, it's a cool model. Uh, it fits with my concept of what I was doing. You know, mm. it, it's bringing super heavy weaponry that is breaching walls and shit like that and just breaking it all down and it's just basically lumbering up behind while the iron ones are just rushing forward and kicking shit out of each other. And I, I, generally, I, I will always try and go with a rule of cool uh, in terms of models. I like cool models, this, that, and the other. I'll maybe give a cursory glance at some of the rules and at my loss, I'll sometimes misunderstand how rules work because of it. Unlike Alistair. Who invents his own rules. Shots fired. <laughs> That's an inventor rule. <laughs> <laughs> and what I did was, literally, I thought, oh shit, you know, I looked at the rules and went, are any of those, you know, I presume those big cannons are D weapons and if they are, I won't bother taking it. And they weren't. I was like, okay, then it can't be that bad. I feel like I can't, I can't get my head around how they're not D weapons. I, I don't know. I don't know what makes it so scary, but apparently it became, a th- it's, it's a thing that if you take a preferry and it's a bit overpowered. So I was like, okay then, I like the model still, I'm going to order one regardless. And it's a cool model to have. Now, what I've decided is that, okay, if I go to a big event and it's going to be that kind of event where, you know, having something like that is not such of a bad deal, I'll take it for that. Or if people want to play against it, mm. you know, like Alan, he said, yeah. I'm well up for giving it a game. Yeah. You know, he's a bit more on the competitive side of things. Fine, yeah, it's there for people to have a go at. And inadvertently, it's now making me consider doing a Mechanicum on. <laughs> the thing is, as that as the basis more like, than it being part of the Iron Warriors it's easier for those of us that have more than the average amount of disposable income to yeah. play Fluffy I, I've been lucky that yeah. I got a half decent like, bonus this year all, all three of us are in a position where we're not scrimping and saving to do stuff so we can afford to have a slightly larger collection of things that we don't sure. have to necessarily be like well and even then I've taken a while building up my army because yeah, buying units at a time like if, uh, every once in a while. For example, if we're going, like you say, if you're going to a competitive event, you can just slot your night in. There are, mm. there are people that are like, I'm going to a competitive event. I've only got this much hobby budget. And, you know, I need to have something that I can use all the time. Mm. Yeah. So, like, for, personally, that's why I think custodes have become that thing. Because it, they're the cheapest to buy into because of um, plastic. Prospero. Mm-hmm. And, and even more so now with the up and coming. Well, yeah, plastic I mean, it gets yeah. easier. And they're really quite OP little gunship guys, like twenty. Well, quid. they are um, universally good. And yeah. This is the kind of this is the kind of the phos- point about phosphates. It's universally good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it, it, there's no, no, nothing bad. Up, there's no. Right, it's, it's not. Uh, it's not much of a trade-off apart from you can't shoot tanks with it. It was something but you mentioned actually to me, and this is I'm quite renowned in pretty much any game system I play. I go with generally go for elite kind of style armies so low model count cool models but you know they're, they're probably powerful individually if you put it one on one against something but as an army mm. the weakness is the the lack of numbers yeah. and usually that is the weakness it's quite a strong weakness so, you know I usually get beaten because of purely a numbers thing yet your custodian seems to be that is the ultimate elite army yet isn't suffering from its lack of numbers I, I think that's a, a challenge that I've heard lots of other people make is actually are they underpointed, maybe even massively underpointed. Which is why I'm liking a lot of uh, events that seem to be coming in with the uh, restrictions in terms of like they can take only eighty percent of the points cost. On the one as hand, a balancing level. On the one hand, I like that, but on the other hand, it penalises talents players. Like if you're running pure custodes, yeah, here's an eighty percent like cap. You get eighty percent of the points cap. GG. But if you're running sisters. But if you're running, for example, if you're running talents. Where you have to, you're taking sisters. I mean, the worst case scenario is you mostly run sisters, and you've got a couple of custodes for the hyper violence. Like, 
that's what they're there for. Narratively, that to me is a narrative talents list because it's filled out with acquisitors. Don't even, <laughs> it's don't out. stop. Right, it's filled out with acquisitors. <laughs> Thank you. And it's got um, the, like, the witch seekers, and then you've got maybe like a shield captain and some of the Heterian guard that you deep strike in for just some absolute fucking hyper violence. And that, that's how that list narratively works. Then you go to a narrative event where it's like, all comers are welcome. You've got knights players running their, their inverted commas, fluffy knight houses. And then you've got your marine players that are running like the Pride of the Legion right of war, shit sort of just staring everywhere. And then you've got poor, like, the poor guy who's brought his really fluffy sisters list with a couple of custodes who then gets told by the TO, oh, you're running custodes, so drop 20% of points off of it. I think there needs to be... I don't think there is a solution. Well, no, there well, no, can't uh, be a hard and fast rule. No, no it can't. Yeah. I think Ross is right. I don't think you can legislate. That's the point. No. The 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 answer to the problem, if if there indeed there is a problem here, is is it's about self regulation. Yeah. Uh, that that sounds remarkably kind of like capitalist for me, but it's <laughs> it's true in the sense that going back to our original metaphor, what would happen if you were at a speed dating and somebody turned up in a gimp suit with a ten inch strap on? Actually, the the the, the crowd no. would, exactly <laughs> the crowd would would um, modify that behaviour. There's already been a certain amount of the community saying to custodes players, "Look, there's a way to do this, and there's a way not to do it." And the custodes players that are there because they like the law behind the custodes, they like the the models, the models yeah. and they want to play with the rest of the community. Have have put their hands up and they've said, "Yeah, all right." Like I can see how this needs to change and I need to stop spamming X unit and I need to be a bit more mindful about how my enjoyment is maybe not your enjoyment. Yeah. And then you've got the, the faction of people that are like, ah, fuck you, mate, I'm winning. Like, oh, you're just, but salt, that's like, not, you're just salty because you can't beat me. That's not a large percentage of the community. It's not. Which is something I like about the heresy yeah. community as a whole. Community and uh, your narrative is words that get thrown around a lot in the heresy um, But it's, the, it's the first time that I've seen it happen. Like, there's the, there are some like boogeyman lists from these legions. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is, I was actually going to say, you know, we, I know we're talking a lot about custodians and we're talking about, uh, you know, your, your unite lists or whatever and these kind of things, but it's not unknown in non other yeah. factions. But no, the, 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 the other legions that can do it, yeah, the night lords and things like that. And, you know, the I can't remember which right of war which makes them two up cover save from turn one. Or, I can't remember the precise combination. There are other things out there. There's other stuff out there. It's it, you can. Like anything, you can abuse anything. Mm. You know, you can you can abuse. What's the, what's the saying? Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some interesting sayings Thank a you. lot of the time. It, it seems that those that play the Legion lists that are the big scary lists are more open to understanding that those lists have a place and time. Yeah. Whereas, I know of at least one custodes player that I've spoken to that does not care if his opponent enjoys his game mm. that he derives all of his enjoyment from tabling his opponent and I don't know I don't know why but that, that's, that's what thing. he makes of his hobby you know I've seen this in uh, competitive uh, scene on the war machine now you know I've not played a lot of the competitive scene because I go along and I don't enjoy that side of it mm. but I've spoke to people and they said you know well, why don't you not you know surely you get I get enjoyment by winning 
here, but I get enjoyment by having a good game. The thing is, like, War Machine is designed for a tournament system. Which is why I never really got into it. And yeah. that's, that is for ideal for those people that enjoy. The part of the hobby that they enjoy is winning. Me, the part of the, enjoy, the hobby, regardless of the system, is list building, cool models, and background. That's, that's what I enjoy, and having just random fun. So like the iPorris guys do it a lot. Like they'll call out when someone's being whack, and um, Gino Five Two have done it a few times as mm. well. But that's a matter of perspective. It's not really a matter of perspective. It, it, for a certain percentage of time, yeah, it is a matter of perspective whether whether someone is trying to win at all costs. And then there are people that are clearly trying to win at all costs, which are the ones that ignore the advice of others. Yeah, that, that don't listen to the community's point of view on things. Don't really listen when the TO says maybe you want to tone that down a little bit. You know, they're the ones that are arguing that the Custodes Dreadnought with the spear, when the weapon gets destroyed, they don't get any melee attacks. Mm. You know, the, 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 these are the kind of people that are like, if I can't win the way, you know, I, you know if, I, if I can't win using the rules... I'll find a loophole, which means I can win. And it's the same mindset that came from War Machine that I really dislike. And I don't know if it's because the custodes are more easily accessible, so more people can access them, so you're getting people that have that mindset now playing them. Well, I, I mean, this goes back to my point about them being it, all the strengths in the shop window. It's the obvious one. Yeah. As you say, you can make... Any, I, I don't think there's any uh, Duff Legions... That might be controversial. No, there's not. Even the Shattered Legion. The only, the only way they might be Duffies is the fact that they've not got a book of their own or their own special yeah. units yet. Yeah, and we that, say that, but and Scars are yeah, still really do. powerful. So are well, Dark Angel. Actually, well, Scars are a good example, actually. They're a really, really powerful list, but it's probably um, financially prohibitive. Because they're expensive most, models. Because you've got to buy the jet bikes. Yeah, to run that list, yeah. yeah. And it's not a plastic alternative you can easily no, do either. Absolutely not. Although, but then again, I don't think they need to be. prepared to see... White skull bikes that look like custodies bikes. No, that's gonna grip my shit so much. <laughs> Sorry, man. Like this is the thing. Like, I'm not. I'm not being a twat when I say this, and I'm not trying to like shame anyone. But if you want to play Horus Heresy and you want to run white scars, that's your chosen legion. You want to run jet bikes. Save your fucking money and buy jet bikes. Don't go and buy. Or even buy th- there are third party jet bikes that look fucking better than them custodians piece of shit. Yeah, because that that doesn't matter outside of a Warhammer World setting. No, and let's be that's no. one specific place it's, it's that like, might have an issue with it. There are people that use forty k era Marines, the Mark Eight Power Armor, or whatever it is. Occasionally, I mean to be fair, me a culpa. I've used there's some bits on, in various parts of my army where I've got it, but it's mainly I, things like arms. I've considered I've considered, considered like, using the Death Watch. Torsos. Yeah, this is the, the gorget kind of like fits with the kind of like the heavy armor that look I want to go for. They've used those bits as conversion pieces. And then the, I've seen people that are just running straight out of the box tactical marines, built as tactical marines, and just going, Oh, that's a that's just a tactical squad. But it's got a heavy weapon and a specialist weapon in it. Oh, oh no, 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 it's just it's just I haven't I can't afford to do it. And part of me's like I'm happy that you're playing, but you're not really playing. You've just got your forty K collection out of the box. And you're saying this is actually something else. This is actually you're, you're proxying an entire game. Mm-hmm. And if you've got an opponent that's doing exactly the same, that's fine. Like you're both on the same page. But if you if if I'm going to play someone with my fully painted army, even if your army isn't painted, at least be the right fucking models. Because it's like it, like it goes back to what I was saying earlier about 
if you're bringing a dick list and your opponent's brought a fluffy list, mm. you're the only one getting enjoyment out of that game. Yeah, potentially. And like, I'm not trying to say poor people shouldn't play heresy. <laughs> he just said poor people shouldn't play heresy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying that if you're one of these people that like, I want to play white scars, I'm going to play them right now. Save no, up I, for the bits you need. Actually, going back, okay, white scars is a bad example because purely the, the nature of the army and even background wise and depending on who you talk to, you know, as far as I'm concerned, white scars can be built without bikes. Well, they can be. They, they obviously, it's a feature, it's a, it's a, um, a visual thing that white scars are bikes, and in Heresy, jet bikes are a big thing. They're also pretty good. And I, I get that, you know, but if you, there are ways of doing things differently. So, um, for me, white scars, if I couldn't afford jet bikes, but I was going to save up for them, I'd start building it around, or oh, make sure I've got guys in rhinos. To me, that is just as white well, scars. They have them. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's the way they still have to have boots on the ground. You know? in, in the books, they, yeah, have, entire, have, they yeah. have entire brotherhoods that aren't on on jet Yeah, there, there are other ways around it. There are different ways to do. And when it comes to the cost, I mean, this is kind of going tangently from what we're meant to be discussing in this section. But the whole cost thing. Now, as we said, I'm in a situation where I'm being fairly lucky that I've got some expendable cash where I can maybe afford some of these specialist forge rod units. I don't go out and buy 3,000 points worth of Forge World in one go. Hell no. Even I can't afford that. Oh, and I thought you were going to say you sent Jeeves to do that. <laughs> but no, my point was... My oh, what I was going to say, sorry, what I was going to say was like, you know, if, I, if it wasn't for that, I, you can still get into it. You know, you can buy your cow sets, your plastics. Like you, you know, they've, they've said it's not an issue to use Mars, Pattern, Rhinos, Land Raiders, and well, Predators and spoiler. These are things that you can do. You can buy the plastic kits, which are much cheaper, and build a consider. I mean, we've just talked about someone who's literally in our break we've now convinced someone to play uh, a heresy yeah big big thanks to Lee for lending us the sound kit very much so yeah yeah. we won't be uh, doing well we may sound a hell of a lot worse if it wasn't for Lee right now the thing is like what I was trying to say about I I probably said it really badly about the jet bikes was that you know people that say oh the heresy stuff's really expensive to get into so I'm just going to proxy this shit and it's like it's no more expensive than buying 40k stuff so if you hadn't bought the plastic space marines that you've bought to proxy the ones you can't afford from Forge World, you could have bought the plastic space marines from Calthbox. If you can't afford to pay for... I don't, I'm not seeing that myself. Like the thing is I'm sure happens. it's out there, but I'm not really seeing a lot of that. I think the only time that would happen is that people have already got those from doing a space marine army, yeah, but the thing is and they, they use they, them in the meantime until they can get... It's something that I've seen happen recently, where someone's like, I'm just going to play with this. And it's like, well, it's not the correct stuff it's like oh, but I've already bought it and I don't want to spend money again and it's like I, I, I get that you might not want to spend money but you can't it's like if I wanted to go and play um, Bushido but I've only got Infinity Miniatures yeah that yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that, that is 40k 40k is a separate game to Horus Heresy it's got a different aesthetic in many ways in oh yeah, the, yeah so just if it, if it was someone saying alright oh, I've got my tactical squad am I okay to use that in a heresy game until I can afford to get the models like the proper models yeah. I'd be like yeah okay fair enough you probably want to run them as a veteran squad because then they can take the heavy weapon and the special weapon you know but that's all you can run it as and then you know ideally because it's the wrong kind of armour I aim to get like uh, a cow set or something like that to replace those models with but if, if they've already got a substantial space being army I'm not going to turn around and say to someone, no, you can't play Heresy because you've not got all the models right. you're supposed to have. If they if they turn around and said to me, my intention is to get these models to replace them, but in, so I can play a game and start learning how it works, do you mind if I use some Space Marine models in place of this squad? Yes. 
but if you in six months time are still doing that and it's like well dude weren't you going to try and get some models oh yeah I've, I've not I've not really well, got around I to mean, it the, that's when it's kind of like Ooh, I can see where you're taking the piss there but. I mean, for, for me I, I get the point that you want to get people playing and, and that's how, that's the right thing to do and, and largely that's where the idea for the Imperial Fist started out as a an army that I could build because I've got the capacity uh, to do it so that people could try the game out yeah and I've got a loyalist and a uh, traitor force, and, and people can see, and at different points levels as well. But I, I think uh, certainly as a community, we need that kind of um, we need that churn of new players, so that there has to be that kind of accommodation at some point. Otherwise, the game's going to die. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or not, as the case may be. Yeah. So um, let's let's kind of like wrap up this section then, uh, talking about sort of like. Because we're, we're kind of going all over the, a bit all over the place, but getting back onto that kind of fluff first power game. One last question. So, I get that people have preferences one or the other. Do you feel there's one superior to the other, or is it just a question of taste? Probably. I, it's, I think for me, it's a um, it's an it's an individual element of taste or, or what you get from the hobby. Uh, they could, you know. The power gaming side, it's there. It's always going to be a thing. You, but there are places to apply that. You know, it's the reason why you have the GT. It, I'm not going to go to a GT with my fluffy list and expect to have a fun time, really. Or I'm not going to go there and expect to do very well. So I, I genuinely thought you were going to say the place for power gamers to go is Peterborough. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean the lads at Peterborough sound the 30k channel David Brown but you know about the first game I ever had at Peterborough don't you? yeah yeah that's why I said it <laughs> yeah. so, it was uh, 2000 points he had three knights and a storm lord I did raffle stomp him which was quite interesting but that you see actually I so for me I, I, one of the reasons I like competitive gaming as part of the broad banquet of gaming that I enjoy is because I don't care if I win or lose. Exactly. But my opponents clearly do, and I get a lot of joy out of being somebody <laughs> that really cares. Yeah. Now, you know, um, going back to your original question, I, I think that, that, that there's a place for each. There's, you know, it's down to the individual. Uh, I'd say stick with what you want. Yeah, you don't absolutely. Try not to fall to the pressure of, you know, having this kind of mentality, you're changing mentality. If, you, if you're about the background, about the fluff, about core models... Stick to that rule of call. I'm always about rule of call over going with optimizing the units because they're the best or the maths or anything like that, or you know it's because they've got better chance of kicking your ass or anything like that. Okay, it, it, it's a war game. It's maths. Maths is going to come into it. Dice is going to come into it. There's a game of chance and something the other. But for heresy, more than probably any other game, rule of call and having some sort of reason for why you've brought your army together. Uh, I mean, your imperial fists are. I don't know. Have you, oh well, for Tarsus, the bitches. idea is. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about Tarsus. I'm talking about like your, you know, you've done it. Your reason for doing the Imperial Fist initially was, like I said, a demo army. It's to yes. allow others to get involved in the game. Absolutely. There's no real fluff behind it as such no, like that. It's, but then it's, it's also not. It's a bit of an odd mishmash of stuff, really, because yeah. it, it's, it's a generic yeah. heresy army. It's like your, um, it's your idiot's guide to heresy. It, army. It's to showcase what different things do. So, so the ultimate version of it will have jet bikes in it, it'll have tanks in it. It's got standard infantry. It's got specialist. It's got those dudes. bits that are going to bring people yeah. into heresy. Mm. They, they, so there's no. It's quite clearly upfront what you've got done it for. Yeah. You've not gone. You know, I'm going to take the best fucking army here. No, because even when demo in it, that's not going to teach someone no. the best way of playing heresy. Necessarily. No, and, and I think that's. 
there's a there's an altruistic bit to this, isn't there? In the sense that uh, if we want the if we want Harris to carry on growing, we're going to have to. You've you've got to be the nice guy. You would encourage it. Yeah, and we we do know people, do we not? Who whose idea of a demo game is to see how many people they can beat senseless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is in many different. It's not not even just uh, um, even 40k. I mean, we talk about the whole gamut of uh, gaming systems yeah. that we're aware of. I mean, if to talk about really tangent there on demo uh, demo gaming. Obviously, as I said earlier, I used to work for Games Workshop. <laughs> demo games was all part of the job. What we did in demo games for you know the young lad that's come in and oh my god what's this so do you like aliens do you like you know superhuman soldiers oh, I like superhuman soldiers all right you play the superhuman soldiers I'll play the aliens what I'm not going to do is introduce the rending rules on the gene stealers <laughs> yeah. or, or this extra speed that they're going to get what you're going to get though is much more powerful weaponry than you normally get and that kid goes away going that was awesome fun even though I've invented rules for it but that's what mattered and it was all about getting him into the, 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 yeah. the you know the Actually, you know, a lot of demoing at Games Workshop was about creating the narrative on the go. Essentially lying to children. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, sold yeah. crack to yeah, children. Crack children. I mean, I did it. I but, worked for but, an independent, so but, I know exactly what you're talking about. But it was, if you look, step aside from that, if you walked into the shop, if you, you've seen us all doing demo games when you're down there, it wasn't about us going, well, you've got a ballistic skill of four, so that means if you I roll these I have seen demo that, games like that happen in but, Games Workshop. But what, hap- what did you feel like it was a good way of introducing the game to someone no or did you see Ed going right then you roll these dice these five guys have just blasted their ball guns across the table and smashed these guys from the ground that doesn't matter what you roll on the dice no that's fine that was a narrative way of getting someone into it it was yeah. a building that imagination behind it and that at the core of it is what we're trying to do with heresy here yeah, you know what, what is you know we've just had Lee who in the in the, in the intermission when we went to get you know, death by chicken, um, <laughs> he, he's he's listened to us like recording this tonight and he's like oh, okay I might get into it. First thing he's done is he's gone onto Forge World website and gone oh my god <laughs> why is it so expensive? But the, you know it is unfortunately there is the expensive but again, way of doing like, it. He once we explained to him that he just picks up two cal sets and he's already sorted for like the, the best part of thousand points one point five. Then, yeah, you know, it, that, all that of a sudden, those really expensive units that you realise you don't need ten of, you need one of. All of a sudden, to add to what you've already got in the cheap passes. But the point was, is that he was like, oh, I, I don't know which, you know, if I was getting to it, you know, I don't know which army to do. I was like, okay, what kind of stuff, you know, what models are you like? Well, I like this, I like that. Okay, well, he's not really got like a frame of reference to work to. And so I was started going when I was in, you know, we were in the shop. We we're going, right, okay, you got, you know, these kind of things. Okay, yeah, I've got that. And this and the other one. Okay then, all right, night lords. Well, who are they? Well, no one's really doing them in our community in a big way. I mean, we've got a couple of multiples of other legions. Yeah. And I said, well, night lords is not massively represented. So you're not like, you know, it's not like there's someone who's already doing, you know, a big army on that. And he goes, well, what are they then? Well, the dark blue armor, you know, if that's in the other. Okay, yeah. So, so do you want to do loyalists or traitors? Oh, it'd be nice to be a bad guy for one. Sorry, okay, night lords. They're, they're they're essentially you know, they're like murderers. The, the baddest of the bad guys. I, I, I went yeah, space murderers. They, they yeah. are literally. I said literally. They are psychotic murderers. They shouldn't really have been a legion. Why well, would say that? What? And it, it was like, what they sound cool. Like they're, they're, you know, they've got the very vampiric theme to them. They've got you know, they are murderers at heart. They use terror tactics. And then I went, you, did you play forty k? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play chaos. And I was like, well, do you remember the Raptors? Yeah, they're, they're basically not. Oh, yeah, they, they, and he went, 
I'm sold. I'm done. And it was from that moment onwards. It wasn't about well, these are the best units that they can take, mm. or this is the most powerful unit they can take. It was these guys are. It was the 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 the, the even the most basic of background and fluff and concept of the army. I mean, I've got no idea how to build a Night Lord's army. I don't know what's good or what's bad when it comes to Night Lords. I, I know what's generically good. There's nothing bad for Night Lords. I don't know. But from Lee's point of view, he doesn't care. He yeah. wants to put some cool models on the table and, and do something a bit that he's not used to doing. Like So something a bit... You know, he's got a good, cool background story to it. You know, that's what I've sold him on it. On, based on purely on the fact that he's a psychotic murderer and their Primarch's a bit mental. In my opinion, it's horses for courses when it comes to competitive mm. narrative play. Like my Iron Warriors are probably going to be middle of the road. They're not going to be so so fluffy that they can't win a fight, and they're not going to be so tooled up that I can take them to a GT and come first. But I do like Same. playing competitively, mm. and I was saying to you earlier, and I was going to talk to you and you like it. I think Black Shields is a really nice place to build something that can be both competitive and fluffy. Mm-hmm. So there's a really odd bit of Raven Guard lore that the Terran part of the Legion when they found Korax, Korax was like, I don't like the way you do things, so stop basically brutalising stuff. We're not world eaters. Behave. And they didn't listen. They were like, fuck you, we've been winning campaigns since before you were even found. And so like, it gets to a point where Korax is like, right, fuck off, you're exiled. Just leave. And that's meant to be the law behind the Cockardan Astras, oh, okay. the sp- well, space sharks, basically. So I was like, right. Yeah, it's cool them what they are. Fucking Black Shields... Um, like drop assault black shields chain axes fucking cockarodons I can paint them grey I can put the shoulder pads on I can do all the Polynesian like Mayan type armour markings and stuff so on the one hand it's super fluffy on the other hand it's designed to kick dicks so you can do both it's the middle of the line like, there's no it's, it's, it's going back to what I said right at the start it was about where is the line at what point is considered you having a fluffy uh, much like yourself um, I, the way I'm, I've designed my Iron Warrior list now is it's got a theme what I started off with I've tried to stick to the theme as closely as possible but as you pointed out it's got a bit of teeth to it but I'm not going to expect to take that to the GT and yeah. not get my ass handed to me I think I think at the GT pretty much any connection to the fluff has to not be a thing yeah. because it's the GT is a competitive if you want to go to a GT do you know what I mean yeah yeah, like, I, I, but it, it's fine. I mean, you can go to you can go to a GT. There's there's no benchmark that says you have I'm, to have a competitive list. Yeah, exactly. You can go with what the hell you like. Yeah. I played a, a guy who had black shields for the first game, um, and I was it was a classic example of what I was talking about earlier. He put it on the table and said, "Right, I know exactly what he's taking. He's taking this, this, and this." He hadn't he hadn't taken that at all, and it caught me completely off guard. Um, but I got the effective pair of scissors to his bit of paper. Yeah. So. I, I took him apart. Now, I suspect he would have got other games where he was fine, but he, he clearly hadn't optimised his list as I perhaps would have done uh, for, for that, that army. Yeah, but it, but he still had a good time. I caught up with him at the end of the. But it comes back to days. expectation. Expectation is a key part. What yeah. do you go to these I mean, events for? We're going to Tarsis with expectation of having some fun. It's a narrative thing. Yeah. You know, it's been built. It's been sold as a narrative event. If anything, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to go make sure we go yeah, to it yeah. because it's our first proper official event it's going to be a bit of fun it's using centurion rules it's not about taking your you know your, your super powerful weaponry your tanks yeah we're going to see I, i'll be amazed i'm not going well, there you can't take tanks that's what exactly i'm saying you're not going oh, to see right, the, see. the powerful yeah, tanks yeah. in there you know you are for those that are listening that 
have, don't aren't aware of some of the things we might be talking about. Centaurin is a infantry heavy. Go, go to army. the Eye of Horus uh, blogspot, and they've got their rules for download. Yep, it's just yeah. an alternate game mode for Horus Heresy. Yeah. But like when I say you can't go to a GT and with a fluffy list, what I mean is you can't go to win a GT with yeah, a fluffy list. That's expect to go to that's do exactly well it. because we're talking about competitive gameplay. I'm not going to go to a GT to fuck about at the spoon end of the table. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like the War Machine side of me. You're going to change. You're going to go to a different army. Okay, if you if you can only go with your fluffy list, that's because that's the only mo- army you own. Go, have fun, go. enjoy it, but don't yeah, expect but to come. Don't, don't come back and, and complain bitterly that there was always overpower armies yeah, that you couldn't exactly. Beat. You know, like if I've got a fluffy list and I want to go to an event, I'll go to a narrative event yeah. with my fluffy list where it's going to have other fluffy lists to play with. Here's an example of something that I did not expect to see ever at the time, and it was on one side I was like, "Holy shit!" On the other side I was like, "That's actually really cool." Uh, but I was walking around with um, Ant and uh, I can't remember who else. It might have been Alistair actually. And we saw an Imperial Fist player, and he's taken the fortress thing that is the you know the the square piece of scenery that oh, you just the, slot the, onto. The, yes, the I don't know what it's called. Strong point. Is uh, it strong point? Is it Castellum? I don't know what it's called. But oh, basically, is it the, it's the one f- on the tile. It's yeah, the, yeah, it's the tile. Basically, that was part of his army that he taken to the GT. That was the GT, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, right? it was. yeah. yeah, can't do that anymore. But at the time, it was like I was like, holy shit! I wasn't expecting to see something like that. Yeah, that's that's the Imperial Fist thing though. They need walls to hide behind. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fake yeah. news. <laughs> Fake news. Have you got walls in your army? Yeah, but my <laughs> one thing, it's an Aegis defense line. Two, fuck you. <laughs> I love I love the idea of your guys on Tarsis, like the hive is falling down around you and you're like, hang on a minute, I'm just gonna pick up this bit of Aegis defence line. <laughs> We've dug it. We're a vanguard, man. It's not a vanguard. We're a rearguard. Rearguard like, action. Nobody's getting past us. I've just got this image of these marines like running with the bits of uh, Aegis defense line, like a boarding shield, just running along. <laughs> just go, like, go, go, go! Fucking run faster! It's like this is really heavy, uh, Sarge. I, I, if anything, you know, the, the task has been the reason for it. The, we've we've partnered. Me and Ross partnered up. We've come. We've both got Iron Warriors armors and just went right. And I've got this to work with because I've got okay. I, I don't mind buying a couple of extra pieces piece to kind of fit with the Centurion thing. But my troops I've got are two breaches each squads. You know, we've got to take two troops. They're the only troop choices I can take. So I built my army around that. I bought a despoiler squad. <laughs> yeah, you bought a despoiler squad, but that's because you've kind of got this like you know idea behind it and this that and the other, and it's just something a bit different. The thing is, it, it, Iron Warriors should have that. They can't just all be trudging forward into a wall. Like, no. In their, like you say, when you in in your intro, they do have this reputation of once they have taken the wall, once they've breached, they are going to go in and murder everything the same way the world eaters did. Mm. Except the world eaters would lose themselves to it and just go mental. The iron warriors would just kill everyone and be like, "Yeah, job done. Back to the strike cruiser for a beer." Yeah. But <laughs> that's why. That's why I like. That's why now when I'm looking at list building, I'm trying to pair. It's like you were saying about list symmetry. Mm. In my current build, I've got two tactical squads, two despoiler squads. Both despoiler squads have an apothecary in. Just because, in my opinion, they're going to be at the front. They're going to be taking the most casualties. That apothecary is going to be like, well, that nutter's dead. So either I need to pick him up or I need to take his gene seed back. Whereas the tactical marines are the ones that are like... Follow up. That objective over there is being completely ignored by the fucking psychos that are killing everyone over <laughs> there. So we have to go and take the objective. And, and you know... There might be some artillery in the background going off, and there might be the warsmith and his command squad wandering about. But for me, like the story behind my force that I'm writing is all about the interplay between the troop squads. So one advances, does its thing, the other one just goes and murders shit. 
you know, that's kind of the narrative behind it, which is why I punted on the despoilers. Because especially if you're like trying to flee a falling hive, you don't, you're not going to have like an ordered gun line most of the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But what was good, my point was that because the Tarsis, we're doing the Iron Warriors, and then you've started doing your Imperial Fists. Fists! And it's, it's just, and then, as, you know, because Ant's doing Ultramarines, we kind of came, between ourselves, came up with this random idea. I'm so sad that you, you can't do that, you know. It's, so, oh, yeah, I'll let you explain, thing. because I'll so, you're off your army. Um, this, this, this came out as a, a kind of um, an idea for a HQ choice for my Tarsis army, purely on the basis of, um, what's the... What's the book before the short story before Pharos? Um, about the Shardenhold. Is it War? Is it Warsmith? Mm, possibly. It's about the Shardenhold, though. It's, yeah. It's possibly either Warsmith or Iron Within. I think it's Iron. It's Iron Within. Iron Within. Iron Within. So, uh, for the, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> there's a short story called Iron Within, which is about a loyalist Iron Warrior. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's a Warsmith. Although, um, who's, who's he fighting? Not, I want to say Hrud. It's not Hrud, is it? Uh, that is, yes. That is, is in the Primarchs uh, novel. Super spoiler. If you've not read the Primarchs. I haven't read it. So no. Hold the line, caller. Uh, basically, he, he's, he get, he's he been gets super wounded aged. by the, the Hrud. Yeah. yeah, and he's super aged, basically. But he, he builds the ultimate defensive place, and then he holds it for a year. Against an entire expeditionary yeah, fleet. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he gets exiled to that place. He does. Yes, yes. he's the primate yeah. because Perturabo thinks he's a bitch. Yeah, because he but failed. He's not. Yeah. Turns out he's a total badass. Yeah. So yeah, basically, it's 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 Barb it's Barbara Stantioch. Barbara yeah. Stantioch. So I'm making him anyway, but the, I, I was originally going to have him as uh, leading a bunch of um, Imperial fists because, of course, he's better mates with uh, Alexis Pollux. Pollux. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, you know, carrying on with the spoiler alert, you know that they are, um, you know, th that element with uh, Pollock's the small contingent of Imperial Fists are also working with the Ultramarines on Sothar is it Sothar and, Sothar? The, Pharos, yeah. and the Pharos so that's in the Pharos book and we it basically suggested that you read that still a better love story than Twilight <laughs> <laughs> and it was you know that it's the elements like that where you know we went well we're doing Iron Warriors you're doing Imperial Fists and Ultramarines It'd be cool if you had Dantioch as right. part of that army. It's you know, there's no rules for him or anything. That's like why that. Nick Drager pisses me off so much, right? Because he is a stone cold badass. Yeah. Like he was a badass in the Legion, and then yep. he fucked up. And Pertrabo was like, "Don't do that. That's fucking like that's abhorrent. You massive failure. Get out of my <laughs> sight." So he goes off and joins like the the Tech Marines and the Pravians and becomes a Pravian. So he's still a badass because he's messing around with the footbots, right? For those of you who don't know, Castellax. Castellax, yeah. <laughs> and then he gets sent off on a camp on campaign and the Alpha Legion do what the Alpha Legion do and they're like, surprise, motherfucker, <laughs> we're not on your side. I love the Alpha Legion. And like, from out of nowhere, he's just like, actually I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and bro hug this salamander who once said something really cool to me, so now I'm on the salamander side. And it's like, fuck you, Drago. <laughs> Like, you were so cool right up until that point. <laughs> it really does my nut in. And I don't know why. It's the same with all the traitor legions that have a loyalist. It's like, <laughs> fucking Keir Valen, get out. <laughs> Just leave. And, oh, the How dare you be loyalist? Like? What? Yeah. Cryos Morsag. He's badass. Who's that one? He's the Death God one. He's the, he's the Death God Psyker. No, no being a Psyker. Okay, I'll just have the best biomancy power in the universe. <laughs> is he a loyalist then? He is a loyalist. Uh. Yeah. It's a, I don't know why it annoys me that I know all of the traitor factions had loyalists, 
But then when you look at their fluff, why does their fluff have to be so fucking badass? Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, I yeah. definitely want to take that guy. Oh, he's loyalist. Oh, what? I built an upside-down fortress that I held against an Imperiator Titan for a year. And now I'm going to go and chill out on this rock that has a <laughs> massive psychic beacon on it. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> what, the f- what the fuck is Golg doing? Oh, getting punched to death by fucking Perturabo because he's a bellend. Like, what's that about? And oh, it, just, it, it really boils my piss. It really does. When you've got all these amazing Legion like heroes yeah. that are like, oh, the Emperor's pretty chill. And it's like, mm, no, he's a bit of a and dick. Play, play a loyalist then. No! <laughs> fucking loyalist! Which brings me on to my... I'm, like we were saying earlier, like yeah. when Angelus drops, I might do Blood Angel's Defense of Terror style, which is the only time I'd ever think about having custodes, but it would be like we were discussing like that one yeah, minute of hyper Yeah, but it's like an allied... An allied. Yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. But it's... No it's that's why I love the narrative stuff so much because you get little things like that like I can write a little thing about my forge lord being a badass hmm. and yeah he I can make him a badass traitor that isn't inept that isn't stupid and that isn't constantly getting shouted at by the primal right here's an example of you know this because you did a little bit of fluff for him so early on very early on when I was looking at doing um, Iron Warriors I had this amazing idea for a model for me it was cool as shit Another shock news. <laughs> <laughs> Fat kids love cake. <laughs> so, what it was, in I, my head... I feel personally attacked by that <laughs> comment. Do you, do you love cake? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go. Prosecution uh, rest for Lord. No further questions. <laughs> um, I wanted... Uh, it was the... I've got the... Um, I can't remember what he's called now. The Iron Father Terminator dude. Yeah, the Iron Hands Iron, Iron Father. Iron Hands Iron Father. Or Tech Moore. No. No, no. Well, he's, he's, he's the guy they use for Or Tech Moore. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Basically, they call him a Forge, forge Lord or whatever he is. Forge Father. Forge Father. So use that as the basis and give him a pair of lightning claws mm-hmm. and then put a conversion beam on his shoulder. I used him in that doubles game. You did, yeah. To me, cool idea. Looks cool. It's a cool looking model. You did a bit of for him. And the idea was that, you know, where you know how we've got... Um, um, that uh, is Dan I, I don't know, but I'll find out in a second. I'll tell you in a minute. Um... He's got a cortex controller, and the idea was anyone with a cortex controller could take Thalax. Yeah. And my idea was that he'd take he, this version of the Warsmith would take Ursarax as his bodyguard or something like that. He's, and then you, you, you just the core, it was a core cool model. He's shit on the table. Oh, yeah, he's super. Bad. He's super <laughs> shit. Let, let me back up onto this other table so I can get a proper <laughs> shot at you. Hold on. Uh, hang you on, hang on, hang on. I've got to kill that tank. This is the worst. Moonwalk out of this battle. <laughs> I've just bought a dreadnought with a conversion beamer, and I'm like, it looks cool as fuck, and I'm gonna get some use out of it. And then I looked at the rules, and nope. I was like, fuck. Yeah, conversion I have beamers, to be so far away. Conversion beamers. It works great. Your if your opponent has to be in the opposite corner of the table. We even played a game that was the deployment zones were at each end of the table rather than across the table. And I still couldn't get a decent shot. Things as well, it's to the point where I'm, I kind of want to email Forge World and be like, I want to return this conversion beamer because it's trash. <laughs> Can I exchange it for like a Colvite, a, a proper a, a Volkite cul- culverin? And then I just get an email back from them like, no smiley face emoji. <laughs> and I don't know, I, 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 I wish conversion beamers were as they cool as they are. such a cool idea. You, you read the, the fluff behind them <laughs> and it's like, Essentially, what I do is I just fire a concentrated beam of energy that the further it gets, exponentially, it gets more powerful, and then whatever I hit gets atomized, and it's like, oh, it's fucking so cool. And then, and then you're 12 inches away, and it's like a water gun. So <laughs> like I can piss stronger <laughs> than that weapon is at 12 inches. After oh, so you've had a pint of Jaeger, I imagine Not you even could. A pint of Jaeger. I could have like a shot glass of water, <laughs> and then like go in the Sahara Desert for four days, and I'm still going to piss harder than that hits at 12 inches. It's like a rod, man. Um, I, I could what be wrong. was killing you? 
First of all, I, I think we've reached the end of uh, a weapons free. Yeah, we've gone gone flying off the cliff. The thing that was making me laugh when you were talking about the Iron Father. Do you remember trolling? Um, King? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, right, okay then. I'll let Spin tell the so, tale. So, um, you know the uh, the chat on Facebook that we were in. Uh, yeah, with these guys. Like the froth chat. I don't know if you were in it at the time or whether you came in after this point, but. Uh, we're at the club. So me and Dan are at the club. I think, you, were you playing a game or I something like that? So he's playing a game. And I'm sat there watching a the game like I normally do. And Keith is messaging. He's like... Oh, he I sends, do know about this. Yeah, so he sends a picture of all tech more. And he's like, oh, man. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm using it. What does he say he was using it as? So, uh, um, he, I can't remember it now. He, he built a new Iron Hands, Iron Father... Because he tried it in Terminator armor and he said, Oh no, it's, it's not a garbage in Terminator armor, I can't get it to work. And so he said, he'd, he'd done a spin, <laughs> he'd done a spin, and he'd made this super expensive conversion. He was really pleased with it. And what did you say to I him? I said, Oh yeah, you didn't realize you can't take that armor, right? <laughs> in the game. And he's like, What? <laughs> he died. So he, he built Damn. a power armored. He built a power armor, which is completely legit, but spin over the power of the internet he managed to convince <laughs> Actually, him that it was illegal. You know what? I wasn't in the chat at that time, but I was there with you when it happened. Oh, I, I remember what was you it dying. The basis? I can't remember the model he used as the basis, and it was a cool model. It was a really cool model, and I just responded off the fly with, "Yeah, it's a cool model, man, but you do realise you can't actually use it in the game, right?" And what? He start, he started like, you can't take you can't internet. you can't take artificer armor with them. What? <laughs> <laughs> he starts ranting on the internet. It got to the point where I was in bits, but then we thought. He's gonna bin it. He's gonna do. <laughs> he's gonna smash it against the yeah. wall. Because like Keith, Keith is such an unrestrained bundle of. He's Mr. Furious. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. I thought. I thought I'd, I'd gone too far the other day when I was like, "Why are you painting that dreadball trash?" And he was just like, "Fuck you! I'm doing it for fun." Ah! And I was like, "Mate, all right, chill. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine." Yeah, but we nearly did make him rage quit and smash. Oh, I forgot about it, that. We, fortunately, we got to him in time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was literally an off the hand comment troll that worked so well because the yeah. timing of because no, what it was, he'd been building it up for ages. Mm. He'd been building up this conversion for ages or this idea, and he's like, the, "Oh yeah, I've used this in progress photos." Yeah, in progress photos, and then he pressed, "Oh yeah, man, it's really, what do you think to it?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's a really cool model, but." It's, it's illegal as a Praetor. What? You can't take Artifacts on that. It's so savage. <laughs> like, it's like, I, I tell you what, you did it to me as well the other week. Did I? Yeah. What did um, I do? It was a while back. And okay. I was like, I you really want... You must on this one. It was, I, was, I was talking about... Um, it was my, actually, it was my Forge Lord build for Tarsis. Yeah. And I was like, right, I'm taking a Forge Lord and I'm giving him a Cortex controller and I'm doing this and I'm going to give him a Thunder Hammer and then he's sorted. I know I can do this. It's cool. And then, like, my battle scribe wasn't working properly. And you turned around and went, Forge Lords can't take a Cortex controller. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, actually threw my phone. Because I was so, like, I was really angry. Wasn't thinking. Threw my phone onto the other sofa in my living room. And then was like, I can't tell Spin how angry I am without my phone. <laughs> so I had to go and get it. And by the time I got through my phone, you were like, oh, sorry, I found the trap down for it now. And I was still so Oh, no, that's what it was. So it was no, angry. That's what it was. It was 15 points short, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the, the list was couldn't work short, out, and right. I was like, "Dude, I don't know why it's fifteen points short. Is it got this? Is this?" And I was like, oh, "It's the four short. It can't take. It hasn't got. It hasn't got option for uh, a Corsair controller." And you're like, "Ah!" <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was so. I was fucking furious. <laughs> Le- Lester Fat Cat's, je- ladies and gentlemen, is a pit of uncontrolled rage yeah, or, and trolling. <laughs> I had spent. All right, I bought a pack of um, Medusa Immortals. Yeah. <laughs> I then spent the best part of two hours. Listening to RFI, 
shaving off all the <laughs> fucking little cogs and shit all over oh, the yeah. stuff. During the dur- while, you while, while I was shaving it, Scott on RFI made me laugh so much that I stabbed myself in the hand, <laughs> like quite seriously, like lots of blood. So I managed to shave off all the bullshit, put my conversion together to the point where I liked what it looked like, and then I was like, cool, sprayed it, silvered it, was like, it's ready to go, and then he goes, can't take it. And I was just like, you can't be anything else. You must be a forge lord. Nothing else can take a fucking servo arm other than a Praetor. Or a base. Or the basic bitch tech marine. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, who wants one of those? It ain't gonna be HQ choice. Regardless of the fact that I'm running a tech marine coven anyway, like yeah, that model goes into my 3k list, but I haven't got a fucking commander for Tarsis. (laughs) That can take your fuck box. Let's not not talk about the fact I would have had to buy extra stuff to replace the 300 points of Castellex that I'm taking. At which point... Oh, bad times. (laughs) At which point he just goes, oh no, it's okay, I found it. (laughs) And you know what happened the next day? I dropped a fucking Castellex down the stairs. Uh, Oh yeah, I remember that as well. I had to rebuild that. I've actually had to put battle damage on it because parts of the fucking trim and stuff broke. Well, to be fair, dropping it downstairs would classify as battle damage. So angry. Blue tack just does not stick. No, it doesn't. It's not a permanent thing. Who knew? Right, so, um, that so was the end of our weapons free section. Um, <laughs> I, just, not, I don't even not know. Bad. Did we even cover them? But that, that, yeah, that, that I, discussion properly? I, I did my best. I, we we uh, talked about you, it. You were trying to keep us on target. We I, tangentially went into rage. Do you know, I get paid to do this at work. I don't see why I should do this shit at <laughs> the weekend. To be fair, the amount of anger that we've just had does lead into our next segment really well. Absolutely. Excellent. So, uh, one of the... What we're going to do now, we're going to talk a bit about some of the other content items we're going to have on the podcast. And the first one is Ask Angron. Now, uh... We have done a bit of a deal with the World Eaters. We're going to see if we can get Angron to pop along. Um, but what we need is we need some of your questions. We need questions about gaming, about lists. Um, even, even if you've got questions in your personal life. I think Just generally. Just generally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, scan or anything, really. I, I mean, he's, he's a bit of an odd character, Angron. I wasn't expecting him to be this um, open-minded about this yeah, kind he's of not, stuff. He's not the kind of guy who thought he was going to be. He's, no. he's probably one of those Primarchs that's misunderstood. He is really misunderstood. misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I get, he's probably got bad press. In any case, so I think it's Khan. Khan wants to look. He's just telling everyone that his dad's a badass. Yeah, <laughs> it's like my dad will fight you. Yeah, he's he's always that. It's that kid down the school. Anyway, the long and the short of it is, people, we've got we've got Angron on speed dial. Um, he's agreed to answer your questions. So if you've got stuff you want us to ask Angron, you ask us. We'll give give you our opinions, but then we'll get Angron to chip in as well. I think that's only fair, isn't it? Yeah, and quite yeah. frankly, if Angron says something, I'm not going to argue with him. Well, you know, I, I don't want him bringing his charybdis into your back garden. It'll probably fit, but... Holy just... shit, I thought that was going somewhere else. I heard back. <laughs> <laughs> I like, no, we're not talking about Fulgrim. No, we're not talking about Fulgrim. You reckon Fulgrim so, has with a charybdis? He probably doesn't with everything. Imagine a cryptic shaped butt plug. No, <laughs> that one does hurt. I'm pretty sure talons. that's been described in one of the books. As we've already described. Dis- well, everything's a dildo if you're brave enough. As we've already <laughs> said. I, I am not brave enough for <laughs> a well, there, there you go. All right, so if you have a question for Angron, or if you've got a question for us, can you uh, write into uh, Phosphex Party at gmail.com? It'll be on the Phosphex Party website. And um, send us your questions. We'll do our best to answer whatever they are. Do you, okay. know, do you know what Angron likes doing, though? What does he like to do? He likes punching people in the cock. Yeah, he does. Which brings us rather nicely onto our next context section. So, <laughs> we have at the Leicester Fat Club, uh, Fat Cats, sorry. Fat Leicester cats. Fat Club? Is that a dig at me again, Dan? <laughs> Shut up, pie boy. Oh, God damn it. Pie servitor. So, uh, at Leicester Fat Cats, we have something we initiated recently called the Cock Punch Challenge. Now, the Cock Punch Challenge is pretty much what it says. It is, I hasten had, a metaphorical cock punch. Nobody actually gets punched in Yet. the cock. 
Well, not yet. No, no one's been driven to the rage that that has actually that. happened. Can, right, I'm going to tell you a little story about where Cockpunch Challenge came from. Yeah. So when I was judging the worlds for War Machine last year, um, one of the Australians turned around to his opponent and he was like, have you ever been punched in the cock so hard you've thrown up? His opponent was like, no. He's like, have you ever punched a guy in the dick so hard that he's thrown up? No. And he was like, it's a deal. And shook his hand. And I was like, what the fuck did I just witness? So the Australian guy lost his game, and like, fair game to him. He went out into the smoking shelter, and was like, did you punch me in the dick? And his opponent was like, really? He's like, yeah, do it, do it, as hard as you can. So this, <laughs> his opponent, like, properly upper, uppercuts him in the cock. And this, this, <laughs> this Australian guy just immediately throws up. <laughs> Oh, right, and his, his whole team was like, "Oh shit, that's the first person all weekend that's actually like punched him in the dick." Like he's lost three of his four games, and that's the first guy that's just properly punched him in the dick. The Australian got up after ten minutes, and he was like, "Yeah, man, safe, cool, yeah, yeah." <laughs> oh god, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. And it's like I said to him, I was like, "Why did you say punch me in the dick as hard as you can, and then not expect it to happen?" He's like, "Everyone else just has gone, no man, I'm all right." <laughs> GT Gaming, everybody. <laughs> GT Gaming. <laughs> Extreme competition so, gaming. Uh, the Cockpunch Challenge at Leicester Fat Cacks involves uh, two people who, for whatever reason, have reached a stage where they, they, they can't solve it via any other means other than mano a mano combat, only using man dollies. So, <laughs> man dollies. <laughs> it was started off with Anne and Alistair. Yes, it did. Uh, with Alistair going on about how. Uh, oh, no, with. To be fair, I, I, I kind of blew it out of all proportion by making you it. Made, it, you it was forty k. It was forty k, and Alistair had been going on about his amazing nights and blah 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 blah. blah. And that was like, well, I'll take them on with my death company. I bet I could get mine painted for uh, quicker than you can get yours done. At which point, Dan stepped in and got like a banner made. He yeah. hired uh, a bikini girl for <laughs> like a round sign. Yeah. yeah, it did get out of hand fairly quickly. Escalated. It um, did escalate quite quickly. Did. Yeah, to the point where I think Alistair started feeling quite uncomfortable. <laughs> but, did, you know. you, did you record it in the end? No, we, no, we didn't oh. in the end. It became a bit of a damp squib in terms of the, the, Sorry, the fun side of it was going to be. The first Fosfex Party Cockpunch Challenge we will record and we'll yes. put on our YouTube channel. So, the what the Fosfex Party Cockpunch Challenge is, is we are laying down the gauntlet to you listeners out there to come and play us in a game of 30k. Okay? You name however many points, bear in mind that about up to 3,000 is about the, the limit, really. Because I definitely can't do more than that. No, it's fine. <laughs> and we will arrange to play you at a venue of your choice, ideally Warhammer World or maybe Leicester Fat Cats, until we get a bit of uh, a bit more uh, substance behind us. We'll Within reason, because yeah. if like, Ryan Kimmel's like, fucking my basement now... <laughs> That's, that's weird that's on two levels. <laughs> say, I don't know any, anybody who's heard that more than once. Have you seen his gaming basement? Yeah, man. God, well, no, not damn. in reality. Oh no, no. Did yeah. you see the video he put up? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be tempted if, if Ryan offered us out. Is he wearing his gaming club? Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought yeah. so. Yeah, I've, I've already said to Ryan in, in a, I'd, in I a would chat go that just I, for his, his wife's cooking. Man. In, if I can get to the states, I'm coming to his house, and he can kick oh, the living daylights out. We can get flights for like just shy two hundred quid. So tempted by heresy camp. Oh, do it. You should do it. And then can't afford it now. Take the MKA class and then yeah, not tell afford. us a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. I'd have to shoot you in the face. Uh, um, no, I just can't afford it now. With all, if, <laughs> now you've ordered a knight anyway, and a mastodon. So, other, other than yeah. the outside chance of Ryan Kimmel throwing down the gauntlet, anybody in the UK wants to throw <laughs> down the gauntlet, we will try and uh, arrange the game. So, what we'll do is we'll take all the challenges that we get, we'll put them in a hat, and alongside with... 
uh, a hat with our names in and we'll draw one of us to fight the challenge one of you guys to fight for the challenge we'll play the match we'll record it in some way shape or form and we'll report back on the next podcast and should you beat us you can go into our hall of heroes on cock Haller. <laughs> cock Haller. yeah <laughs> I've got to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to be much of a challenge for people to beat us, is it? <laughs> no, not not really. all. If anything, I think you're the one that's probably going to offer the most challenge. Well, I don't know. If it gets serious, I'll buy custodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, yeah, we're not specifying what we might bring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll borrow, yeah. borrow Ali's night list and just be like, what up? <laughs> <laughs> night oh, scars. Uh, yeah, I might bring his night I do kind of borrow your night scars. Such a bad I, 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 know, I know we took the piss out of you for like, being such a douchebag with that, but you know, I need to borrow it. You know, reasons. you know, I spanked his night scars the other day. Didn't you did, didn't you? Yeah, he told yeah. us. He, he literally said Dan won, and that was it. <laughs> no details. It, it was it was a bad time. For, <laughs> it was a bad time for night night scars. What were you using? Were berries? Oh no, I, 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 I no, I did. A, I went full mental death guard. Yes. I did Leviathan drop pods, shadow <laughs> sword, yeah. hell on earth. Apparently, Shadow Sword didn't do much, did it? It didn't, well, no. It was a massive distraction car effects, is what it did. Distraction car <laughs> <laughs> It was like, <laughs> Right, while we're talking about Cockpit Challenge, do you yes. want to tell us about the game you've arranged down in, in Yes, is so. It, is it Portland? Sam, yes. Yeah. Sam, uh, Sam Breach Jones from Empress Path. Uh, we have already tentatively booked it in. I have agreement from Mrs. Porter that we can turn it into a weekend away. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I uh, just need to work out dates. Um, I was going to get in touch with him after this podcast is out, probably. And because uh, no, who wants to go to Portsmouth in January? That's all I'm saying. Also, Path to Confrontation. Mm. He's running that. Yes, he path. is. I'm Are on board. Moving? I'm on board the heresy train for that. That's When was that? Um, June or July? June, July. June, June, July. June, yeah. Well, anyway, we're talking about a Phosphex party road trip, basically, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Either in one car or we'll all hire a fuck bus and we'll just go down. Yeah. I don't know if my fuck bus license still is. I know Ant's got one. Oh, you can just get a, a people carrier. Yeah. Like a mini fuck bus. I can drive a mini fuck bus. Yeah. Yeah, I, man. I could, in theory. <laughs> Except you don't have a license. All right. So, shh. Right to us. <laughs> so, shush in, now. N- not in theory at all. That's it. Any police listeners, we're screwed, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're just going to wait. <laughs> there he is. We'll get that. Neil McCarthy bastard. Right, so if you want in on the Phosphex Cockpunch Challenge, just send us an email with your proposed challenge to phosphexparty at gmail.com or you can message us on the Facebook page. If you if you get me in the draw, I will throw it if you buy me four draw miniatures. <laughs> Ross is easily bought. Every man has his <laughs> price. He likes cake. Ross is quite cheap. <laughs> Fucking cake. <laughs> Do not send me an FAQ cake. I can't answer it. No. Okay. And then finally... Um, one other thing we would like to hear from you guys from is we want to help. The reason for us doing this podcast is as much about spreading heresy love and finding out what everybody else is doing and where you're doing it. So we want to, uh, without it being a weird, creepy kind of thing, we want to create like a hookup centre here. And what we'd like to do is interview you guys about what's going on in your local area in terms of heresy gaming. So if you'd like to come on for 15 minutes or so and we'll interview you on the podcast, ask, and you can tell us about what heresy gaming's like near you, what the meta's like, um, any... Or well, if you're trying to start it. If you're trying to get it started. Um, so basically doing like a, a bros looking for bros. Bros looking for bros without well, the, the, as without as the creepy call it, pick. The dudes looking for dudes. Dudes looking for dudes. dudes looking for dudes. That's, I was introduced to that there recently because I was listening to the latest episode. I really, I really think as well if you've got a funny story, like not, not RFI style industrial accidents. <laughs> okay. We don't, we don't like, need 
uh, puppy, puppy Gate. Oh, or fucking Puppy Gate. I've got, I'm going to tell a story about you that RFI didn't want goddamn me. I'm going to do it in a minute. But no, if you've got like a funny gaming story, like I went to an event with my mate James, and James drank so much he shot himself during the first game. That is the kind of shit we want to hear about. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, <laughs> we don't want RFI level, like I was hanging out of a Black Hawk helicopter in Afghanistan, and I... That's what Ant's got, enough of those. Like, Oh, I can't wait for Ant to tell his chainsaw story. Yeah, that shit's gonna be real. He's gonna be. We ought to nickname him Chainsaw Jeff. Oh, we should. But yeah, like uh, gaming anecdotes, funny shit like that. And then if you want, if uh, if you want to grow your meta, or you're looking for other people to play, then we will do our best. Come on board, and we'll do our best to spread the love. Yeah, through Dan. Dan knows like everyone. I have a question. Uh-huh, and I was going to ask this during the introduction. Do you want me to pause, or is this something that can go out live? No, this is out live. This is for the general public. Mm, because true. I might have missed the explanation, uh, but see what when when a woman loves a man <laughs> is that lyrics to special, a song? Special no, that's what you mean. Is that lyrics? Yeah, when a man loves a woman, oh, I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, when a man don't, loves no singing. Desist. Uh, it's for Dan. I don't know where the story came from where you became Sir Coxman because as oh, we've said before, oh, it's from RFI. We've, it's only, from R- we've only I've only ever known you as Dan the Man, so I didn't know where the Sir Coxman so came from. So it's it's the infamous Scott Switzer on RFI. He referred to, um, I think he said it, the phrase was something like that man is a coxman. Yeah. And then Michael from RFI said it's Sir Coxman. I Sir think. Coxman. Okay, okay well, yeah, I missed it's that. Because Dan that slays so much pussy. <laughs> In my day, I, I've, I'm a dedicated one pussy man now. We're <laughs> <laughs> not laughing because he's like, like your no. wife. I hope she doesn't hear that. Or is that oh, something? No, Mrs. Porter's okay with that. Oh, is she? Yeah. Is that cool? Right. Yeah. No, it was just pure because I didn't hear. I didn't know if it was like an old nickname that they caught upon or something like that. No, I've got no. some old nicknames. No, that never a go a lot of people out there probably know you more as Sir Coxman now so than they do about your actual name. I'm going to drop the story that RFI didn't do it, man. Right. So I wrote an email to RFI, never got back to me. I was, I was super wounded. Don't be a bitch about it. No, no, no. But I thought, if they don't want to do my list, that's fine. But there's a. There's Golden Dan Porter story in here. <laughs> Do you remember a while ago when he, he was on the WhatsApp group and he's like, Oh, so my son's just come in the room uh, and yes. told me that there's a bird stuck in our chimney. And we were like, Whoa, you better deal with that. And he's like, Cool, I'm just going to go and get it and then it'll be fine. And he comes on, and he's like, I think it's got a broken wing. And we were like, Oh, that's bad times. He's like, Yeah, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, end its suffering. How should I do it? And we're like, Break its neck. Just don't pull too hard. Just break its neck. It'll be fine. And then he goes off, right? And then this is where shit gets weird, because in my mind, he puts on a Word Bearers t-shirt, <laughs> like he's wearing now. He puts on a CD of Gregorian chanting. Right? He goes into his back garden, and he takes the lid off a big barrel of water, and while chanting, drowns the pigeon. <laughs> so drowned he, you like a fucking pigeon. <laughs> did, you, did you or did you not drown a pigeon? I did drown a pigeon, yeah. Why did you choose to drown so it? None of us suggested that at all. We said break its neck, it's the quickest way, and you were like, I'm going to drown the little pigeon. <laughs> no, I'm going to make it suffer. <laughs> no, okay, so here's the thing, right? So I've broken the neck of animals, other animals, but generally much bigger than a pigeon. Right? Are we talking human-sized animals? <laughs> it could be a range. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so I've broken the neck of animals... But generally bigger, right? The thing is, things like rabbits and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine. Dead easy. The thing was that a pigeon, because I thought... Because the pigeon was kind of... It wasn't going anywhere, but it was all right. Um, 
I thought, I'll, I'll check. I'll check online. <laughs> it's the 21st century. We can Google this shit. Dear Google, what is the most satanic way to kill a pigeon? <laughs> so, and look, and there's all these people going, yeah, breaking the neck of a pigeon is quite hard because if you pull too hard, the entire head comes off. <laughs> That's why I said don't pull so hard. Well, I, d- I, d- I didn't know how too hard was. But Sorry, in, out of context, that little stretch of there. That's why I said don't pull too hard. <laughs> oh, I don't know how hard to do it. Holy shit, yeah. So anyway, so in this list, the guy's going, this is how you break a pigeon's net. But if you're not sure, they've got really tiny lungs. So you can either squeeze its chest, but again, don't squeeze too hard because you, <laughs> you will burst a pigeon. Yeah. Or, he said, drown it because it literally takes about five seconds. So I thought... <laughs> That sounds like path of least resistance. <laughs> no point during the drowning bit. Am I going to get covered, in, covered in, <laughs> in pigeon shit? I'm, I'm sorry, mate. It's not on. You like that poor. And um, how long did it take? Well, I, I I held it there for like 20 seconds. To be sure, <laughs> did you you know like in the films where it's like his, <laughs> did you hold it? It was under? clawing at my were face at the time. Were you like crying stoically into the wind while Hello, you drowned? Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> We, we, need to, we need to change your name from uh, Sir Dan Porter Coxman pigeon to murderer. Pigeon Slayer. I'll drown you like a pigeon. I'll drown you like a pigeon, you slag. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. I did drown a pigeon. That's not, that's not the worst thing I've ever done in my life. No, I'm sure we'll find <laughs> out. Delve in the depths of your past. <laughs> I just wanted to air it because I thought, it was, I thought the, there's, there's people that I know want to hear quality Coxman. And there's also people that he knows that will know that they'll hate that story, so that's why Oh, yeah, there's it. at least two people that are going to listen to this going to be like, that motherfucker did what? <laughs> yeah, we, we've just lost some sort of demographic already. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, I think we're done, aren't we? I think we are. Oh, yeah, it's not as bad as I thought, actually. So if you've, if you've made it to the end of this, congratulations. <laughs> uh, there will be more. Uh, let us know what you think, um, either through our Facebook page or on the uh, phosphexparty at gmail.com. And, um, Feedback's yeah. always good. Yeah, Feedback's love feedback. Yeah. Next episode's after Tarsus? Before Tarsus? Uh, yeah, imagine it'd be after, well, Tarsus is end of February. So we'll probably record before then, but probably won't release it until after. We could do... Unless we, we do... We could do a segment after Tarsus. That's true, we could add yeah. it in, couldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So there will be some Tarsus feedback in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Or, or that we do like a mini episode, which is just like a bit of a a mini sode. Yeah, just like yeah. as a follow up to Tarsus and see how you know, say how, what expression of minds and why we've got any banter that's going on or anything like that. Yeah, that's legit. Okay, cool. Well, do you want to sign us off, Dan? Well, yeah. Thanks very much, everybody, and stay classy, heresy. Check one, two. Let's see if that's changed anything. Oh yeah, fuck yeah.